BTOsports.com Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Welcome, everybody. 601 Monday, March 21st. The Pulp of Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you live from Las Vegas, right outside the lines, Den. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. It's going to be a fun show. It's going to be a great show. It might even be the best damn show ever. Show number 248. Remember where you are, where you were when you hear it, because this could be quite possibly, like I said, the best internet radio show ever done in the world. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, Michelin Starcross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics, Ride Engineering, Nitro Circus, all on board with us tonight. And, of course, you're on board as well, and we thank you for that. We have the BTOsports.com Tweet at Travis segment. We have the X-Brand Goggles Tear-Off segment. We have the NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts uh, JGR check-in and NFAB question of the day. And we have the Race Tech emails and the Gear Alloy cold call all coming up. And you know what else is coming up? Your tweets to me telling me how great this new Michelin Starcross 5 is available in four versions, hard, medium, soft, and sand. Michelin Starcross 5 tires contain a completely redesigned casing, a more aggressive self-cleaning tread design, a durable yet more flexible sidewall and a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. Michelin Starcross 5, excellent performance over a wide range of conditions and terrain. MichelinMotorcycle.com, tons of different sizes. And whatever you thought of Michelin tires before, throw it away, folks, because this new Michelin Starcross 5 is the bomb, the shit, however you want to say it. We've been getting great feedback from all of you people on, uh, on Twitter about it. 
Interesting show tonight. Shane McElrath of TLD KTM will be on. Josh Hill from Monster Energy. And Dave Osterman. Osterman's a longtime factory mechanic turned uh, team manager for uh, Yamaha Troy and Chad Reeves Team 2-2 and uh, many, other guys, many other teams out there. Uh, if you're going to go to Amazon, go to the, the Amazon banner on pulpamex.com. Click on that. That takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase, and we got a small slice of that, and I can afford to keep it coming up with these incredible co-hosts each and every week. Uh, also, check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com for all of our codes and all of our um, all of our guys that uh, help us and partner with us to make this thing worthwhile. Thanks for listening. Again, in studio with me, a couple of real, uh, true American heroes of the sport. Uh, first up, uh, he is a freestyle legend, freestyle pioneer. I saw him in Geneva. I don't know much about him. Kenny Taco Bell. Yeah, I can't believe you said uh, American. He's... I'm not I mean, American either, but, you know, we're all trying to be. I know. I feel like I'm holding it together here. <laughs> you are. Yeah, you are Team America tonight. I, Thanks for coming uh, in. Thank yeah, you. I'm stoked. We've yeah. been, uh, I feel kind of a lot like Weimer. We've been working on negotiations for a while. and <laughs> Unfortunately, well, as uh, much as I kept talking about it, absolutely nothing changed from the first time. But yeah, <laughs> no. Well, we're, we're allocating a lot of funds, a lot of ins and outs, there's a lot of mm. things to do, things are going out, things coming in, you know, things like that. Uh, so we'll look at all of that. Also in studio, he's been here a bunch before. Uh, he's Canadian. Not American, but uh, he he is a true mechanical legend. Donk, what's up? Scott Donker's good. What's up, buddy? I'm just hanging out watching the Leaf game right now. Really? Oh, and then took the lead two to one. It's fantastic. Mm. Uh, thanks for coming up. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having Who, us. Which of you two? Yeah, you guys are roommates. You live with Vicky Golden and Taco Bell. Yep. Which one of you wanted to come up first? Like, whose idea was it? Like, hey, we should go up. Yours. But which one wanted to? Which one? Well, you were talking to me, so I kind of brought it up to and, him. And how was Kenny's response? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I, okay, I've, okay. I've been listening to the show for a while. Long time and listener, then, first time uh, caller. <laughs> first time yeah, guest. Yeah. I actually called in back in the day before the Mason split up. All. Are you called in with Mason was here? Yeah, we were all drunk on the on the monster bus mm. traveling. But no, when I met you in uh, in Switzerland, yeah, Geneva. I was pumped, and that's when I told you. I was like, man, I, I'm pumped on this radio game. I'd like to uh, yeah. just see how it works. You know who doesn't know how it works? Donk. He's a mechanic. With his headset falling got. off. He's got um, uh, yeah, we talked about that. And I said, like, I don't know about well, a live you, radio show, but you could do a podcast with freestyle yeah. dudes. Well, you said to me, you gave me the, yeah, sure, come up anytime. I'd love to have you. Yeah. And that's kind of like the, okay, kid, get no, out of here. No, that, no, that's true. No, I mean, I, I don't know. know. Yeah. The, part, the thing is, I'd say that to a lot of people, but then they don't actually make it happen. But you guys made it happen. So um, I also, make things happen. How's that brownie podcast? 702-586-7857. You can give us a call anytime. Uh, the man holding down the fort over there, uh, producing the show, giving us our stats. He's uh, fresh off Saturday night's Detroit Supercross Pulp Show. What's up, Travis? Stat game has been slacking lately. It has been. What's I mean, up with that? Are just, you okay? No, yeah, I've been good. I've been wanting to. Trust me, I've just been busy with oh, uh, getting married. Yeah, wedding stuff. Oh, and that's works, a bad works, idea. Work's I, been I, a little busy, so I finally yeah. saw you. I, I saw your girl. Yeah, because I listened to the show on the flight home this week from Detroit. Yeah, and I didn't have Wi-Fi, but I had downloaded it to my phone, and I couldn't see it because it was on there, and I forgot. Right. So uh, Steve showed me a picture. <laughs> doing good my friend thank you yeah i appreciate it i didn't see a picture i mean uh, she's getting more followers than i am from that what we well, that's super weird <laughs> what we asked them for on the show was like a tasteful nude Ooh. and we have not yet gotten that like but. a like a playboy one or like Kiefer's, a skinamax uh, <laughs> line was no pink 
<laughs> yeah, that's I'm, I'm actually going like tamer than that. That's yeah. that's that's Kiefer. I think you're tamer right. and Kiefer's tamer. By the way, people, different. update on Chris Kiefer and his uh, PPM, <laughs> his pumps per minute update. Uh, texted me this week and said that he did 61 PPMs. Uh, congratulations, Chris Kiefer. I'm proud and, of him. And his his wife Heather said that they will shoot for 70 uh, in an upcoming session. So just want to. So she's break, she's in on it. Breaking news on that. Oh, Man. she's in on it. Yes. <clears throat> Good for so him. So breaking news on that, everybody on on yeah, Chris like Kiefer's uh, PPM. Um, so yeah, McElrath uh, just got third in Detroit, and uh, Josh Hill, new job at Monster Energy, and uh, Davo, Dave Osterman, all coming on the show tonight. We're gonna give away some fly racing, kinetic trifecta mesh gear, and uh, oh, uh, Travis, come up with an NFAB question of the day. I forgot to tell you that. Okay, I've already been thinking about it today because okay. I'm getting really used to that. Yeah, no, fantastic. <laughs> I'm slacking in my job. I'm actually pumped. There's no show next week. We're gonna get a one week break for. We've gone whatever eleven straight weeks. So. I don't know what to do on Monday nights anymore. Yeah, that so was that's weird. what you wanted us to do. You wanted us to come up the week after. Easter and I and I had to bring it to your attention that there yeah, was no, no show. I said that I'm like there's a show after no race. Yeah, yeah I, I, holidays. Yeah, come up then. That's a great time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before we come up with uh, Shane McElrath, so the big news from Detroit and certainly uh, I'll talk to you guys about uh, you were working for Slayton Racing. Uh, now you're working for Vicky Golden and you're going to Canada this summer. Donk is your plan. Yep. And I want to talk to Kenny Taco Bell about freestyle, uh, Vicky Golden, and what's going on with him. But before we get into all that, later on the show, big news from Detroit. For the first time ever, and I thought it was actually, remember when Chad Reed tested positive for that fuel problem in 04? I was on Yamaha then. Wasn't that RC as well? Yes, but the, but RC got his penalty back. Oh. I thought that Chad lost that win, but he didn't. He was just fined 25 points, but he kept the win. So, for the first time ever in Supercross history, the win was taken away from Ryan Dungey. For jumping on a red cross, Jason Anderson wins, uh, who passed Marvin late in the race when Marvin fell. So Jason Anderson won. The flag was thrown, red cross flag. They said that Dungey jumped on it. And Donk, uh, as a guy that's been around the races for a while, I'm really surprised that they actually took a win away. Like, the times I've seen crappy flagging from the officials or from the volunteer flagmen is amazing. And to take a win away from Ryan Dungey, who was going to win the race, the, the, the jump that Dungey did did not affect the race. It didn't gain, it may have gained him a, a half a second. He was well in control. I can't believe they did that. Yeah, it's kind of surprising, but at the same time, it's good to see that the AMA is actually sticking by something for once. Yeah, um, but why now? Why now? Why this one time? Like, you know, obviously Anderson got penalized in San Diego, and he lost the podium because of that, but. The amount of guys you see jumping on a Red Cross. Well, yeah, but that's what I mean. I'm glad that they actually put their foot down and okay. stuck to the game. Why did they put their foot down for the other 10 guys that did it or however many guys that did it? Who protested? Nobody protested officially, but Yamaha did bring it to the AMA's attention. So, therefore, yeah, Yamaha. Okay, but if you're going to do it once, keep doing it. Yeah, look I'm at all, everybody. Yeah, you're I'm, right. I'm, yeah, all, yeah. I'm all for it. Like, you want to do that? Great. No problem. Uh, it's It's totally fine, but... Do it all the time now. Yeah. And now I think if they consistently do this, they're going to have some issues with because guys do it all the time. Well, didn't I thought we created a new rule or came up with something to, you know, improve this situation when it when it happened a, a year ago or two years ago with RV and in St. Louis. Yeah. Did like did they not create some rule or make make some alteration to the rule to ensure that you know the the gray area was removed when it came down to this stuff. I don't know. Not that I know of. Yeah. Well, I, I thought they did. I don't know. They're going to have problems, Kenny, down the road. Well, um, didn't you see 
you saw Reed all his posts yeah, today. Yeah, there's people jumping yeah. and yeah, you know. Oh yeah, nothing I mean, happens. And it was you know Anderson was one of the guys that did jump on that. I think that was in the heat. That race. was the heat race. Yeah. Well, what's that? No, matter? no. Yeah. Listen, no, that's what I'm saying. Absolutely. Like they've now opened this can of worms. Every team is going to be filming everybody, and they are going to be doing well, a Ben Johnson like dash to the AMA trailer after the race because guys break this rule all the time. Well, all the everybody time. knows. Everybody knows that. Every writer has a filmer. Yeah. So it, there is film of it. Why is there still nobody seen it, right? Has anybody well, seen it? No, Please call the, in if you've seen the it. The AMA has seen it. The FOM has seen yeah, it. Yeah, but why don't they show it? Well, they, they never do that for, the public, uh, for public consumption. I mean, NHL does that. NFL does that. Real professional organizations do that. However, that's not us. Yeah, we, that's, we never do that. That's crap. So, I mean, I don't doubt that Dungey did it. I think Dungey, Roger DeCoster admitted that Dungey did it. The flagman also, uh, according to Roger... Flagman was on the inside and kind of not even standing, uh, you know, kind of up against the bales. Yeah, I read Dungey, that. Dungey went outside, and then the flagman moves to the center. And that's another thing. Like, in, in Atlanta, like, the flagman directed Mookie onto McElrath's bike. Yeah. Like, say, waving it on the right-hand side of the track when the crash was on the left. Yeah. Like, there's so much crappy flagging going on each and every week, whether it's Supercross or Motocross. It's these guys' fault a lot of the time for sending riders to the wrong truck wrong way of the track or not making standing in the rider's line of sight so how, how many of those flaggers are, are weekly flaggers no idea because I, I know a lot of those 10, are just yeah. just just local. fans yeah, yeah local yeah. dudes no the ama guys i believe are in charge of the red cross flags right and then the local guys get yellows mm. right so the ama guys are the ones that make the, the call for um you know hey this needs a red cross well i don't you know i don't know about that because i think actually reed brought it up too in one of his posts but uh that, like he mentioned that somebody went down and immediately the Red Cross came up and it was just a guy going down. Oh, that happens all the time. Well, what like if oh. you, if, if it's an AMA official no, running that, uh, then trust me. Oh no, I know it happens yeah, all the time, but yeah. it's like they're they're wrong. AMA officials are also wrong. I right. watched a guy throw an AMA official last year in Atlanta throw the Red Cross for everybody who crashed. Every single person that crashed, an AMA official threw the Red Cross. And I was just going bazonkers in the press box. I'm just like, oh, my. How is this man even allowed to be out there? Like, he's clearly an idiot. And I just, you know, until they get a dedicated safety team. That's for, what they From need. race to race. But, yeah. okay. But, you know, yeah, what's going to happen with that? So, I, I, I don't know. I, look, I'm all for taking Dungey's win away. Cool. Right on. He did break the law. He broke the rules. ain't going to change anything. We, he, we all know that. But. Now you better be prepared to really deal with it with everybody. Yes, absolutely. So big controversy anyway. So so Anderson wins, Muskan gets second, Dungey gets third. That's probably that's probably a hundred thousand dollar mistake. This is what Dungey. I want to know. Yes. This is be so good. obviously what? all the you know the money is the money and and that's all taken care of through the teams and stuff. But did the Baker boys all three bring their trophies today to practice and? Trade them or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how do they do that? Because that really everybody yeah. was pretty right. much done. Yeah, yeah. done no, you know? it was done. Yeah, I don't no, know. that would have been great. <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like like I said, like Dungey's move didn't affect the race one little bit. Dungey would have won that race no matter yeah, what. Absolutely, but rules so, are rules. Yeah, yeah. But Anderson, if I'm Anderson, I'm like, hey, dude, you just. Deserve- <laughs> Well, he, did you see? Oh, you didn't see his post because you can't follow him. <laughs> he actually, yeah, I'm blocked. He, he did write something today, right. and it said something along the lines of, "I guess I got the win, not how I want it." Yeah, yada yada. Yeah, yada. yeah. So absolutely. I mean, he he no. he manned up about it himself, but 
I'm pretty sure he likes that extra hundred grand. He probably just made. That's probably about hundred grand. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, but what about that? I was going to bring that up. Who gets? I mean, is does KTM say, "Hey, Dungy, sorry about the bonus money that you know the hundred grand we're going to give you. We're going to only give you." a bonus for second even though he clearly like you said it didn't affect no, the race they, no they won't pay him they won't pay him but he'll pay I mean, him for third that's lame yeah but i mean they can't i mean no they it's t- all the same yeah. money anyway, so. well yeah, no, they'll, they'll, yeah. They'll, they'll, but i mean they'll pay him uh that's another thing interesting about the whole thing that i thought of too like like rockstar husky husky's owned by ktm no they're not okay sorry <laughs> owned by stefan pierre who owns 51 percent of ktm I apologize. Well, it's a parent company that owns two companies. Yeah, okay. All right. Oh, thanks. It's like it's thanks. like it's like like Chevy and Buick. They're all owned by General Motors. I think Buick. I think Buick. I, I don't know if Buick's even around anymore. Well, whatever. Right? I'm yeah. just saying. They're right. like like Okay. Thank, thank you. Well, get okay. it right. All right. So they're all You, the you have an issue with saying things that are untrue and then people seem to fucking believe it all the time. So um, I need to straighten that out. Yeah. No, you're definitely one to straighten everything out. You don't have any conflicts at <laughs> you're all right. with, with anybody. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Keep keg. saying that. Powder, Keep, people will believe keg. it. Donkey powder keg. Um, okay. So, um, <laughs> like, if you're a rock star and you see that, do you protest? Down oh, the, absolutely not. Down the road? Oh, hell no. No, you don't. But if you're KTM and they see that, hell yeah, they will. Guarantee it. KTM would protest Jason Anderson, Absolutely you think? all damn day. I do not think so. Oh, no way. Will. No. Yep. How do you, why do you say that? 51%. <laughs> no, that's a dumb reason. You're, no. Dude, did you work there? I did, not when they were owned by do Husky. You, do you work there? Not yeah. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perhaps. So you think KTM protests Husky? Oh hell yeah! And wh- so why if, wouldn't if, Husky- if 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 Anderson if, was all these points ahead like Dungey could you, is? Could you please give me some reason why instead of just hell yeah? Because give me because some- KTM is always no matter who rides there or whatever. KTM is always going to be literally all jokes aside one percent above Husky. They're never going to give them. Because you're right, they all use the same equipment. It's not the same motorcycle. They're two different motorcycles, but they're all using the same power plant, the same suspension people, you know, all the same yeah. resources. Yeah. But to do that, they're not they're not on even playing fields. They're they're not. They're KTM is always one percent above Husky no matter what. Like talking to a, a certain two fifty rider on the Husky team before the season started, I asked him how he likes the new bike and he said, Dude, it's not even fair that I had to ride that bike last year against their new bike like well yeah and, that, but and that's, that's a that's that a whole different thing purpose yeah, right that's but a, what yeah. i'm saying is i said dude that we we then further talked i said that's that's the way it is man you know it. and he's like yeah it's you know you got to deal with it they're never going to give a competitor anything more than what they're getting like i know that when team b okay, comes I, up with something it's got to get run through ktm before it can go on team b's bike I get that, but I don't think in the term of protest that they would do that. I don't think they'd open that can of worms, you know, when it comes to a protest because that's a lot of money on the line. Husky's going to turn around and do it also, you know. I, I don't know. It's an it's an interesting potential um, deal that, down the road. Uh, Two fifty class, Mookie wins. So Kenny Taco Bell, big whoops. I guess that helped him a ton, right? Yeah, speaking I think, of whoops, that's why he won. Yeah, well, I think uh, no doubt he was good. Man, he's good every week. I think there's no doubt about that. If that was him being sick and it kind of all clicking. I'd be scared of him being healthy, dude. But everyone in he this class, yeah, altogether. everyone in this class is just kind of giving it away a little bit. Yeah, well, I not, mean, it's a, not really. It's a big I mean, mix-up. Mookie's been, I think, I mean, just from kind of a, a stand back point of view, he's been the only consistent ish one all throughout the the races. Like, well, he did crash in uh, Atlanta, but I mean, 
because of what you mentioned earlier, how the flagger waved the, waved him to the wrong side, but he still got up and killed it. Yeah, but I think your key word is there's ish, because there was the Toronto thing. Where what, what had happened to him at Toronto? He fell in the first turn and came from, he was dead, dead last. He had to pull the mechanics area twice. Yeah, but still came in the half jersey. Sixth. Yeah. And what had, and, I guess. And who got sixth this weekend? Uh, Martin? Martin? No, he got fifth behind Bowers. Results right in front of me. Audet. Again, Audet. Audet. So, um, yeah, it's, and so. We know we thought Martin looked pretty good. We thought he had it. Then he can't go to Toronto. Then we're like, oh, man. Uh, then we go to Daytona, I mean, and J-Mart kills it. Rode great. I think, I think everybody knows. Everyone knew who both classes were going to win Daytona. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I think you're right. It and wasn't you, a surprise. I mean, right? yeah. it is what it is. Yeah, it wasn't a surprise. And then we had, uh, you know, then Justin Hill has probably been the best guy. Charged from the back in Atlanta. And then, yeah. boom, he's uh, out. Hit charged from the back in, in Daytona. Then, Hit his then, head, yeah. didn't race. Then he doesn't race. Yep. And J-Mark kind of has the red plate and kind of falls apart. A couple crashes. It's almost now, like it's even, though. No, and, like, if you're Mook, if you're Davalos, I mean, you're like, man, so J-Mark had an issue, and Hill had an issue. Well, you're saying, and I just you're saying need, there's a chance. Yeah, I'm just, if <laughs> yeah. you're Martin, you're like, I just need Mookie to implode, implode and I'm back in this. But, Something was and, up with, with uh, J-Mark's bike at it. At uh, Detroit, or and uh, they had a setup off, or it looked like they had like forty pounds of air in his front tire. That <laughs> he dude, did, he lost front end, yeah. That, yeah. but like if you watch, I mean, we watched the race again this morning. They show like multiple corners after, like his his steering must have been just bent up or something. From what I understand, yeah, he pulled in with a steering issue. Yeah, yeah. and but like man, he couldn't get around a turn. Yeah, I don't know. Like normal, like a lot. Like he was sliding out or stepping out on him, and like, and he's got spring forks, I believe. Did you, see the, the did you see the video he posted today? He's no. like, had a bad weekend. No better way to fix it by pounding laps. He didn't touch one landing on the – he showed like three three sections, and he didn't touch one landing, and he took – like he turned twice in every turn. Like he did. Oh, you were saying that the Instagram video – Yeah, Instagram? from today. Yeah, you're like – you weren't horrible. Pumped. You weren't like stoked no, on it. No, don't even post that. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Nothing like, yeah. you know, terrible race. Let me pick up where I left off. And then <laughs> exactly. he, he posted a photo of him. Yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> uh, dark side, you there? You wonder what about James Stewart? Yeah, um, I, I haven't heard any updates. Uh, do you think he comes back at least – do you think he runs all the nationals? And if so, how does he do? Uh, do you think he – uh, top five, top ten. Dude, I don't know. It's not going well right now. No, um, it's kind of scary. I heard he tried to ride this week, and he was still really, really sore. I've said okay. it. I've said it a hundred times. Uh, just stay away till outdoors. Uh, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I would do if I was Mike Webb and the Yosh guys. I would stay away till outdoors. And James needs to get in better shape and mm-hmm. needs to get his head right um, as far as taking the the knocks to the head and just come out at Hangtown and. Um, Lay it down. Having said that, I still don't think he wins the outdoors or anything by that. I mean, I think he's a top three or four guy outdoors, you know. Um, but that's he's got to get in better shape right now because he's not in the shape that we're used to seeing him in. True. So um, I got one more thing, if you got a second. Sure. Listening to show 201 today, and um, you asked Christian Craig, you guys were talking about him, and he was joking about running the Nationals on a 500. Mm-hmm. Or two, I don't even remember, 144 or something like that. There's yeah. a bunch of talk. Anyway. You asked if they thought Craig Decker could come back and do well. And I'm telling you, 100%, yes, the dude hauls balls. Yeah, he's a good rider for sure. I'm fortunate to be in Texas where guys like Billy Whitley and and DeMuth even with one leg still show up. And Decker, I see him all the time. And Vallejo and those guys rip. 
Do you know Decker at all? I do. Um, he uh, he battles with my buddies uh, all the time in the plus well, 40 him, class. Ask him why he hasn't returned three or four texts in a row asking him to do a podcast yeah. with me. Okay. I, I, I do it, man. Uh, I, I, you, you need to do some interviews with some of these guys like Vallejo and – Man, they're just they're interesting. Yeah, I they got, got a lot of good stories. I've really been dropping the ball. You're right. I got to get on the Vallejo <laughs> Billy Whitley program. Absolutely. Well, there's probably a lot of people that don't want to hear from those guys, but it's they have a lot of good stories. I hear you. I know all those guys, so I'm joking because I know them all. So yeah, uh, yeah. Well, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling, cool, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. See Dave, what's going on? You got a question about Jeremy Martin? Yeah. First of all, you're talking about you know uh, Roxon maybe going to Honda, right? Okay. If if he does. How much a percentage from one to hundred do you think J Mart ends up on RCH with the Ricky? Uh, yeah, I've heard that's I've heard that's done. I heard that's going. Yeah, I yeah. just figured since I've he's seen, got the Ricky connection. You yeah, know? I've seen J Mart uh, be talking to RCH guys too after the races. Now that could be just hey, we're all buddies in the pits, but I've seen it so. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. What I, that's what I was thinking. If Rock right. has gone, that's a good place for him. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Anything else? Yeah. No, that's, uh, it. that's thanks, all. man. Uh, yeah, coming up with Shane McElroy from TLD KTM coming up uh, shortly here. And uh, Nate's got a question. Nate, what's going on? Welcome to the show. What's happening? Hey, what's going on? What's up? Hey, uh, I, I thought you'd be a little bit more stoked about the whoop section at Detroit from last week. Well, um, I wasn't there, so it's hard for me to say. But Donk, did they leave them pretty big for the night oh yeah, show? Yeah, they were they were super challenging. Yeah, they looked like. They, but were they bigger, much bigger in practice, or? No, they didn't break down at all. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I don't think they no, got. They just got chewed and up. And they didn't like, roll them. No, no. Okay. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. And, uh, that's awesome. I remember. I remember last year sitting my my, my wife and I we were watching Supercross, and she she said uh, she said, "How do you think you would do in that in in this race?" And I said, I just kind of giggled and said, "Honey, you don't even realize what this kind of track is about." But with that being said, I don't try to race a uh, a track like that. And I think anybody that uh, in a main event that goes around the whoop section has to dress like a clown in the next race. <laughs> and I'm, kinda... done with, I'm done with that. If you can touch on that a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, man. Thanks for your call. Uh, yeah, Jeff Alessi, Kyle White. These guys were three laps down in the main, and we were uh, Swiss Core. My guy was there tweeting for me. He showed a video of Jeff just idling behind beside the whoops. Now I guess some of Jeff's fans were on um, my Twitter saying his seat was broken or whatever, but pull it in. Pull it in. You're three laps down. You're riding beside the whoops. If you can't do, is he getting lapped? He just yeah. cruised. The video I saw that you posted. He there was Swiss nobody. Court, Swiss court oh, yeah. yeah, there was yeah. nobody. Nothing. He no. just pulled off again. Like if you and then can't, he stopped at the end and kind of waited. Like, like good job to get in the main event. That's awesome. You know what I mean. But if you can't do 19 hard laps and ride around the whoops, like how is that even allowed? Like you're cutting the track. Well, you could double through them in the main. No, exactly. Just just yeah. If, if you're tired and you're worked. Just jump through them on the left-hand side or whatever side. Nobody's going on, and jump through them and do twenty. La- like, how is the how are the AMA not even like okay black flag? Like, bro, you have no interest in riding on the track. I don't get that. Well, they I were- think he does it one time. They're like, oh well, maybe something happened. It probably doesn't catch anyone's yeah, but eyes. They, they need to, not to because- mention, but they're not watching him. Well, whatever. They need to have you enough know. eyes on them. Um, they don't and, have enough eyes and to same thing, like either. Same thing Kyle White. Like Again, I don't know Kyle at all. Congrats on his first ever main event. I heard he was also doing that, too. He was three laps down. Like, pull it in, bro. I mean, I hate to be a dick, but you're not yeah, racing the track. I yeah, don't say I mean, you pull, made, it in. He pull it in. He made the main fair and square. I mean, Yeah, but then you can't race the main. So, pull so, it in. So, what, make the main and then you just don't go to the line? If you can't go through the whoops, yes. Well, if you how, cannot ride the, the track. Dude, the dude's never done a main event. How do you know he can't do it? He didn't know he couldn't do it. 
if you if you cannot ride the track without leaving the track surface, you then cannot ride the main event. You are now disqualified. That is my. I, I will, I will say. I will say that there is a big, long, giant straightaway. Uh, you know, the other side of the track that you could you know roll down and really, really cool yourself Rest down. Up, right. You know. No, <laughs> yeah, listen, I will say I that. Don't, I don't want to be a dick, and maybe people are like, "Mathis, you're a dick," and I've certainly heard that. Duh. Um, Could be a dick. That guy there. But like. <laughs> Again, like there's a there's a track, and we go inside the barriers, and then we race. And if you don't go outside the barriers, you're cutting the track. You're cutting the track. You yeah. can't ride anymore. I don't, I don't know. It's a pet peeve of mine. Jason Thomas is on board with me also. So uh, it's just something that I just think that you know. So I mean, you're right. You're many, right. I mean, how many you times? are cutting the track. How many times did he do it though? Apparently three or four. See, I think you do it one time. Just look down at your peg or something, you know, and be like, Fuck, kick, what's wrong with kick me? Kick your brake pedal. You know? yeah, 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 no right, big deal. Right. But, yeah, if he did it three, four times, that's pretty weak. Because, I mean, what, he only had to do 16 laps probably. So three or four. So he went through them 10 times or yeah, 12 times. Again, like, if you, leave the, if, you no, leave the, ride if you leave the track surface <laughs> to cut the track, you're done. You've now cut the track. Like, like if Ryan Dungey just went yeah, around the, the whoops. There's a penalty for that. He gets fine, docked, disqualified. Yeah. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. Our warehouse is stocked with huge inventory of genuine KTM parts. Full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. Pulpamex16 is the code at KTMPartsExpress.com. Kenny Taco Bell, you ride a Yamaha. And Honda. Oh, do you ride a KTM? Nope. If you need to. KTMPartsExpress.com. Had like 19 of them in my garage at one time this year. Uh, the experienced staff at KTM Parts Express will process your order with speed and accuracy. A lot of you jerkies have KTMs. Please go to KTMPartsExpress.com and uh, use the code PULPMEX16 and save yourself money. Um, you do use FMF, though. I do. Long FMF time. Racing, yeah. Uh, those guys have supported the sport forever. Big part of our show now, I think for, God, four years now. Four or five years. I don't know who show, to call so. over there, though. What are you talking about? Every Junior. Every, well, of course. Well, called. North, he left, and then we and got then our was, guy Nick, then and then he Nick, left. Now he's over at Militia. Nick Avenue? Yeah. He left? He's Militia guy now. Are you Militia? He's my dude. Are you Militia? I'm Militia, bro. Got jumped in and everything. I'm not. I'm, I, I'm honorary. Can we have Militia weekend. in the house? Like, are you going to set my house on fire? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> no, they're, 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 they're getting a little lighter because I got an honorary hat. I didn't have to get a tattoo, go party with anybody, or do anything crazy. So, I mean, um, they're getting a little lighter. You know what I'm So, saying? is Deegan still Militia leader? No. <sighs> you know? What's going on? Like, and then, so, uh, Link Woggle <clears throat> is still there? They're, they're What's both 50 50. Okay. La Jolla Group owns them, yeah. who owns everything. They yeah. own FMF clothes, yeah. O'Neill, Quicksilver, everything. So it's like there's two parts of Militia. There's the clothing side, and then there's like the freestyle kind of side. So Do you get paid money by Metal Militia? I used to, and okay. I got clipped. So now so I'm, I'm just clothing. Who's like the guy that... Clothing and male model. I get paid to model. Oh, that's nice. Get me on that program. Mm-hmm. We'll do like a Husky, Husky yeah. modeling. Um, Plus size models. Who who pays you? Like, or who decides? Is there a metal militia La team Jolla manager? Group. It come, My oh. checks come from La Jolla Group. Okay, so there's a guy that says, "Hey, we want these dudes who run a militia. They're on our team, mm-hmm. and we're going to write checks to these guys. These guys get paid. These guys get freebies. Like whatever. That's yep. how it works. Yep. And Deegan's just like out of it, like to collecting. Well, I haven't seen Deegan in in years. Are you buddies with him, or did things go weird? Um, it's yeah, kind of. I think things got got weird because Vicky is really close with Link Ogle. Okay, and now I'm just 
think I'm just guilty by association. I've had a lot of people tell me that I should do a podcast with Link Loggle. Yeah, he probably wouldn't do it, but you should. Oh, it'd be sweet. Okay, because I don't. I know Larry like from back in the day when I was a a mechanic, and he yeah. was on. It was in a Triple X Jump Team or something. Yeah, yeah. What was going on then? Larry, this well, is well. He was like one of the first nineties, late nineties. Yeah, yeah. He seemed like a nice guy, but he's a little. He always stripped down to his underwear. He's, he's, Why did he strip down to his underwear I, whenever I, I saw? I don't him? really remember any of that. Okay, he was. He's kind of. He's always been a little bit. Uh, a little bit out there and all. Yeah, but uh, so him and he's Deegan's, a good dude. Yeah, he's a good so dude. him and Deegan still enemies though. Oh man, like yeah. when we do photo shoots, you've never seen them. I've never seen them in in the same room. I think it would Isn't down. that crazy? They start this multi-million dollar. They, they were best line, friends, best yeah. friends in the world. And Watson's kind of told Watson's, you know, filled me in a yeah, little bit here yeah. and there. But yeah, crazy. Yeah. So and then and I mean, and then it comes down to uh, I think even part of the team is like that. Like it's half Deegan, half yeah, yeah. Link. Like, huh? Um, RoostMX, RoostMX.net. Uh, use the code Pulp Nation to save yourself twenty percent. You need custom graphics for anything. Uh, RoostMX.net. Big part of the Cycle Trader team with. Uh, uh, um, Colt Nichols and Benny well, Bloss, and now Tommy Bloss on. is out, and Reslin is back in, I think, for the next East Coast. So we'll see Luke uh, back and Tommy Hahn also. Where was he? He's hurt? Tommy? I don't know. He, this weekend? he took, did you see in Toronto, he pulled over, he took one, he was like holding his chest or something? Nah, I didn't. You're probably hanging out with your people up there. Uh, <laughs> my people? He like, he like took one, he pulled into the mechanics area, and uh, I noticed because I had him on my fantasy team. Oh, okay, yeah. Me. Kenny's big on the fantasy league stuff. Okay, enough of this. We got our guests on the line, so I'd love to well, talk, talk about Tommy Hahn and everything else. But we got to go. Then why'd you ask about him? I don't know. Roost MX has a quick forty-eight hour turnaround. <laughs> T-shirts, uh, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. Roostmx.net. Please check him out for anything you need. And there's a whole Pulp Nation section, like I said, on the website. Welcoming our next guest. He is uh, fresh off a podium in uh, Detroit, and uh, big things for, expected from this guy this year. TLD KTM Shane McElrath. What's up, Shane? How are you? How's it going? Good. Thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for the invite. If you need anything from Metal Militia, Kenny Taco Bell is in studio. He's a freestyle legend. And if you need militia right. clothing, he can maybe hook you up. I got you. All right. All right. We'll talk. <laughs> hey, uh, nice ride in Detroit. Like, I was... Uh, You've been really good this year, but you had a flat tire at a round. You crashed at um, Atlanta. It's been a like, and then you came into the season less than 100%. So for you to get the podium in Detroit, you, I imagine your first reaction, Shane, was like, okay, finally, finally. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, with five laps to go, I felt really good. And I was just thinking to myself, don't do something stupid. <laughs> like, I, I just want to finish this race. And wherever I finish, I'm good. I just want to finish the race. Right. And so I was pumped to finish. And and third, like, we'll take third. That's Mm -hmm. way better than where we've been. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I feel really good. And just to finally finish a race, I was pumped. Fourth career podium for you. Uh, And if you've got a question for Shane McElrath, brought to you by RoostMX.net, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. And uh, Kenny Taco Bell and the Donk is in studio. And people don't even realize, like, Shane, when – Okay, so like I said, you crash, you had a flat. Like, that's all bad enough. But here it comes. You come into the season. We all kind of thought you just had a broken wrist and we weren't exactly sure. But when I talked to Tyler Keefe, like, your injury was pretty serious. Like, you – it's pretty amazing that you're even out there. Yeah, I, I still uh, – I've still been doing therapy every day on it. And I started therapy um, about January 12th. Oh, and- wow. Uh, yeah, I have about half of my movement in my wrist that I did have, and I have about 
uh, I have a little over half of my strength back. Oh wow! So Jeez, it, it was it was a lot better than we originally thought. It was we had a good doctor. We went with uh, Gregory Rafija no. out of Orange County, okay. and uh, he's a hand specialist. But yeah, I, I pretty much I tore everything in my wrist and dislocated it and broke it, and so there there wasn't much more that that I could do to it, and so. Geez, so uh, yeah, so it's not so much the breaking; it's the dislocation stretches every ligament, every muscle, everything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there was a lot of little bones in my joint that were out of place on top of other bones. Okay. Some of them were broke, and so it was it was kind of like a reconstructive surgery, if you will. Gee whiz, yeah, that's yeah. gnarly. So were you yeah. were you like coming into the first race of the East Coast? How many times you've been on the bike? Um, well, we wasn't, uh, we were originally after I got hurt, we were planning on getting on the bike about mid-March. And that was, that was like a safe time frame on what we got from a couple different doctors. And, uh, and so I was in the cast for 10 weeks and then we started on therapy and, uh, started on mountain biking and I, I didn't, I rode the mountain bike on the road just for, uh-huh. for a little bit of suspension and right and then i i hit the trails like uh probably a week after i got my pins out mm-hmm. that so that was about 11 weeks out and it i just didn't have much strength and just the little vibrations like I, I didn't do any downhill but just the little vibrations was pretty rough on it so i, I gave that up for another week and then uh each week or each day after that i just kind of would push it and test it a little farther and uh went back to the doctor and uh i went back i i went back about two and a half weeks before atlanta and he gave me the okay to start riding the turn track Mm -hmm. and he said definitely no jumping but i i'd already kind of started jumping the mountain bikes (laughs) i think that's how it always works right yeah yeah really it was about a a week before Atlanta, we just decided to race. I, I got about two weeks on Supercross before that, and we just went and raced. So we've Jeez. still been building each week. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the whole time I was off, we were just just building a big base with my fitness, and uh, I'm actually way better off now than I was before I got hurt fitness-wise. So <laughs> now it's just, That's a good just thing. My, um, on the bike we're working on. So, yeah, so when you see big whoops like you had in Toronto or uh, this weekend in Detroit, you're like, oh, no. Oh, great. Um, no, I, the whoops are, are one of my strong points. And okay. It's like the, the wall jump in Toronto. Yeah. That, that one was definitely rough on my wrist. Right, and right. Just, like I've been wearing a, a brace from Wrist Brace Guy, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to where I've adjusted it as far out as it can go. Yeah, yeah. But. I still I can't make my wrist touch the stock. Jeez. So wow. Is, uh, is this something that's going to get better? Is it? Yeah. Good? Are you going to get uh, more movement? Over time, yeah. Okay. It's, it's still like I still have a lot of scar tissue in there. Yep. Yep. And we're still working on breaking that up. But right. right. Yeah. Just like especially at Daytona with the wall jumps and and Toronto, mm-hmm. like those those are really tough. But I just I'll, a lot of times I'll save myself and practice and the qualifier and then right just 
just go for it in the main. So <laughs> it's good to know for fantasy supercross purposes, McElrath. I, really I did have him this That's weekend, really and he know. killed it for me. I had him last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. How about so the whoops this weekend? I didn't think that they were that big, but they were difficult, right? Yeah, they they why the second were pretty small. Yeah, that's what I mean. When when we saw the track, I mean, they didn't look like they were going to be that hard. I actually said, because I said to Vicky, I go, oh, you're pumped. These ones are your kind of whoops, you know? And then I watched people go through them, and they looked. The last four whoops, for some reason, everybody ended up basically on their front fender somehow, and they looked hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing, is on track walk, they, like, I was pumped. I was like, dang, these are... These are pretty small. These are like milestone ones. Mm-hmm. But then, like the first set, uh, it was just kind of an awkward section because you didn't really have a very good run at the first set. And the first set were pretty big, about probably about the same size as the last weekend, but they were spread farther apart and more rounded, so you could you could hit them fast. Okay, but yep. you couldn't you couldn't get up speed out of the corner, and so it was like. I would try outside in third gear, outside in fourth gear, and I needed fourth gear to get through the second set, though. So it was all about trying to to figure out a way to get fourth gear before the second set, regardless of how I hit the first set. Did you? So were you jumping through them? It, it was. Yeah, it's like I would skim one lap, I would jump <laughs> the next lap, and then like I I was going triple triple in the main up until like lap seven or eight. And I, then I, I screwed it up, and I, I wasn't able to get through the second set good. So then I was like, well, I'll just double-double, and that way I know I can hit it consistent, and then mm-hmm. I can drive into the second set good. Huh, interesting. So, yeah, I was saying that from from watching, it looked like, at least in the main, it looked like it was still faster to hammer the first set than to triple-triple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when they were triple-tripling, they were – Getting that downside of that last one, which made the second which set which was, was longer, drive for the next set faster. Right. So it was like lose yeah. a little time, but gain a lot more. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like you could you could skim the first set in third if you hit the corner good, but then you would have to figure out how to shift up to fourth before you got into the second set. And so then it's like if you try to hit the first set in fourth, it was really tough to get on top because your bike was lugging so much. Well, whatever you did, I like it. Um, I can't pick you next week. Well, well, there is no next week, but the in next, my league, I can't yeah. pick you in three weeks. Um, so basically, until Vegas, you can do whatever you want. But thank you, thank you for this. Right, thank you. Uh, <laughs> hey Shane, too. Like you threw away uh, probably a podium, guaranteed a top five in Toronto. You and uh, Justin were gone, um, and so did. And then we have we have now have flat flat tire gate to talk about in our sport. Did you ever see what happened to your tire? What what went on? Uh, no, actually Dunlop came in and uh, got my wheel afterwards and, and inspected it, and I never really heard right. anything after that. But, yep. I mean, I, I didn't really I, – I couldn't blame it on anything just because of how rocky the truck was. And, right. Uh, I mean, just like this weekend, it wasn't just Dunlop that got flat. So, no, absolutely. Yeah, Pirelli uh, got one, yep. And it's, I mean, that's just one of those things where, I mean, our team doesn't cut any corners and and they do all they can to have Mm -hmm. everything 
hundred percent. So it's like for us and Geico to get a flat, it's it's not from lack of yeah. responsibility or lack of effort. It's just one of those freak things. And same with this weekend with the other two teams. So um, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy, man. I've been around a long time. I don't know if I've ever seen four flats in two weeks in a Supercross track, right, Donk? I mean. Yeah, I haven't, I've, <laughs> I haven't been around a flat tire in Supercross ever in my, I, in my I, own day. I had a couple, but, yeah, that's about it. I never, had, I never had any, any with my riders, but I've seen them, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I'm sure TLD will just write you, like, a check for the podium, do you think, Shane? <laughs> uh, they, were, they were definitely bummed for me. Yeah. Like, I mean, Hill won and Frog got fourth. and mm-hmm. uh, That makes I mean, it extra that, bitter. It, it was just kind of out of – out of my control and out right. of their control. And yeah, for sure. They, they just felt bad. Um, we have a voicemail we're going to play later on the show. How do you pronounce yep. your last name? McElrath. Okay. Because that's what we say, McElrath. But I've heard McElrath. McElrath, yeah. That's, that's the, the one I run. Yeah. Yeah, but I but I don't I, mean, I don't feel bad about it because my last name's a real doozy and a lot right, of people don't know right. how to pronounce it, so I'm not I don't feel bad about mispronouncing it. Yeah, me yeah. too. I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, uh, people say both about the same amount, so mm-hmm. I've gotten to where I answer to both. It's not <laughs> not really a big deal. Yeah. Um, hey, it's been a crazy class. I'm sure you've been paying attention. Like Justin, obviously out this weekend with a after a practice crash, and uh, Mookie's had some bad luck. Jeremy's had bad luck. Martin didn't even go to Toronto. Like outside, yeah. like and then you're even you up and down. So podium for you and a couple of uh, DNFs or what you know way back. Anyways, it's been a nuts yeah. class for us guys to talk about. Like it's insane. You don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah, it's that's what me and my mechanic were talking about today. It's like. Uh, I was in 19th in points before this weekend, <laughs> right? And I moved up to 11th, but I'm only 45 down from third <laughs> yeah, right. with five rounds left. And everybody's had one bad race, yep. and I I've just had pretty much three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, we can we still got uh, some ground to make up, but lots I mean, of racing left. Is, is reachable right now. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, how how uh, how much better is your bike this year than last year? Um, it's we we pretty much had what Factory KTM had last year, right? But uh, I I've, we've just kind of got everything a little more dialed in. Mm-hmm. Like I guess consistency wise, just we we learned last year, and uh, especially with suspension and motor. I mean, each guy likes a little something a little different. And so it just gave us this year we've had more time on what we each like and uh, we've tried different stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's just, I guess, more of a comfort thing. But Mm -hmm. uh, I guess the the confidence comes with being comfortable. So uh, just kind of all around a big picture, it it feels good. Right. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, tell me about your – your M3, your BMW M3 eater that you have. I've been told to ask you about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Cole loves it. I I don't know. Well, I, I'm going about Cole Sealy. Yeah, Sealy bought an M3, yeah. right? Beamer. Yeah. Yep. Well, Cole's a, a big BMW guy, and uh, he's had a few M3s, and I just give him a hard time all, all the time about it. And, uh, like, I've, just, I've got a little Kia Forte. And <laughs> That's awesome. That, Hell, yeah. I like that. But, I like I mean, that. It's yeah, a little 1.6, and I just give cold crap all the time. I call it the M3 eater. 
And he, he gets all sore up about it. <laughs> I like it. You're, you're, hey, you're, you're saving your money. Kia, yeah. you know, I like that. It's a Shane, good move. Shane, where are you from? I'm from North Carolina. Uh, that makes sense. Why? He's just, uh, he's a normal kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's a normal kid. What the? Well, I mean, no, I don't mean that in any disrespect right. to you, big California guy over here. Right. But you know what I mean? Like, he's just got his head on straight. He's, you know, he doesn't really care about some things. He's well-spoken. I mean, you can't tell East kids, East Coast kids from West Coast kids. No, oh, geez, listen to you. What? Hey, pe- people think it's like a, is it, they're like, dude, is that a Subaru? They're like a full focus. I'm like, yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah, it's a Kia. It gets me to the track just like Cole's BMW M3. Gets me to the track the same way. You know, I like it. It's a good move. Um, thanks for uh, thanks for coming on tonight, Shane. I really appreciate the time. Congrats on Detroit. That was great. Um, thank you. And uh, yeah, good luck with you. You got a weekend. You got two weeks off, so that's nice. Uh, And uh, three, three. Why he doesn't race. Three weeks, but two weekends. Two weekends. Yeah. Uh, uh, Sorry. Thanks, Doc. Sorry. Two week. Two weekends off, and uh, and then you'll be back. I think at Indianapolis. So, awesome. Uh, Thank Thank you for coming on. Great job in Detroit, man. Hey, thanks, guys. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. See ya. See you, man. Shane McElrath of the uh, TLD KTM team, RoostMX.net, bringing you uh, Shane McElrath. I. I wrote a couple things last year. Like this kid went. uh, I think he went three weeks in a row, getting second. Three weeks in a row in the West. Last year, I yeah. like that kid. Yeah, and, he's cool. uh, good kid. Yeah, and I, th- I really think he's a better outdoor rider. <laughs> well, my buddy was helping him, Andy, who's his mechanic, year. was helping out with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because he brought him up uh, through him the M deal, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, all right, Kenny Taco Bell and Donk in studio. Uh, we'll take our first commercial break here. Come back with Jason Thomas, uh, Josh Hill still coming up, and uh, Dave Osterman also. Lots to talk about. Lots to get into. Lots of segments. I'm gonna give some shit away. We gotta decide who we're gonna cold call. There's a ton of stuff to really be going on. Yeah, you like that? You hey, do. All right. Hey, real quick. Yep, yeah, sure. I just I know I'm not supposed to look at my phone, but yeah, we just no. we're you just still, going to it. But you're gonna phone. like this. Chris Ackerman just wrote me on Twitter. You know Chris Ackerman, yeah? Uh, he goes, I bet I could get Larry hey, to do the show. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Oh uh, yeah. You think Ackerman could get Linkloggle? He says he can get Linkloggle to do the show. That'd be good. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I don't really want Linkloggle to do this show. Because, no, it's a podcast. Thing. Yeah, because like, Link, yeah. this is a 15-minute segment, and I feel like Linkloggle would uh, need an yeah. hour <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> to talk about this. Absolutely. So we'll get, it, we'll get into that and more. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. 
From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. Next show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX when Placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people.
Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version of the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, uh, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, key for reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Bolt-on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within works connection is proud to be a sponsor of pulp mx because just like you they're passionate and dedicated to the sport for over 23 years now they've been producing innovative products like their pro launch start device and the 123 easy build elite perch line just take a look around the ama pro pits and you'll see works connections proving ground for products under the canopies of yoshimura suzuki rch racing star racing and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and FASCO products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Bruce MX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Intonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 Performance Kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. 
Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brittany Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there, check them out, guys. everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Kenny Taco Bell is in. I don't know anything about Kenny Taco Bell other than I met, I saw a man in Switzerland do things that other men cannot. <laughs> That's um, Switzerland was fun, man. That was my second year in a row there. Kenny had an American Eagle on his jersey. He had smoked darts. He drank a lot and he did tricks that were out of the, out of out of my out of mind. It was nuts. Um, have you done anything since? What, 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 you, what else do you have on your plan? Anything coming up? Or uh, I rode that show. That was actually my first show back after. Uh, yeah, you broke your leg. Broke my femur yeah. real bad last year in Toronto, January. Damn. And then that was my first show back. I rode that, and I wasn't even gonna go. And Vicky goes to it. I think that was like her seventh year in a row yeah. or something. And I wasn't gonna go. And I, I think thought- she pulled the she pulled the card on me of like, well, you're broke, and they're gonna pay you a lot of money. How are you gonna not go? You were good, though. I thought you, your tricks were good. Yeah, right? yeah. I went, uh, I think I did some flips like the week before. Yeah. <laughs> Been a year. I hadn't flipped in a year. Really? And, uh, oh, wow. So I did some flips and then went there and, yeah, got okay. it done. And now I, uh, I'm i just helping Vicky for Supercross. Yeah. So I told her last year I was hurt all year when yeah. she was trying to do everything. So she was taking care of me. So I made a deal with her. I told her I'd take the whole winter off and... Uh, and do that. And then it kind of works out good because I've been announcing a little bit in the Monster Freestyle Tour. Oh, okay. We did a show in Phoenix Supercross. Okay. And then we're going to do one again in Gillette so are you, are and you, Jersey. Are I'm you just e- announcing those. Are you easing into retirement as far as the, the, the tricks? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just nobody's paying anything anymore, man. It's like 
these really? young yeah. kids are doing it for like 500 bucks. I'm used to making 2,500 bucks a day. Yeah, yeah. So I just Damn. rather rather just announce, and I can I can drink beers while I do that. <laughs> it's almost like a plotted, you know. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm just doing that, and then kind of planning on mainly announcing this year. Oh, cool. Um, and just just kind of see whatever. I, I love that jersey you had. I wish you, you need to get me one of those. I'm get American you Eagle. The the it's, it's, strict gear just made me some. When I saw you, gear. I was just like America. Well, that's what I told him. I said, with everything going on, I called Dan from Strict, and I was like, with everything going on, I need some real America, like, fuck yeah gear. <laughs> and he uh, he sent me the picture of it, and it was actually already in the mail. Oh, so man. I had no clue what it was going to be. And uh, I got it, and he's like, what do you, what do you think? And yeah, I Vicky looked Vicky looked at it and told me I looked stupid, but I, I was it. pumped on it. Oh, that's awesome, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so. All right, let's get some phone calls here quickly. Uh, Adam, what's going on? What's happening? What's up, buddy? What's How going on? I'm good. Thanks for calling. Um, so I saw on uh, Rhino's Instagram uh, not too long ago, he posted a video or I think it was a picture or something of uh, AC there with him, and it looks like they're uh, training together now. What uh, Do you know? I saw that. They all, yeah, no, yeah, I talked to Adam about it. It's something that Mitch Payton suggested to him. Mitch is a, a fan of Rhino. And everything that mm-hmm. uh, that he does, um, so he's a fan of Rhino. So Adam's working with um, um, with uh, Rhino to build up strength a little bit, and um, you know try to see where he can get better at. And uh, I don't know if it's going to be a permanent thing or, or not. I think they're just yeah. I think they're just dating right now. They haven't haven't constantly haven't they're, sealed the deal. They haven't sealed the deal. <laughs> you know, but yeah, they haven't got. It. Um, now the thing the thing is though, I mean, we saw Wilson with Rhino for a while and. It didn't seem like that really worked out that well, though. Yeah, I, I'm not a fan. I like Rhino as a person. From guys I've talked to that worked with Rhino, they, they, they're not pumped. They're not super pumped after a while. He's a little bit out mm-hmm. there. Some of his techniques are a little scary for a lot of dudes. Um, again, I like Rhino. I don't know anything about his training program, clearly. But I know I've talked to dudes that are like, eh. But, you know, if you're Adam, you've been hurt so much. Your boss, Mitch Payton, the guy who signs your paychecks, Tells you yeah, to you gotta, uh, you tells you to try this guy out. You better, yeah. So why not? You know, if you were Adam and Adam went, uh, no, nah, I don't think so, Mitch. Like after breaking up with Alden Baker, Mitch would be like, oh really? You don't think so? Oh okay. Yeah, you've you've done six just, races. We'll send you out to the dogs and yeah, he's done six races for now. me in, in two and a half years. So yeah. Yeah, but he's won like sixty five percent of those. Yeah, he's uh he's he's um. Three for five in Supercross. That's a pretty good yeah. percentage. Yeah. I'll take that all day. He's just yeah. got to stay healthy. That's the only problem. No, I know. I know. But, yeah, he has so the talent. It's the, stay you know. tuned, uh, Adam, about the rhino Cincerato thing because, um, you know, as we know in this sport, trainers change quickly. So. Yeah. yeah, it definitely does. Uh, one more thing. Uh, I don't know if you've ever watched the race day live. Uh, with I watched it for the first time. Player. I watched it for the first time this Saturday. Give me your honest like. All right, Jim Holly and Andy are they? They seem like really nice guys, but I mean, it just seems so cheesy, does it not? Well, like they don't. It doesn't seem like they know how to talk. <laughs> well, can I? Can I? I'll chime in on this one here. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, that that whole deal is a failed motorsports deal. And that's the same yeah. people that run Circus and Marvel and Disney yeah. on Ice. And we yeah. did – I was on Nuclear Cowboys with them for three, four years. And mm. they have one rule. You do what we fucking tell you. So Yeah. 
I don't think but, I, I mean, don't think that they have their hands on honestly being able to do anything they want. But yeah. I, I think they're both really both knowledgeable people. Well, here's the thing, Boyer, and I like Boyer. Yeah, he's not a professional announcer. He had, I think, he had zero announcing experience when they gave him the gig. Holly is easy, and he's talking about what he knows. Is Jim Hall? He's been around the sport forever. Boyer is the one driving the car and yep. probably needs to set things up a little better well, because you know that's the, the hard job. You know that right, they moved right. him there. He's in house now. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole he's deal. Down in Tampa. Yeah, big time. But I'm just saying, like. They just basically gave the keys to a program to a guy that has no announcing experience. He's yeah. good at it, but sometimes like Andy needs to not be the analyst. He's not there to be the analyst. He's, he's the Ralph. Throw it to he's, Jim. He's the throw it, throw he's the to, Ralph of it. Yes, of it, throw it know? to Jim. Right, but, let Jim. But and, Steve. Yeah. What? Yes. All right. Let, let's. You just hosted a three and a half hour show covering the Supercross on Saturday. You know how to talk. What are you're not you're not a no. pro announcer. You are a mechanic. No, but that's a different. You do a better well, job. Hey, what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, but Adam, also too, Adam. I have hundreds of hours of hosting and all that kind of stuff. Just like, um, you know, uh, yeah, I like guess. like I what mean, you know. So, but you're just you're just something else, Steve. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I just witnessed you talk to talk to this dude on the phone while sending a text message. I mean, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> That's Donkey experience. You got going too. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, you you guys are in the Hall of Fame of mechanics. No, you know what? It's okay. I don't. Oh, you know what? Confused. One thing I don't like about it. One thing I don't like about it too is, like, stop making it a shill for the sponsors. Like, we don't give a shit about the MMI guys oh, they, and the sponsors. Like, I mean, don't they gotta, like they got to pay for the show. But no, I know. But you know what? Well, you watch Supercross at night. Who do you want to hear? Do you do you like Emig? Yeah. Okay. I think do you, he'd be better. Do you like Ralph? Yep. You do. Yep. I think Ralph is a complete I, something. It's like one of those deals. Something about your face. I mean, <laughs> I just yeah. I can't. Anytime Emig's like telling something real knowledgeable and being like, yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, Jeff, that reminds me of the uh, the uh, Moto Tube Tuesday. You know, fifteen seconds less gives a good chance to save uh, time on your auto insurance. He's like talking about blitz and whoops and doing stuff. It's just I don't know. Right. Those okay. guys. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, and, I, I and I like you know. I think I think that uh, I think that they're telling them what to do, man. And it is what it is. No, that could be that could be absolutely. You could be totally right. Uh, I mean, yeah. if we if we had Weege in there, honestly, that would. Uh, Weege has a yeah. Weege has the experience of throwing it to Jim Holly. Just, when I when I called yeah, some races when I called whoa. some when I called some races with Holly, um, I was the play by play guy for Montreal Supercross, and I asked Wygan uh-huh. for advice. He said, "Whenever you get stuck, throw it to Jim." And I and literally I had to adjust the mixer or my laptop or I had to do something or talk to an upcoming guest and I would ask Jim, Jim, what about that concrete wall? And then he would go on for thirty minutes about a concrete wall while I'm setting everything up, um, you know, in, in the thing. So, yeah, there is there is some of that. Um, you know, that job's hard. Boyer's job, Ralph's job is hard. Uh, the analyst's job is not that much, not as hard. So. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, it, it definitely, yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely a hard job. But uh, I just, I think there's uh, some other people out there that could do it better, maybe. But yeah, no, but you know what? Hey, yeah, they're getting there. So uh, partly too, yeah. I was on the on the elliptical when I was watching Race Day Live. Stop it! So some of my some of my issues could be <laughs> you, that I was coming out in and out of consciousness. You were you were having flashbacks to Manitoba, weren't? Yeah, you? exactly. <laughs> you All were right. just picturing yourself out on that track. Uh, thanks for calling, man. Right, Appreciate Steve. it. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks. Have a good show. Thank you. Later, man. Lance, what's up? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Well, I had a question, a couple, but uh, most of all, you 
if you guys could comment on the different riders this weekend, top three, same trainer, different riders, riding styles. Do you agree or disagree? And then uh, kind of uh, grew up with uh, or my son with Vicky Golden, so shout out to her. Yeah, go VG. Yeah, took her dad to Glen Helen for the first time, kind of got him hooked, I think. Oh. Got her going up there. Nice. I wouldn't take all the credit, but some I'll, of it. I'll right. give it to you. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. good luck with that. Bath. But uh, just kind of curious what you guys thought about that. Well, or I mean. The different I mean, riding styles of the top. I call them the top three guys myself. Yeah. I think they're all three completely different in a way. Are we talking Dungy, Roxon, and yeah. Anderson? Or what are we talking about? No, Dungy, yeah. Musk, yes, and Anderson. Definitely. Oh, top three from this weekend? Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Same trainer, same track. They practice on. They but I, I all think, got a different, different, you know, knack to it. But I think Alden, think? Alden's not much of a. I mean, I know he's a, a well-rounded guy to have in your corner, but I don't think he's much of a technique, you know, r- riding style type of coach. I think he's just there to tell you to work hard, and this is what you need to do to with your body and with your training program. And and I think actually that might be more solid evidence of, of anything having three guys with three different completely different riding styles still proving his his uh whatever you want to call it program you know with three different styles of riding and three different completely different dudes you know what i mean one guy's the happiest guy in the world to even ride a dirt bike other one's cool calm and collected and then there's anderson who's just a a normal kid just happy to be on a dirt bike having fun all the time i mean i mean i think that's just a, a a proven part of alden's deal that's just you know you got three totally different things and it works for all of them yeah, that was that was my take on it too. So I kind of agree with you totally on that. So yeah, I don't think that's Alden's specialty is teaching them how to turn. You know, because they all turn different, they all jump different, and their aggressiveness is totally different in in my opinion. And you think the same deal? Yeah, I agree with it. Yeah, awesome. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. Show's awesome. And by the way, the. The party show, I thought it was really good listening listening to it after the race. So, oh, the Saturday night show, yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We've gotten some yeah. really good, really good feedback on that. Maybe we'll do yeah, it. Again. Yeah, yeah. I listened to it today, and it was just good because I cool. knew what was going to happen. And your guys' take was always fun to like know what was going on. So awesome. Thanks, man. Kudos appreciate it. All right, great show. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, John, what's going on? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. What's happening? John. Hello. Hey, John. You're on the air. Hey, um, you know, I, uh, I, gi- I give you a lot of shit when I call in or emails or voicemails or whatever, but the honest truth is you do a great job. Thank you. And, uh, you know, I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to give you grief, I should probably also tell you how, how, what a great job you do. No, oh, yeah, no, I'll take, I'll take either one. I'll take the grief or the great job. Um, have you had Osterman on yet? No, he's coming on at eight thirty. Uh, you know, he's a huge Van Halen fan, right? Oh yeah. We've talked about it. He saw Van Halen in Pasadena when they weren't even Van Halen. He saw them at house parties. Ah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I guess my, my only question is, you have a really great guy there helping you. Are you going to give him a raise? Who, Travis? I yeah. think he's talking about me. He needs a raise. Travis okay. needs a raise. Y- you know what? Can we at least get him on the job for, for six months before we reevaluate Whoa, his man, raise situation? Oh, man, it's a 90-day probation period. Dude needs a raise. <laughs> 90 raise. days? Oh, raise. No, hey, raise. He, he's really good. He's right. Job. You're right. He's killing it, so. Yeah, and you, you haven't even begun to use him yet with all his, with all his uh, ability to crunch numbers, which oh. is something that you're really into. Yeah, he's been sucking lately with the stats, but hopefully he gets back on it. But I need him to build me my app first. 
All right, you guys have a good night. All right, thanks, buddy. Uh, I thought go he to... was going to give you a compliment. I don't think he ever really did. did. He hey, Dan, did. what's going on? Dan. Hey, what's happening, guys? What's up, Dan? Hey, I love the show, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Great show. I got a couple questions. One, um, first, I was curious if you guys thought the AMA would possibly reverse the ruling against uh, uh, Dungeons. Um, no, not a chance. No, not a chance. No, set in stone. Yeah, yeah, not going, not going to change it. Um, okay. But I mean, the AMA. Right. I mean, maybe Dungey. Actually, you know what'll be awesome if Dungey just plays the RC card. And goes, you know what? I'm just going home. No, no sense for me racing this series. Remember what RC did when his fuel was caught? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that did? ain't going to happen. But I, I know. That'd be he awesome. Probably come, he'll probably come out next weekend and just pissed off. Yeah. I doubt it. I mean, honestly. <laughs> He's going to do what he it's, always it's, does. It's Don's. Yeah, he'll be awesome. He's going to come out and win again. Yeah, really, right? So, um, all right. Thanks, man. Hey, one other question. Yeah. Um, how do they determine the... 250 riders, east or west coast. Who decides that? Team. Team, the, the OEM, the riders themselves, who's who's healthy, who's not, you know. Injuries play a huge yeah. part. Yeah, injuries, a lot yeah, of guys come into the Coop, season. Coop was supposed to be east coast this year, and, yep. and uh, whatever, the Martin, I guess, got hurt, so he had to ride west coast. Yep. Cool. All right, thanks for the call, and uh, love the show, man. Thanks, bro. Hey, Thank you. Yep. Hey, um... You guys, at least Kenny Taco Bell, you know Eric Perinard well. Yeah, love and him. you know him. And there probably isn't a better dude in the industry than that guy. And right now, his newest thing from the, gan- from the man who created Minimoto, created uh, Enduro Cross, uh, brought the U.S. Open first over here, uh, a real uh, innovator and pioneer guy. Junior Moto X indoor amateur motocross event, limited to riders 18, age of, 18 years of age and under. Oklahoma City Central location, Thursday, May 12th to Saturday, May 14th. It's, it's the, he's creating the first premium junior amateur indoor motocross. So it's like Supercross. I just think they didn't want the it, word Supercross. But that guy has—I have never seen his name on anything that is not top notch. Did not work exactly. Yeah. Uh, eighteen riders, eight open riders, eighteen ages of eighteen years of age or younger. It's provide Supercross style experience to young racers and provide them with the opportunity to grow and learn about the most visible form of off-road racing. It's a safe, fun, and challenging track. And uh, Kawasaki's on board with this. Pro Taper's on board with this. A lot of guys. Uh, one of the best things about this thing, and I think, it's limited to 600 race entries, which is really good. How are they doing that? Is it a qualifier or? I don't know. Mm. Sorry, I didn't mean to ask to... you a question that you didn't. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, I, I would. I don't. There's no qualifiers, so I think it's just maybe entries. First, so they're already. Out. Yeah. It's got to be out already. Then I don't know. It's got to yeah. be full. Uh, so please check it out. It's uh, JuniorMotoX.com, and again, Eric Perinard, the guy knows what he's doing, Absolutely. and uh, it's a fantastic event. It'll he's be such a good guy. Yep. Uh, let's get to some more phone lines before we come up with Josh Hill here. Bruce, what's up, Bruce? How are you? Hey, hey, uh, long-time listener, big fan of your show. Hey, Thank man, you. I, I want to talk a little bit about Austin Stroop and and the responsibility of the industry as as these riders are employees of the AMA, MX Board. No, no, they're not. No, they're not. What are you talking well, about? They're not employees uh, of those guys at all. you got to well, pay money well, to explain get to, Explain to me, then, how they're not when they're riding these series and they have a per- professional motocross license or supercross cross license, correct? And there's supposed to be a drug testing program in place, right? It's random. 
Okay, it's random. Okay, but it really in every major industry in America, if you're if you're an employee and you work for an employer, right? And just hear me out here. There's a drug testing program in place, right? And Metamotion. we know with a lot of these people that have been <laughs> you have to cut, fail, right? <laughs> right. If you drug it, test Arena Cross, ninety eight percent of them will go line. home. Okay, and that, that's what I'm saying. Why are we allowing riders right on the road to Supercross? Right. Those guys aren't on the road to Supercross, though. And a lot of the, the kids lights are classes. Getting their, they're getting their points to ride Supercross, correct? No, the lights classes. The the top five uh, in Arena Cross right now have all have all uh, produced points in in 450 Supercross before. I, I totally get that, but see the the thing that the Supercross. If it, get me, don't get me wrong here. If you ride. Three of those events, you can you can ride the the A class and the in the arena cross, and you don't ride the lights class. You can get your points quicker than riding the six events in the lights class. Correct? It's a points thing. It's not how many events you ride. You have to get the points. But I think you have to ride three events. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they have to. Right. But what? Okay, Bruce, what are you what are you getting at here, Bruce? What we got to run? We, we got well, Josh Hill we, coming we, up. But what do you we what are you getting? James at? Stewart for a banned substance on a random UA. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of these Based off of a injured. random drug test. Well, Absolutely. no, no, no. James was James was not a random. He finished top three. Oh, so apologize. He okay. he got pulled. So, so what I'm saying is, why aren't they doing more random drug tests? Because we know a lot of these riders are riding injured, and there's no way that they're out there riding without being on something with those serious injuries. I mean, well, Dillapoto was a great rider, but from the fourth round of a series, he had a blown out knee and, re- and, and rode the whole series. You can't tell me that there was not something going on there, right? Okay. Welcome to but motocross. It, oh, I get it. I've been in the sport in around this. I'm 50 years old. I've been around it my whole life, right? I get the whole thing. But why are we not doing something to promote not only safety, not only a professional sport, but something that you can that you can sell to the parents saying, look, we're not tolerating this. We want a professional sport here, and we, we need to do more to protect these riders, right? And and if these riders are failing these things, why aren't we giving them any kind of a rehab to get them off these substances? Well, it's, not, it's not MX Sports Feld's responsibility to rehab them riders. Like, they're not... Uh, employees of the series. They don't work for Feld or MX Sports. They're simply contractors to their teams. Uh, they don't get any benefits. There's no health benefits. There's no overtime. There's no pay, that. anything and like that. that, and that so they're not responsible. Exactly they're not responsible for these riders and rehab and what they're putting in their bodies. Now, there is random drug testing. Nothing in Arena Cross that I believe of, though, right? I've never heard of it. No. In Arena Cross, I don't think it's there, but it's it's covered by USADA in the Motocross Series and WADA in the Supercross Series. There's usually about three or four random uh, testing in Supercross, and, and I think the same for Motocross. So you have three or four races out of 17 and three or four races out of 12. That, uh, but, but it doesn't, I mean, you've been around this sport, Steve, for a long time, right? You and I have talked before, right? Does it not make sense to do more of it? Um, Honestly, yeah, uh, it can I mean, be I, I sure. Yeah, the but show, here's the thing, I though. Understand. Too here's the thing, too, though. You got to re- realize is they're testing the top three from each class, and then a random guy. And there's 40 guys on the line for outdoors, and 20 guys in each main event for Supercross. It's just it's not uh, practical to test everybody, and and always it's expensive. And it, it's super cheap. You can go to any Fred Meyer store and get a thing that that does a well, 10 no, they're, they're, test they're, they're not, 35 bucks. 
they're not testing for for they're using USADA and WADA testing techniques, so they're not using you know a drugstore test as far as that goes. Well, it, they just they don't it, have any responsibility to these guys, and why why should they? I don't. I'm not with you on that. Like if a guy wants well, to take illegal drugs, you think that you'd want the people out there riding safely with each other. I mean, how would you like to be the guy that's not on drugs and go? Oh hey my man, God, I know. Hey, do you have a do you have a do you have a driver's license to drive a vehicle? I, I, I get where you're going with this. Well, I, I mean, it, it's 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 a way more broad spectrum, but, but you'd be again, you'd be blown away. I mean, but with a driver's license, right? You're bound by a set of rules. It's a privilege. It's not a absolutely. Right, right? But do you not think the people that gave you drunk? the people that gave you that you purchased your driver's license from is responsible for for the fact that you may be on drugs or alcohol while you're driving your vehicle? Absolutely not. And the fact that if you, I mean, you obviously don't, no, but, but if anybody thinks that you could possibly be driving a vehicle and nobody else out there is ever going to be on drugs or alcohol, it's crazy. It's no, it's a, it's a smaller a scale, but there's there's guys there's like you, like you've said that are hurt and they do need to take some some sort of drugs to even walk, let alone ride a bike. Well, so it's, it's well, hold on though. But Bruce is like, what are you, <clears throat> Bruce? You're okay with pain pills and 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 Toradol shots and things like that, or no? You don't want even that used. Oh, that's what I was talking well, about. I'll tell you what, that's what I'm getting. At. You know what's happening here? Here's here's what's happening, right? You you get these guys that get injured. They go to the, they go to their doctor. Their doctor instantly prescribes either Vicodin or oxycodone. Yes, right? right. Okay. So then, pretty soon, that prescription's done, and all of a sudden, they're going, "Oh my God, I'm in so much pain from this sport that the next best thing is heroin, right? Because it's cheap, right? Or no, marijuana, right? No. Because it's cheap." Right, I and disagree. you're seeing that more and more and more and more. Well, I agree. Right? I agree. It's a problem in society, not just motocross. It's a problem well, in society, uh, and we're getting we're seeing more and more problems. More and more doctors are prescribing this stuff. Uh, pretty, yeah. pretty. Uh, well, I just wanted to bring it out on your pretty show liberally. I know no. you've got a lot of listeners, and I think it's a huge concern, and I think that people should be concerned about it because, to be quite honest about it, I mean, the sport is. Probably the most physically demanding. It's the most dangerous, and they've really done nothing to improve safety, minus putting a chest protector or a neck brace on on kids that are still, you know, up in the air. If the neck brace really works, I know. The only thing I've seen improve in Supercross is that their flaggers now have got helmets on. Well, you know what? It's I will say this. You make some good points. It's better than it used to be when they did absolutely zero testing except for Daytona and Steel City, and they tested for cocaine and weed, and that was it. So they're actually testing for performance-enhancing drugs now. So it's, it's, it has gotten better, Bruce. It yeah, can be I better. Think, I but. just think that we can improve, and your voice could be a person because you speak to so many people that it could be the voice of reason to say, look, I think we can do better. I think we should have these talks. I think we should talk to the writers. I think we should come up with a plan and a plan of action going forward here so our sport doesn't have a huge black eye and parents don't want to get their kids involved in it. All right. Well said. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. Josh Hill's on the line, so we got to run. All right, man. But thank you. See you, man. Have a great great night. Thank you. Uh, hot cams, uh, hot cams unleash the power within. Hot cams 2016. Uh, go to hotcamsinc.com. Hot cams wants to help you get the extra power you need. 30% discount on all orders placed on uh, online using the code HotCamps2016, the leader in design and development of high performance dirt bike camshafts. You got different cams in your bike? Kenny Taco Bell? Uh, yeah, webcams. Okay, you should get hot camps. They're much better. <laughs> you should get hot camps. Don't ask me these dumb questions. Uh, all right, and we'll welcome our next guest to Hot Cams, bringing you a uh, former factory rider, now Monster Energy athlete manager. Josh Hill, what's up, Josh? How are you? What's happening, guys? Thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no problem. What's up, Hill? Talk to me about. What's happening? Talk to me about Kenny Taco Bell, Hill. 
and I saw this guy in Geneva, and he had an American Eagle on his jersey, and he was backflipping. <laughs> and I said, "That guy's awesome." Yeah, he's he's got quite a quite a solid reputation. <laughs> I learned it. I learned it all from you. You're just your your body is still fighting the weight loss. Mine just gave up a long fucking time ago. <laughs> Kenny, I feel like uh, I feel like Kenny like gives me hope. Like I could be a freestyle guy. Like Kenny gives me hope. I don't know if we go that far. Hey, you know, you know, get some training. Get him in the pit. I know, right? Um. Hey, by the way, thanks. To, if you talk to your brother, uh, he may not remember, but I did text him, uh, and he didn't. He blew me off last week, so tell him thanks. He did the other yeah, we'll, show. We'll, we'll chalk that up to, to not remembering. <laughs> yeah. But hey, but for reals, in all seriousness, ah, shit, that sucks. Uh, we were talking about it all these dumb shows that I do. Uh, Justin Hill, your brother, he's been arguably the most impressive guy through the first three rounds. His speed has been great. He captured Toronto, you know, going away with it. And I really thought he was getting ready to take control of the thing. And then, and then, and, and you know all too well, Josh, uh, Supercross can suck sometimes. Yeah, it definitely can suck sometimes. It was, uh, and, and his deal was such a, a weird, you know, out of the blue thing it, that it was just a bummer. But you know, I think he's going to go get checked up on, mm-hmm. and you know, if he's if he's cleared, because you know, he hit his head, but he didn't get knocked out. Mm-hmm. He, he hit his head. He was a little bit loopy, and you know, I looked at him and asked him a few questions and didn't like the answers that we were getting, mm-hmm. and. You know, the, the, luckily my entire family was there. My mom, my dad, my brother, my grandpa. You know, yeah. we were all there, and you know, it was it was just like a family thing. You know, we decided that just looking at him, talking to him, he he didn't need to be lining up. And uh, yeah, it's a bummer deal, but you know, well, he can get. I think, I think that's a super bold move. You know, being the guy who won the race last weekend, and and I, I like that. That's super respectful on the whole family and and even the TLD team to just you know sit back and actually take a rider's you know health into consideration for for once not just a championship and stuff and i think that's super cool yeah i mean we've been around the sport and you know actually i'm probably one of the only racers that's never been knocked completely unconscious you stop it right now (laughs) you stop it i've never been i've never actually taken a nap really we take yeah we find some wood to knock on right now oh man i seen your brother was uh never taken a nap your brother was on my flight home and i seen him uh on our layover in denver and i asked him you know first off i just went up and because i see him at the practice track quite a bit lately and i said i said yo big boy i go you all right and he's like yeah you know, and you can tell he's still, you know, you just know because, well, I guess you don't know, but he told me, he goes, I, I didn't go to sleep, you know, and I go, yeah, I've, I've hit my head hard enough where you don't go to sleep, but it, you know, it gives you, it gives you a good couple day little head. It feels like you're hungover for three days real bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I think, you know, a little bit of what happened he, he he didn't think he had been knocked out. Nobody was close enough on the scene to, to say whether or not he, he actually mm-hmm. took a nap. Uh, he didn't seem like himself. And actually, to actually be honest, what was crazy is any question I asked him, he could answer it. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't tell me, um, you know, anything. You know, he would. He, he just he wasn't quite all there. Right. You know? So it, it oh. was uh, it was a decision that you know I, I'm I'm glad the whole family was there, and you know I'm glad that he didn't race, even though you know had he even just had a ter- you know a bad weekend he's still probably be really tight in the points but you know just it's not well it's not worth risking your head injury yeah. you know? and, and you know he's, he's 17 points out right now i you know i keep telling him if he if he feels solid 
you know, in the next week, you know, it's still not over. Yeah, well, that's the positive thing is what I was going to say. Like, everybody's had some issues. And, um, you know, whether it's uh, uh, Jeremy this weekend, Marty not going to Toronto, Bowers has been off, uh, your brother now missed the race. Like, like it's crazy. And, yeah, 17 back is really not that big of a deal with the way this series is going. Well, had, had Jeremy went out and just, you know, dominated last weekend, then you, you might be chalking it up thinking it's over. But yeah, yeah. He, had his, he had his bad luck, and Malcolm was already, you know, at a deficit, and Martinez at a deficit, and, and anything could happen, and especially mm-hmm. with East-West shootout being a, a points-paying race. Yeah. Oh, that's that's huge this year. I yeah, think. I like it. I think that's a good, good, yeah. good thing. Hot Cams, Inc., bringing you Josh Hill, 702-586-7857. Give us a call if you have a question for uh, Josh Hill, Minneapolis Supercross winner, former factory rider. All right, enough talk about your brother. Um, we've had you on the beginning of the year, and when you got the new job with Monster, athlete manager, so you're, you're three, four months into this deal. What's the best part of your job, Josh, and what's the worst part of your job that you've found so far? Give, give us the, the hard truth. Wow, you know it's best part is I'm at the races every single weekend, mm-hmm. and I'm still around all the people I love. I still gotta go, you know. I'm down on the floor. I get to do all the cool things that come with racing without having to put in the work. <laughs> I'm <laughs> with you right now. That's, I'm with you. That's like the coolest thing about my job. Yeah, you know, I get it. Yeah, still hanging out with the same crew, and that that part's cool. I guess the worst thing is is. Uh, I guess just yeah, you, you go home at the end of the night, Saturday night, and you don't mm-hmm. have a higher low, you know. And you, yeah, I mean you're racing, and you get back to the hotel on Saturday night. You know, sometimes you have a reason to celebrate, and sometimes you don't. And uh, and I, I, it's it's neither for me. And it seems like I just um, I, I I end up uh, hanging out after the race, anyways. So it's kind of just depressing. <laughs> yeah, you know, going out. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I think, out, I'm, I think I'm, we I'm, celebrated I'm, I'm, in I'm Toronto. Beers, but, yeah, I'm getting beers with some of the guys you know, that did do good, but I, you know, I didn't. But I'm going to be there. Have you have you had to from the looks of it? Have you had to yell at anybody yet, or like come down on one of your guys? No, no. I mean, it, that's not my job. You know, like none of my guys have have really done anything uh, too too stupid at all. We got we got solid guys over there, and mm-hmm. nobody's really done anything out of line. So Honest- it's uh, it's not my job, really. Honestly, though, like for me, I was 11 years as a mechanic. I kind of liked the non uh, ups and downs of being a mechanic, Josh. When I quit, you know, like I still go to the races and I watch them. I don't since Timmy retired, I don't really have a a horse in the game. And I felt like as a mechanic, I was so stressed at times, and then I was so depressed, and then other times I was so happy. Um, I I chick, was happy. Dude. I was happy well, not having those emotions. It felt all right to me. I'm like, whoo, this is what it's well, like, you know. That's good to hear because you're supposed to be uh, you know neutral. You're a journalist. Yeah. See, I still have I still guys I still have horses in the race. You know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's true. You're right. Whether yeah. It's my brother. Yeah. Right. My good friends. My the guys that are riding for me. I mean. Yeah. Deep down, I'm I'm cheering for somebody every moto. Am I even if I'm not showing it? So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that this year, going to well, last year was worse because I was sitting on the couch and mainly all I did was watch race day live because Vicky never made it out until Vegas and mm-hmm. I was there for that. But this year, I swear to God, I've taken 10 years off my life, and we're only halfway through. <laughs> it is so fucking stressful, and, like, I want the best for her, and, oh, man, people piss me off. Uh, it's uh, man, it's, I'm not it's tough. At all. It is. I know. I look over, and Donk's just fucking smiling, and I'm just sitting there. Oh, Hear that, just, Smiling. Just so pissed. Talk, I don't talk know. About, I dated a professional WMA racer, too. Oh, that's it's right. It's stressful. Yeah. Who? It's 
Stressful. I did Vanessa Florentino for about five years old. Yeah, pro, I know who you're about. Chick. Was it and, was oh, it that dude, early on you? Oh man, it, it wasn't. It wasn't easy because oh, she was the type of chick that she could ride so good and practice. Yeah. Like she got out and like past some of my buddies that were like local pros and stuff, and would just be like, you know, whip it at them. And, and but then when she showed up to race, it was like, I I don't want to sound like sexist or anything, but I don't, I think when you're racing, you're lining up with, with everybody, that's when balls come into play. Oh, you know, no, like I, I agree your, with you. you. And, your, and you know, know what, you know, know where I, I haven't noticed it so much this year. We've only been in Toronto and on the start, she ran right into Plessinger. He crashed right in front of her. She was out of that right off the get go. LCQ. She rode pretty good. I think she beat five or six guys, but in arena cross, she made it into, you know, most of the night shows there when she got her license, I went to all those and it does not matter if she is in 15th out of 16th place. 16th place does not want to fucking lose to her. And they just no. go after no, her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, no. you're both a lap and a half down. It doesn't like, matter. It yeah. does, there's no pay raise for, like, the next eight, eight places. And they just <laughs> they just fucking – and I'm like, I'm sitting there just tying my shoelaces up. I'm ready to go, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, it's, that's got to be stressful. I mean, it's stressful enough with my little brother. I, I right. know he knows exactly what he's been doing. He's been doing his whole life. But when he when he got somebody you care about out there racing, it's I'm going to say it's way more stressful than when you're racing yourself. Oh, I yeah. agree. Uh, but but you know what though? I, I like you said, it's been years and years since I've been at the races, and now I'm finally at the races every single weekend. And I'm I'm a huge fan. I love. I don't, outdoors is cool, but Supercross is my gig. I freaking love Supercross. And so is backflipping. And just, yeah, yeah, that's fun too. But just being there, man, it's, isn't it cool though just to sit there? I mean, now, like you said, you're down on the floor. You're sitting there. You're, are you, you're putting hats on sweaty heads and <laughs> you're the first guy there. And now, you, you know, like you, when you see the emotions out of guys, when you walk over to give, you know, Bowers his hat or someone, whoever gets their, their little monster hat, when you see their face, do you ever compare it to how you were when you got yours, or what's it like? Honestly, you know, it's it's definitely cool to see. I mean, it's it for me. It doesn't really it doesn't compare because these guys, you know, I'm down here. I see it every weekend. You know, and I'm always you know I'm cheering for these guys, and they're always up there. You know, our guys are are always expected to do well. So it's a little different. So I got up there. It was like. Holy you shit. know how much work you put into it. Where now it's yeah. like I'm I'm handing a hat out every weekend. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm up there handing a the hat out, and it's it's definitely cool, and I and I love it. It's a cool job, and you get the highs, and you get the lows. You know, you'd be cheering on your guy, and he doesn't doesn't pull it, or he does. I mean, it's it's cool, right? But uh, nothing compares to uh, you know when you're racing, your whole week was a build up to that yeah. 20 minutes. So, and then I when you're watching, you you got 20 minutes of stress. What do you think of? You coming back, not racing, but just doing intros in the in the show and doing the Wyndham transfer or jumping something gigantic. Because yeah, I see him wait at the a minute. Yeah, why I see him you, at the why practice didn't you track. Do the Nick Way intro cam when when Jake went away and they were looking for a dude. That could have been you. I wasn't that well loved. I don't think, dude. Yeah, I seen like I, I, I seen him out at Paula. Up, I, I don't have the love that Wyndham had. I seen him out at Paula. Straight up riding the track like backwards, crossing two lanes, uh, doing stuff that's it's stupid big, <laughs> stupid. And this was like three right. weeks ago. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, hey, Josh, I know you're a huge fan of uh, '90s moto and all that and everything else. So a while ago, you got to go to the dunes with Damon Bradshaw. Uh, how awesome was that? Just hanging out with Damon. Oh uh, yeah, Damon's 
He's the coolest guy, man. He is just like he's just like the most normal, down to earth guy. Yeah. But then you just you know, in the back of your head you're like, I'm talking to one of the most badass yeah. dudes to ever do it. Yeah, he is he is just so cool. Like, did you did you were you, you grilling him? I swear he looks I swear he looks younger now. Than he did when he was on like Factory Yamaha and he was like twenty. And he had, like to go tea. Are you like, ready? He looks younger now. Are you ready for a quick fact that blew, that blows my mind every time I hear it? McGrath what? is older than Damon. Yep, Jeremy was saying that because I was hanging out with Jeremy McGrath. That's right. He was there. Uh, sure. Yeah. Bradshaw. Right. Right. And and the thing was is McGrath was stoked. He was out there too. He was like, <laughs> he goes, I looked up to this guy. I go, right? I go, really? He goes, he goes, he goes, he's like, you know, Bradshaw's like a little bit older than me. And it was like always, you know, I know the guy growing up. Like he goes, well, my whole life growing up, I was looking up to Bradshaw. Yeah. No, it's crazy, crazy when you think thing, about it, yeah. right? I know. Uh, were you were you playing geeky super fan, or were you keeping it under control as far as asking Damon all these questions? It's probably pretty mixed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure. I mean, I was trying to play it cool, but I'm sure I asked he, you know geeky super fan stuff. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't like have a great memory for all that stuff. Like some guys. Uh, uh, McGrask won. He's got an awesome memory about everything that happened. I've talked to Damon here and there. I hung out with him in Vegas when he came up here for a while. He's not a guy that like lives in the past. Like he doesn't but, like go, "Oh man, I, we were so good," or "I was such a badass." He was, but Damon plays it like. I think that's why he's so cool though, because I just don't think exactly. he gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. There's no ego. Like, oh, look Nothing. at me. Like I was yeah. this. I mean, I, there was a times three, four years. He's the fastest guy in the world. Yep. You know. Um, yeah. And. and you never really know it. Like some, you know, everybody plays it differently. And I always think Bradshaw, like, you're like, dude, do you even realize what a bad dude you are? <laughs> so, uh, I'm sure he knows, but yeah. I'm sure he knows also that not that many people want to talk about it. Like, I, and I even, I raced like last year. I'll be talking about a track last year and nobody wants to hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, everybody, nobody cares, man. It's all living in the now. Hey, I got a question for you. So you've always been one of like the baddest dudes ever. How many, what, you probably have. 50,000 followers on every social network or something. How many more followers did you get after you have this commercial that just airs nonstop of jumping the biggest dune jumps ever? Honestly, not that many. Like, really, um, I pretty much tapped out, you know, a couple years ago. (laughs) (laughs) All the way way around. I tapped tapped out. I'm on the down slope now and everything. I mean, I still get a couple new ones here and there, but Mm -hmm. I remember for the longest time I look at my, I wouldn't even look at my Instagram because like every time I looked at it, the feed was full. I couldn't find something. So he's like, oh, I tagged you. I'd be like, no, you didn't. How much much money do you think you would have made if you were still racing and you did that commercial from sponsors? Ah, man, I don't know. Excited. I haven't made a dollar on this one. Now that <laughs> you I spent have, all I, the money, actually. Yeah. You you fronted the bill. Hey, <laughs> uh, talking to, just talking to, I was talking to Josh of San Diego about that Dooney's video and that jump. He said that was it was a bone stock bike, bars, exhaust, everything. And he said that, that he probably did that. That film, that shot was probably like the 10th time he was doing it. And then White Josh, everybody was like, hey, come here, check this out. And you were launching this thing over and over. So it was pretty gnarly. Like yeah. it, wasn't, it wasn't like a one-time, like, wide open, here I go, get everything ready, well, you know. The, the thing was, is there was actually like a sweet spot. Like it, it has like a, quite a bit of a knuckle to it. So like if you landed on the sweet spot, it wasn't like a harsh landing. Mm-hmm. And I kept doing that and I kept doing that. And everybody was, you know, showing me the videos. It didn't look like anything that crazy big. Like, I mean, you're it just big, so pissed was, off. Yeah. You're so pissed. And I'm like, shit, all right. So I just, the last time I go, okay, I'm doing this one more time. 
and I just charged into it way harder than I had been. Because I mean, I was hitting it wide open the whole time, but mm-hmm. this time I just made sure when I came to the to the bottom where I'd start to lose speed, I already had way more speed going, mm-hmm. and just and pulled back. And I mean, I because the landing kept dropping, and it was such a high drop into it. It's like I went by it like another like eighty feet, yeah. <laughs> like right. eighty feet, just because. <laughs> Just because, I, like, the ground just kept dropping and I kept going up, like it was, uh, it was pretty cool. I heard then, little, yeah, luckily, I heard little Axel yeah. was doing some big stuff that maybe you didn't even do out there. Is that true? No. Uh no, I think no, I did everything Axel did, but he hit a jump first. That I would say, I'll definitely say, if he wouldn't have jumped it first, I wouldn't have done. It. <laughs> so and, you, um, you were not raising your hand it, up to jump it. <laughs> I know, and I we I found it with him. And I said, no, I'm like, I mean, like I said, I was on the stock bike and he had a, a bike that was pretty well built and he was confident that he could make it over it with the power he had. And was you know, it a 250 or almost, 450? You know, it's a clo- 450. Yeah. You know, and this is a close to 200 foot jump, you know, over mm-hmm. a Razorback. Oh, you know, God. so there's really no, like, there's no, you know, testing this one out. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, hey, I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, I'm really close. I feel like I might be able to jump this, but yeah. I'm not positive here. And he, you know, his bike had a few more horsepower than mine, I think. And he just said, "I got it," and he hucked <laughs> it first. And if he wouldn't jump it, there's no way I would jump it. <laughs> that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. at this point for you, you're like, there's nothing to be gained right now by doing something <laughs> yeah. like this. Like, I'm not getting extra money. I'm retired. <laughs> not you even know. getting any new followers. I'm not getting any new followers, <laughs> 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 yeah. followers yeah. bro. <laughs> no, that's right. What's his deal? Uh, I know he hurt his shoulder or something, right? No, he's fine. Actually, we I spent a week down at his house with his pops and uh, Richard from Star West, and he's got a full-on uh, X Games compound in his backyard in Encinitas down by the beach. Yeah, I heard he's, he's trying to get life. in. He's, he's doing just fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sounds like if he's, if he's in Encinitas yeah. for the X, X, X Games compound, it's like Look at you, X brand. You're going for it. I, I know. Well, X brand. Yeah, he tried. Choice, he tried. No, we were down there building. He's got a full-on. Uh, he's got a full-on course. He's got a. He's got a ramp. I seen it. It doesn't. X Games for. He's in X Games for Best Whip, Step Up, and I, it's looking like maybe even Real Moto. Oh wow! So he's um, so he's you know he's got a full you know training course set up. Did you so. did you ride that setup? It looks like a step down. Not a, you know. Uh, we we changed the ramp a little bit, but it was just what we were working with on the yeah I seen the, it on you know at the ground. So it's it has a little bit of a downhill run, but we ended up raising the landing a bunch. And, oh nice, nice. I oh. mean, I wouldn't want to. I definitely wouldn't want to flip it so is he, <laughs> like, is he know, putting it's, it's, is he putting all of his cards into well you don't want to flip anything anymore i think right no actually i do do you well come on uh, out to the kenny summer, bell training summer, camp to, uh, this summer i think i'm gonna flip again just just to kind of be a dick you know to everybody that said i shouldn't flip but it's like like what else do i gotta do now dude it's flip. you obviously know that it's way easier than you thought it was well no i mean i i thought it was i thought it had it so dialed i just i just screwed up on one yeah you know, i I feel oh. like it would, if I wouldn't have just, I, the only, and I jumped off because I've been jumping off into the foam pit so many times. Like at that point, I was thinking, okay, yeah, this is easier than getting stuck under my bike. I just didn't really if you, think it out. If you didn't, if you didn't get hurt, Josh, do you think you're still racing today? Like, do you think about that at all? Do you think it, I mean, obviously, look, you made a nice comeback and you had some good races afterwards, so it's not like it ruined your career. But do you think back and think, like, if I hadn't crashed doing that, I might, I'd still be racing right now? I think I'd be like the best of all time in my head, but that's just me. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think like my whole life, I feel like I kind of had an an edge on Dungey, and then I finally started training that year, like actually, you know, had a solid program, working with Brooks, and then 
I was on, I feel like on the worst bike on the track at the time, battling for a championship at age 20. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it won't, I think I would be, still be doing all right. right. But, uh, yeah, actually the first person ever asked me that cause I didn't really talk. About yeah. It I mean, so I, look, like, I, I, not, I feel like I've been pretty damn good. Yeah. Look, yeah. So you were, you were tied <laughs> for the, you were, you, were, you were tied for the supercross <laughs> series lead, uh, four, five rounds in. What were you tied? Five or no, six? eight. Eight rounds eight in, rounds yeah, in. eight rounds in. So, you know, I mean, yeah, was and I broke, a, and I broke my hand two weeks before the Supercross started. But yeah. I talked about that either. Yeah, yeah. So no, no, like you know what I mean. So yeah, it's just something to think about. It's obviously, look, you can't yeah. don't lay awake at night, and you know it's over, and no, don't no, kill yourself. I'm, I'm happy I went, how, how went. Right. I went to Paula, and I saw him. He was there. He pulled up, brand new bike. I seen him actually the day before. He was riding. You rode the uh, the Red Bull Straight Rhythm deal at Paula. You rode that on a bone stock bike. Yeah. And then you got some suspension done to it, and you came back, and you were parked up top at the top track. And we're sitting there, and me and uh, Buddy, monster guy, wheelie dude, Harley wheelies, me and and Buddy parked up next to you, and you're like, I don't know, I'm kind of nervous, so I'm just going to jump everything first lap. And he went out, jumped the triple, jumped jumped fucking everything on the track first lap. Yeah. I believe it. Jeez. Uh Hot cams, hot cams. Twenty sixteen is the code to save thirty percent on hot cams. If uh, Josh Hill uh, needed cams, he would get hot cams without a doubt. Everybody, the leader in design and development of high performance dirt bike camshafts. Hey, do you have to go hey, to some? What oh. comes on pro circuit bikes? What kind of cams do they run? Yeah, they run pro circuit cams. Yeah. Okay. So that would. Ah, <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, do you have to go to GPS? Do you have to go to any GPS? Or how's that? What's their schedule? I hope looking? I get to go to some GPS. I think that there's going to be a lot more American guys that that ride for monster, you know, race and GPs. Mm-hmm. Soon. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just, we, we, we want to try to, you know, it's a series we support and we want to try to get some, if they're not racing outdoor nationals, we'd like them to, to go over and race some, some GPs in Europe. Does so Josh Grant want to ride GPs? Well, he's, he's stuck. He's got his Cali rides for the rest of the year, but Chad, yeah, Reed, I mean, but Chad Reed's but supposed I, to be going Chad over. Chad Reed wants to race some GPs. Yeah. And if, you know, if Jake Weimer's healthy, he's going to go over there and race some and might even take uh Phil Nicoletti, Oh, nice. And um, yeah, I mean, so mm-hmm. pretty cool. I mean, I'm That'd excited because cool. I've never actually been to a GP. I've been to the nations, but I've never been oh, wow. to a GP. I'm surprised. So, totally. I mean, I've been to US GP. So yeah, 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 but not, yeah, not over not there. A, not a real GP. Yeah, it's something else, man. When you go over there, it's, yeah, it's, Thailand looks yeah. super real last yeah. weekend. Hey, oh, that um, was <laughs> Kiefer was telling me that you might be doing something with Alta and the electric bike. I'm gonna go try it out. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, talk to the guys. I think that thing looks sick. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go check it out because, I mean, the type of riding I've been doing lately, it's pretty much just all out in the hills and on trails and mm-hmm. on streets and places where you're probably not, you know, <laughs> supposed to be that much. Right. So, but uh, if you got a, a quiet electric bike that's not really doing anything wrong and piss anybody off, I mm-hmm. feel like you could have a lot more fun on it in those type of areas. So, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited. I'm going to go try out that, go try it out and kind of see where the technology's at. It's it's. I, I've been checking them out for the longest mm-hmm. time, and then I, I finally seen one that looks like it would be fun to ride. You might be perfect for my next project that I want to do with these electric bikes. So I should t- reach reach out to you after the show. I, I want to do something with one of these bikes, video wise, and you'd be a perfect guy. You know, if you if you liked it and if it worked does out. It, so does it make noise? Can you hear it? It makes noise, but it's, it's like very, a whiny. Yeah, like, that's what I think would yeah. ruin me is not being able to hear it. Yeah, I'm sure it would. I'm sure it would take some getting used to. Yeah. But man, it, it, I mean, it has like a yeah, a winding noise so you can kind of hear. It's it's almost like a a fake RPM. Uh-huh. So you can hear <laughs> yeah. what it's doing. Yeah. Um. 
but it looks it looks pretty cool. And I talked to Kiefer. He said it's he said it's good. Yeah, it's like a so, DF, right? It's fast. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I can't wait to to go try it out. I'm gonna probably I'm gonna try to go meet up with those guys when I go up for uh for the Santa Clara Supercross because they're based in that area. So I'm right. gonna go that, try to stay low. Yeah, it could be a really cool thing to do something with Monster and yourself and on those bikes and like I think it would blow uh, some people's this minds. Is, this know? is strictly for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, I, I, I don't think anybody even, I don't even know if anybody in the office knows about them. I just want to try one out. Yeah, they, they just look fun. They do. They look cool. Hey, uh, before we let you go here on the Pulp Mech Show, Josh Hill from Monster Energy. Uh, you talk to J-Law at all? Is he all right? Do you do you ever see him? Do you talk to him? What's he? What's we, uh, I mean, I text him every once in a while. And, uh, Is he, he, like, he has Xbox Live. And okay. every once in a while, like, I'll, I'll get on you know, try to play some some uh, MXGP. He'll be on there, and then we'll end up you know, playing for way too long and <laughs> catching up on the microphones. Oh, cool! And, okay, uh, good. So, yeah, I mean, we, we we do you know keep in contact, but you know, he's I, I don't really know exactly what he's been up to. Yeah, yeah. but um, still riding, I think. Yeah, yeah still riding. He rides yeah, I think he's still riding when when the weather's good and he's got a bike that's running. So. Oh, cool. And he looks he rides pretty good still. <laughs> I would so think so, cool. right? You don't lose that. Yeah, <laughs> He looks like he still does stuff that leaves me scratching my head when I look at his Instagram videos. <laughs> I know. Pretty cool. It's funny. Uh, well, hey, man, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time for us tonight. And, uh, yeah, it sounds like you got a, a full full deal going on and you're still into it. I know you're a fan of the sport when it boils down to it. Um, you know, besides uh, yeah. everything else, like you love the sport, you love the history of it. So it's always cool. I think we'll be seeing you around the races for a long time. I hope so, man. I, I really enjoy it and uh, working for a great company and around great people. So awesome. hopefully I get to stick with it for a while. Cool. Thanks, Hillbilly. Thank you, bud. All right, see you guys later. All right, see ya. Hotcamsinc.com. Check them out if you need some camshafts. Move some power around on a motorcycle. Right, Donk? Yeah. Dropping a set of cams in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. What else do you want me to say? Yes, You're supposed to talk about cams. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what they do. They move the power around. You know, Donk's got my 450 motor apart. (laughs) Took it apart last night. Got a whole new motor for it. Uh, Hill was good. Sounded good. I I like that dude. Yeah. He's a good cat. He sometimes doesn't like me, then, then he talks to me, I then think, he hates me. I think me. a lot of people think that you know? they don't like him because he's just so mellow at yeah, the races, so you know, back. and yeah. he's just, but he's always kind of been that dude. Yeah. But then you if you see think, him, you know, if you see him after. You. No, I know for sure he was mad at me for a while. Yeah, but that's because you say normal, true shit. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, but he, um, I think he sounds happy in his job. I talk to him every now and then at the races, and, yeah. you know, like you said, he'd rather be out there obviously making more money and being a superstar, but. I think for a nice soft I think he's at the form. best place that he could be. Yes, absolutely. yes, yes. You know? He's got a soft landing for his Look post at that. He career, jumped you know? in, got a sick job, and threw. first thing he did was throw a big old commercial and movie up of himself. Killing it. <laughs> wow. He didn't throw it up for himself. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, okay, hold on. Uh, before we go to the commercial, Nathan, what's up, dog? Hey, hey what's up, guys? What's up, Nate? What's up? So. Yeah, Chad Cole last week and this week just kind of uh, made it more of a topic with these flat tires. Um, last that. week when a couple of guys in the 250 class had flats, was there a little bit of a scramble in the 450s for guys changing out their uh, tubes for mooses or adding air, or were they just kind of going with what I, they had? I, asked, I highly doubt it. I asked a guy, and he said no. <laughs> so, you know, without knowing why it's flat, is it a rock, is it a you know a piece of – a, in, a bum's uh, wino's uh, bottle. Each know? of those tracks, especially Toronto, um, had so much shit in the dirt. It was unreal. Like, I mean, during track walk in Toronto, I pulled out a 
like a full brick that you would lay on a house as you're building it, not just a piece of a broken one, like a full-on brick. I pulled out like a piece of tile, like uh, like drainage tile. Like there's a lot of garbage and trash in the actual dirt. And I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of hitting it at the perfect angle and, and, you know, pinching pinching the tube. And it just sucks it happens. There used to be, we used to run mooses in Supercross. Have you been on teams that ran mooses? In outdoors, never, no, never, never super in Supercross. Cross. Always two. I swear cross. I've been on teams that were like, okay, look, Chad's going for the title. Get used to a moose, Chad. You know what I mean? Maybe not. I, I can't think for sure. But I swear we used to just do that. I don't know why you don't use mooses in Supercross. Because uh, goofball riders hate them. Hate the way they feel. Oh, do they like flat tires and DNFs? Well, hey, look, so, I'm with you, bro. Hey, so, Steve, yeah. it seems like the mooses have been the same since, like, you know, 1980-whatever. Is there anybody no. that you know of that's looking for a little bit better technology to get the, the feel no. of more of a, a tube style? No, I haven't really. I think a moose is a moose is a moose. There's always No, they've been changing. I mean, they change them. Yeah, they change the texture. They try to get them softer. They try to get them more tube-like. But from my experience, from people I talk to, it's just a moose. It's still a moose. Yeah. What, about 8 PSI or so? A moose is, is a moose. A moose is a no, moose. No, they, they replicate. I know, I know the uh, Michelin ones replicate 13.5. I'm not, I'm not sure what the Dunlops do, but you got to gotcha. you have to keep in mind that each company develops their moose to work with their tire. Like like how we're talking about the new Michelin tire, how it has a a, a softer sidewall and stuff. Whatever they their moose may not work with uh, you know a golden tire moose because it might be too hard and it might overcompensate for what's going on with the tire. Like they're they're all working in conjunction with themselves. Therefore, you know maybe guys don't like them for that certain reason i don't know i mean gotcha cool thanks right, guys thank you good show appreciate it all right everybody the gear alloy cold call since introduced in 2004 the gear alloy brand has dominated the light truck and suv market with a wide range of styles sizes and finishes for the enthusiast marketplace styles available in 16 through 22 inch diameters 5 6 and 8 lug applications 10 and 12 inch wide options Gear Alloy wheels uh, are, have you covered whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep. GearAlloy.com. Uh, get your truck in gear. Check them out. Uh, great company with the wheels. Uh, all part of the uh, dirt bike marketplace, whether it's a sponsorship of Jessica Patterson forever or now the uh, proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC team. Gear Alloy, if you need something for your Jeep truck um, or SUV, they've got it. Uh, we thank the Gear Alloy guys for uh, coming on. It's the Gear Alloy cold call. Um, I don't know, because Bowers gave me some shit on uh, Twitter this week. I thought we called Bowers. Yeah, let's call Can we call Bowers? I love you Bowers. You used to work for Bowers. I did. Are you in Bowers good? Or we're is we're this solid. Good? Okay. No, we're good. I got a Bowers number one number plate in Where'd my Where'd you house. get that? From Bowers? Fuck you, you did. <laughs> I mean. Where'd you get bullshit. that? Bullshit. <laughs> Whose bike did come off? All right, gear out like we'll call everybody. You. It came off Bowers' oh, bike. Yeah. Oh, That's <laughs> let me Let me, let me ask him what's up. cold call. That he picks up. We're doing pretty good percentage wise. Uh, yes, it's Jagger home. Tyler. Are we looking for? G- yeah, Jagger. <laughs> it's Jagger home. Bowers, it's Mathis. You're on the Pulp MX show. Oh, what's up, guys? How are you? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? We're good. You know who's in studio with me? Donk and Kenny Bell. Oh, yeah, wow. It looks yeah. like you actually pay attention to Twitter. Um, yeah, so you knew we were calling you. No, he didn't know, but I don't think he's listening. Yeah. But are, you, are you listening? No, I'm not listening. What yet. about I do I do film the night at the PC shop, so I think it's a tune in. What about um? Good excuse. 
What about you and Donk? Are you guys good? You guys worked for, but Donk didn't make it through. <laughs> I know. Is this going to get ugly with Donk and, and the bear? Or how's this going to go? I was going to say, is, is anyone good with Donk? <laughs> oh, poor Donk. Here we go. I'm getting no, taken no. out. I'm getting taken out in the corner next time. You wanted to call. <laughs> no, Donk's rad. No, he's, he's all right. We're good. Um, hey, congrats on uh, Detroit. It wasn't probably where you wanted to be, but you won another heat race, and you got fourth, which was your best finish of the year. So you're inching better. You're getting better. From yeah, the ground yeah. in the first which turn. I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. From way back. I think, uh, I think um, yeah, Detroit was how I expected that at the first round. I don't, I don't really have an excuse, a good excuse, why I haven't been able to do that yet. Um, I've just been riding kind of like crap. Like, I knew my fitness was – is was behind but it should have been like it was this week in detroit like i know i could have done that these first four rounds so mm-hmm. um so that's not really surprised me in detroit i'm just happy that i finally got my head out of my ass i guess and started riding <laughs> you finally started riding the way i know how to ride <laughs> yeah i, I mean uh like yeah like you said you were down on the ground and, and uh but i will say that you what? did look not like this past weekend, you look more like yourself than you have at the first few rounds. Like just riding, yeah. riding your laps and and doing what you do, you looked a hundred percent more comfortable immediately. Let alone you know on lap eleven of the main kind of thing. Like you still were yeah. flowing, you were still doing all the obstacles, you were still doing. You know, I don't I don't think your lap times fell off uh, this weekend no, much at actually, all. Yeah, we were looking we were looking at the the times at the shop here, and I was actually the, the most consistent guy in the whole main event. Like yeah. It was kind of I went from being the most you know, inconsistent. You know, inconsistent mm-hmm. yeah. um, to being the most consistent this weekend. But you know, just like you said, Donk, it was just like uh, I just kind of chilled out, like and just relaxed. You know, just started riding smooth and like even in my heat races, like um, Toronto. You know, it was going like that, but I ended up on my head twice. Um, yeah, good ones but, uh, too. You know, that's just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I had three good ones really, but yeah. I had to, uh, I had to text that, him after that. that. I had to text him after that Toronto. Instagram. He almost he almost had four. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> how about how about your last lap of practice off the wall? You almost died. Oh, right. Where I sent it, yeah. You sent it. I did not. I I was waiting to see you go over the berm and into the grandstands. Well, yeah, like I, I landed and and I kind of got like a little bit of whiskey, whiskey throttle, and almost went like you just said like you said over the berm. Like I kind of mm-hmm. came off the back, and then I was like, oh man, I gotta save this because if I loop out on two fifty, like that's really embarrassing. Which I've done it before, <laughs> but the- you know, like. The, the best part was, is that was your fast lap, I think. Yeah, and, and that was, and that was the thing, is I stalled it, too, right after that. Like, right before the finish line, that turn, I came to the turn that stomped on the rear brake and stalled it there. And so, like, I think the lap could have been better, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you stalled cares? it. Who cares yeah. if you sit, yeah, if you sit fast lap in practice and, you know, yeah. throw a fade in the main. Well, really I better. care when it comes to fantasy picks. <laughs> uh, he's, Bowers has been killing me. I've, I've had more faith. Say, I've had more faith got, in Bowers. Yeah, you guys got my number. Just call me. Like, I'll tell you like the real deal. Like, I'll be like, "Yo, don't pick me this weekend." Like Atlanta, I could on press day. I could have told you that. I, I, Actually, thought... I had some friends who were like, "I got you this weekend for the win," and I was like, "Dude, take me off." Like, real, real, really, really, really. Bad. I knew you like, no were. Lie, like, yeah, I knew you weren't one hundred percent. We called you before Atlanta because we were really confused about you. But I also Bowers. I know 
Like, I know that you're also a little bit of a fan of the mental games and the things out there, like saying things. So when you were like saying, dude, I don't know. I'm like, he's just playing games. The bear is toying with the competition like a, a thing of yarn. And, 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 and You should see him in here with his hands. Yeah, and he's I, talking I, with his I'm hands mimicking, right I'm mimicking yeah. hitting a, a thing of yarn. And I thought you'd be like, look, even if he's not 100%, I'm like, Bowers is good enough to manage this thing and bring it home into a top five. At the, at well, that's, worst. What, that's, that's what I mean. Like this weekend, that that should have been the last four weekends. Like you know, my my ride in Detroit should have been. I should have been doing that all along. You yeah. Know? Like I felt like that going into the you know Atlanta. Like I had that. You mm-hmm. know? So that was what I was you know saying when when you called was like, hey, like it's it might not be like the best you'll ever see me, but it's, it's not gonna be the worst either. I'm I'm ready. I'm just yeah. not a hundred percent. Right. So. But yeah, I've just been royally screwing that up somehow. Each how's uh How's the guy in the chair been? Jesus uh, he's, a, he's really happy after this weekend. Was he? Okay, yeah, no, okay. All right, good. Yeah. That's well, fucking bad. Yeah. You're an asshole. Positive, so. what, why am I an asshole? <laughs> oh, man. No, no, no. Mitch and I go way back. We're fine. That doesn't yeah. matter. You yeah. guys haven't carried Mitch around when he's been drunk off of his chair and put him, loaded him <laughs> in the trucks. Um, oh, that gives, okay, that's the go-ahead. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> how's Tonus? Is Tonus all right? Is he going to live? What's What's the deal? No, I think. Um, no, he he pulled his shoulder out of place, oh, out of place this weekend in that crash. So, oh no, I think it was out for a while too. So where he went back to see, he got back here and he, he saw he's seeing his doctors here in California. Then I think he might be flying to Switzerland to maybe get another opinion. Oh, let me no. let me ask you this: you've you've popped your shoulder out, right? Yeah, but it was a long time ago, and it was like for a brief second. And I did, did it when I was. But like, that's what I mean. I how how is your shoulder out for a long time? I've watched, I would say, 20, 20 of my friends pop their shoulders out, and we're like, all right, get this table, put your arm on the table, and we pop that thing back in. Why yeah. would you not just pop it back in? Well, like, he had the doctors, they were trying to pop it in. I think, um, I don't know who was working this week. I think it was like Ryan or something. Why didn't you, you text know, Taco Bell? Put, I would have done it. Yeah, I, don't I would have yanked they it. need somebody to do it. Oh, call I mean, me well, next who time. Was it, uh, was it like Reardon in the, in the Australian Supercross this past season? freaking popped his shoulder out in practice and popped it back in himself and then con- continued riding the practice. Yeah, Cinderella. Oh, Remember Cinderella? Yeah. Did you guys yeah, uh, yeah. did you guys hear this see Josh Cartwright or something? Uh, yeah, he did his too. He was running around with no shirt on and everyone was running away from him, JT said. <laughs> he was he was running around trying to get people to pop it in and all the dig dugs were running away. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. You got awesome. you get that thing in as fast as, fast as, as you, you can. can. Well, none of the dig dugs want anything to do with him. So not even Ricky would do it. Ricky would have done it. Dig dug. Ricky Ricky, the head guy. The dig dug? Yeah. Oh. There's a, there's a head dig dug? Head dig dug. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I can't in, say dig he's dug, in, seriously. He's in charge of giving radios he's out. A, he's so a I head dig dug. I think oh, he's okay. in charge. All right. <laughs> um, hey, uh, Gear Alloy Cold Call, uh, Tyler Bowers and Monster Energy Pro Circuit team picked up the phone, too. And I, didn't, I said you wouldn't. I, yeah, I, I, didn't, said. I didn't think you were answering. He picked I mean, up you don't couple, return text messages, so I figured you were He doesn't like you, Donk. He doesn't like you. He does sometimes. text me. I text you and told you you rode really well. Hey, what did you say when you 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 had? I watched the race again this morning. You had nowhere to go. Oh, what did you turn. say? Did you you knew you were crashing? Like that must have been like a five minute crash, right? <laughs> what on the on the start? Yeah, I, I was more like, ah, oh, shit, you dumb fuck. Not not even not even me. Well, because I thought like, I saw you. Like, you kind of got pinched. It looked like you let off, and you're like, I'm gonna follow him yeah. right around the inside. 
yeah, I was like, you know, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tuck to the inside here and see how this comes out. But then and then Martin like ran like directly into the hay bale, like or the tough block. Well, no, no he, he got he got guy. into the side of a guy, and that yeah. p- that pitched him sideways, and then that's when yeah, he. But he but look, like I could have been into the side of a guy too if I would have left the throttle on, but I chose to hit the brake <laughs> and just tuck in because guess what? The guys, there's guys that had elbows on me and they pinched me off. So you can't, you can't, you can't ride through somebody. So are you, are you, stuff. yeah, but you've on raced a, on 11 years to, of arena cross. So you've got that experience. On a one to 10, how mad are you at Martin? Not at all. I mean, oh, like, yeah. Fuck, I was trying to start. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> 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 no, I mean, it's, you know, it's all good. I, I, I'm bummed for him. You know, he, he crashed in the first turn and had my big ass on top of him. So, hey, yeah. yeah. You want to yeah, know something suck. super sweet? I have a little the time hop deal you on my phone. you on your jersey? Because that's super sweet, too. <laughs> I have a time hop app on my phone. And just last weekend, I don't know I what showed, is. What is that? It shows you pictures on your phone that you've taken and yada, yada. And just, what was it, last weekend, Don? I think it was, yeah. It popped up. You remember I got a uh, got a Tyler Bowers number plate. From you at Arena Cross yeah, yeah, and yeah. Zach Ames all before in one you, night. Before you picked up, yeah. Kenny Taco Bell goes, I got a, I got a Tyler Bowers number plate. And Don goes, where'd you get that? Bell goes, uh, Tyler Bowers? <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Tyler, did you know did he I? had one? Yeah, he signed uh, it. Yeah. Well, who, did yeah, you I, did you fucking sign the Hey, table? hey, whose Sharpie yeah. did you use? <laughs> God. I want to get, sure get something in here from Bowers, that, but I want him to sign it the bear. <laughs> The bear. I will not tag it unless it's the bear. Is it going to be a web jersey? Well, the, the bear thing. It was like kind of crazy. Like I wasn't even meaning to be like calling myself a bear. I loved it. I guess I was. <laughs> I was just like I, I wasn't trying to dub my nickname the bear. I was just well, like, you know, no. So pissed. Dude, I, I was like, dude, like once this big guy gets a hold of you, I'm going to rip your head off. You know what I mean? Like you're pretty quick. But if I can get my hands on you, you're screwed. Dude, it was straight yeah. out of like wrestling. I loved it. I, I, love couldn't, it. I, I couldn't. I was giggling and laughing, um, and I'm like, he just called himself the bear. I'm such a super <laughs> fan of Tyler. I I think he's the baddest. Dude, Vicky told me at Atlanta that I I'm like, I'm so pumped. Let's go to track walk. And she's like, don't ask Tyler to take a picture with him. Oh Jesus, <laughs> I like him. He, Tyler should just walk the track with me every time. He's my dude. Like, I'm Tyler, usually alone because like I don't have any friends out there. You know what I mean? Oh like, man, Tyler's your like Tim Ferry. You are usually he, alone. He I is, usually find you just wandering. He around. is my he is yeah. my Tim Ferry. He's your Tim Ferry. Well, oh, wow, he's, he's freaking sweet, Ooh. and he's nice, and he he takes care he's of my so bitch, handsome, or my chick. Takes, wow. takes yeah. care of Vicky. Helps Vicky a ton. Always has. Yeah. Oh, you got a big fan here He's in Ken- Kenny Taco Bell. He's a good boy. Yeah, I like I him. Like, I, and I don't like, like that many people. Cheeks are all rosy right now. <laughs> that's because Pookie keeps Kenny, making me drinks. Yeah, I was going to say, Kenny got me pretty hammered on the way to an arena. <laughs> that's where, that's where I met you, at the bar. <laughs> yeah, we had yeah we had a we had a uh, flight together. We both got upgraded, like, and uh-huh. our seats are right next to each other. So we started drinking, and then, like, the flight got delayed or something. Oh, and that's then, bad news. You know, and then, was, we, then he took me to the bar, and it's like you know we're on the way to the arena cross for racing the next day. I had no, in my, in, I had no clue what you even look like. I had no clue what you look like, and I, I was talking to, I was talking to Vicky, and she was like, uh, "Oh yeah, she's like my boyfriend's going to be on there, Kenny." And I was like, "Oh, is he? What does he look like? Like, should I look for him? What's his Tell name? me how she, like, she oh, described him. Know. Tell me how she's she described like, him. She was like, "You'll know." What do you mean? I'll know. She's like, "Well, he's like the he's pretty metal militia out." And I was like, oh, I was like "What do you mean?" You fuck she's off. Like, she's like, "Just trust me. You'll know." Like she didn't tell me anything, and I was like, "Come on, really?" And then I'm like sitting there, and I'm like, "Oh, that's him." Hey, I feel like I feel like she told me the exact same thing about you. I'm like, I don't know what like, he looks like. And she's like, oh, you'll notice. He's him. all militia out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well, hey, Bowers, we got to run. Thank you for picking up, though. Uh, good ride in Detroit. Yeah. Enjoy your weekend off. You got two weeks, uh, two weekends off, so that's cool. 
it's not off for me when you're wow. when you're out of shape. You got two weekends of a lot of work. You're telling me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, and yeah, like I said, thank you for picking up. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Man. All right, see you later, man. See you. Uh, Tyler the Bear Bowers on the Gear Ally Cold Call. Travis, uh, way more dudes have picked up through eleven weeks than I thought would possibly yeah, pick up. Oh, uh, hold on. Yeah. What? Do you think there's got, some hype behind it? Why are you turning me off? Sorry. I didn't turn you on, actually, about a commercial. Oh, yeah. No, it's been good. I yeah. Think. yeah. Better than expected. I, d- I didn't see him picking up. We're probably like at a 75% pickup rate. Do you, do you think people are talking about that. it? Really? You yeah. Think? People talking about it, you think, or no? Mm, no. Like, yeah. do you think people want to get called now? No. Yeah, every Monday night, all the riders are like, eh, hey, man, I I've, I've been waiting me. for my phone calls. I know Stu texts me, and he just keeps his phone right there. <laughs> <laughs> keeps his phone right in Orlando by the, by the water and just says, fucking call me, Mathis. I know. He's waiting. All right, commercial break here. Dave Osterman coming up. Kenny Taco Bell and the Donk in studio. Osterman coming up. Uh, Slayton Racing talk. Uh, Vicky Golden talk. Hopefully Jason Thomas will come back on or come come on at all. And Fab Crusher Day, X-Brand Goggle Lots more to talk about. Stick around. Bye. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... 
I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses race tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses race tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses race tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses race tech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people.
Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, in talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hotcam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hotcam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hotcam's Unleash the power within. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. 
Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. 
Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul BMX Show. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. It's Kenny Taco Bell's choice of music. Yeah. Can't go wrong with it. So good. Lagwagon, man. If you I don't actually, know this. I well, I have this. I didn't buy it. It was on my Moto XXX soundtrack that I have on my phone. How do you have a soundtrack on your phone? I put it on iTunes. They have it? No, I put the CD in and I ripped it from the CD and put it in my iTunes. Oh, you're like a thief or something? No, I have a CD. I didn't know you can do that. Will you do that to my phone? Hold on a second. You didn't know that you could put a CD in your computer and put it into your iTunes? No. No clue. I'm okay. a dirt bike rider. Hey, I got a story for you, Kenny Taco Bell. Uh, my buddy Aaron sent me this about you today. Mm. About 14 years ago, I ran into Kenny Bell at a Del Taco <laughs> after the Sacramento Arena Cross. Any at all? Anything? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> 14 years ago. He tried to, he, he, he tried to race. He didn't qualify for the main that night and did the freestyle show also. I think he may have busted out half a Cordova. Anyway, he's yeah, 14 drunk. years ago. That was huge. He's drunk at this Taco Del Taco yelling at the staff because there's no beer in the soda fountain. <laughs> and I, and I got annoyed so and I got annoyed and told him to shut up. He was with two broads and he tried to posture up. Stumbled over, tried to fight me, then ran out and tried to piss on my truck as I was driving away. Good times. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, that's like Kenny Bell's story in a nutshell, right? Well, my, my Aaron Hansel at Racer X. That's his memories of you, Kenny. Who, who is this? Aaron Hansel. He works for Racer X. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's probably why I got a two-page picture in Transworld this month oh, you and did? not Racer Oh, nice. No, Hansel doesn't have that kind of power. Mm. But um, you're yelling at the employees for not having beer in the soda fountain. <laughs> that seems like a pretty solid like <laughs> argument, right? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like, why, why not get mad at him, right? Oh, man. Uh, welcome well, welcome back sorry. to the show. Kenny Taco <laughs> Bell. You, so you and Hansel have some... Uh, Making it up to do. Yeah, I don't. You, you I don't tried know to piss on his tires as he uh, drove away. How do you try? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I'm geez. just telling you the story I got. Yeah. So, uh, sorry. Welcome back, uh, Works Connection. One of our sponsors uh, and a sponsor of you too, Kenny Bell, right in, there, your, yeah. in your freestyle life. Uh, what do you use from them? What, Every single thing they make, man. Not the not the Easy Start thing. Uh, well, I have one for the 450. Oh, okay. Yeah, in case you race. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Or just want to pull it down to you know yeah, do yeah. a practice start. Right. But no, man, every little trick thing. Those dudes have, uh, man, those guys have helped me since old school arena cross days. Are they really? And, yeah. Uh, man, well, it's always rad. They're Sacramento guys. Yeah, Placerville, yeah, right there. Yeah, yep. yeah absolutely. Exactly. So. Worksconnection.com, uh, the easy clutch, easy clutch perch. Of course, they practically pioneered the damn thing, uh, taking it from uh, Factory Honda who had it for a while, and then they made it even better at Works Connection. Engine plugs and and uh, chain adjusting blocks and. Obviously, the uh, the starting device is used by more uh, pros and privateers in the pits than anybody else. Used by Vicky Golden. Used by Vicky Golden. And the stands of rule. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, Works Connection. Check them out, please. And, uh, all right, brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email jake at vortexracing.com for a killer discount off of bars and sprockets and uh, tie-downs and V3 oil filters and brake lines. They've got it. James Stewart, Blake Baggett, Chad Reed used the Vortex Racing sprocket. They got a V3. MX bar is 29% stronger than competition. Babbitt's Kawasaki. I think they still use it. Bars uh, and sprocket. I think they use the bars still. Yeah, I, don't I, know. I should probably know this as being a Asgard, host and everything. Asgard got big nasty. Uh, Pulpamex 2016 is the code. Vortexracing.com. Uh, they're, they're celebrating 20 years of intelligent race design. Leading manufacturer of MX race components. We thank the guys at Vortex for coming I just on. Bought, I just bought one of those for my bike. You did? Yeah. Which, which one? What'd you buy? It's rear sprocket. Did you use the pulp code? Nope. Really? Hey, I texted you the other day, though. Why? Because I saved $58 oh, yeah. on BTO. BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX10 mm-hmm. when you're checking out. That's going to change next month, people. So you have nine days, ten days until it changes. So, mm-hmm. uh, All right. So Vortex is pleased and proud to bring you our next guest, former factory mechanic, factory team manager, recently manager of Team 2-2 for many years, uh, Dave Osterman. What's up, Dave-O? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm just driving back from my folks in Palm Desert with the wife and uh, sucking on some lemonade and talking to you. Oh, nice. I like that move. That's nice. Um, yeah. Uh, everything good with you? Hey, what about Van Halen? Let's talk about some Halen right off the hop. You went to a private show a little while ago, right? I, I go to as much as I can because I have a buddy that knows them, and, and I've been going to them since high school, and I've I been know. a fan like you have forever. So, um I don't have the nickname I have for nothing, so uh, I'm pretty hardcore with all that stuff. So, do you go to the you know, all the all the years in a box, man? You got you got to listen to something, right? I know. Did you go to the the whiskey show a little while? Like I don't know, six months ago? Was it longer than that? No. no oh, no. okay, okay. I, I know they did a no. whiskey show. I didn't know if you were in yeah. on that. Yeah, no. I, I I try to go to as much as I can, but but uh, we all got things to do, you know. Davo saw Halen when they were before they even were Halen, right in Pasadena. Like they were just kind pretty of pretty much. Pretty much when they were still flopping around, and they were van, and I was flopping around myself. So yeah, we were all kind of uh, young and dumb and trying to find our way. I love that. I love those stories. Beat me from Canada and being a fan of Van Halen. <laughs> That'd be so rad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got speaking of Van Halen too. I got to get Bo Bamberg on here. He also loves Halen. His bike's all done up in any yeah. Van Halen graphics and everything. Um, 
What's up, Dave? What's going on? What are you doing these days? What's happening since Team well, Two Two folded? Uh, well, what's, what's, to be honest, I'm not doing what I what I'd like to be doing, but uh-huh. but uh, for me at least, as opposed to my guys, I'm happy for my guys, obviously. But uh, um, you know, the management wise, there's not a whole lot of opportunities out there. You're in the game and you know what it's like. So mm-hmm. um, I've been doing management type stuff for a long time, been yep. successful at it, but there weren't really any open doors. So. No nails for the hat, so to speak. So right. um, I uh, I jumped into helping my folks. And, uh, you know, you, you hear about a lot of dysfunctional families, but I'm fortunate not to come from one. And uh, my dad's 95. My mom's 86. Just oh, geez. Just replacement surgery. So yep. my wife and I are splitting duties with that. And, uh, um, and I got to tell you, <laughs> taking care of your folks is is is, is, is 20 times gnarlier than pro racing it, it, it's almost <laughs> like rearing your kids all over again but i know they're, they're both sharp as attack and oh that's good keeps me, keeps me hopping and uh but but, but you know hey I'd, I'd love to be back out there with you guys so yeah um, i mean if you're if you can't be back with everybody and doing a job that you love and everything else i guess taking care of your parents isn't isn't such a bad thing it's spending time with them right no, I, I mean, last time I checked, I only got one set of those, you know, and, and uh, they, they did right by me, so I'm kind of paying them back. And my my uh, my brother lives in Florida, so it's it's pretty much on me. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, I kind of treat them like the racing stuff, you know. I don't uh, don't let anything for chance, so uh, it keeps keeps me hopping, but. You know, I'd love to be back in it, but it's just it's just about an opportunity, really. Right. Yeah, have you been uh have you been in touch with people about different opportunities, different teams and things like that? Like has there been anything come up that you just turned down or has there been uh No, you because know? no, no because um you know, when the team was shutting down, I knew all my guys would probably land somewhere mm-hmm. because, you know, motor suspension, truck driver, that just happens. But team managers on top teams, I mean if I'm conceited about anything, I admit I, I look at myself like a top rider. Mm-hmm. I've got the experience. I think outside of Roger, I'm one of the diehards that's been around the longest. And mm-hmm. you know, I've got I've got a great track record, and I look at myself pretty much like a rider. So you, you know, you get what you pay for there, and you get what you pay for with me. I don't I don't leave anything to chance, or mm-hmm. I'm not known for dropping any balls and and. Uh, um, I think I run a tight ship, but again, there has to be a ship to sail. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so so that's just the way that went. So it's possible that 2017 could be your first chance to get in again. Like you said, these guys don't move a lot. There's not a lot of opportunity, but um, certainly there's more and more teams coming around. And, and at the end well, of the year, things you know, could change. I think I told you a long time ago. I'll talk to anybody, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to anybody. I mean, I love it. I still follow it. Um, Admittedly, you know, I haven't been to one race this year. You know, Prater was gracious enough to hook me and my family up again, but mm-hmm. I haven't attended one event. Um, I just feel weird going. I'm really passionate about it, and it's hard for me. Mm-hmm. Um, when the team ended, it was hard for me. Not bitter. Right. It was just hard for yeah. me, and uh, um, I'm not going to lie. And and you know how I get. I'm, I'm, I doubled out my shoes, man. I'm, yeah, you're I'm into it. Yeah. Tight, but, I, nope. you know, look, it, it – uh, I think I, I I I say what I do and do what I say, so um, I miss it. But uh, I follow it. I mean, I'm up on the tire stuff probably more than the the, the people building the tracks are, so <laughs> um, which uh, drives me nutty right there. And you know, everybody's pointing fingers except who they should really be pointing it at. But but you know, at the end of the day, I'm I'm still a fan and I respect everybody that's in it because it's 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 uh you know we're all diehards. 
Vortex Racing, bringing you uh, Dave Osterman on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. 702-586-7857. You got a question for Davo, who's a uh, uh, Supercross-winning uh, mechanic back in the day and team manager for uh, many teams. Um, I was We were talking at the beginning of the show, Dave, because obviously Ryan Dungey's flagging thing and getting docked two, two positions for that. We were talking about that was a big topic at the beginning of the show. And yeah. I can't believe that they took the win away. If you want to say Ryan did wrong, okay, great. Roger admitted that he did. It wasn't on TV. I get that. But as Chad's Instagram showed this morning, and as you have seen and I've seen and Donk and Kenny Bell here, we've all seen that rule is broken all the time and nothing happens. Now, Anderson got well, penalized you know, two spots, but they're going to be in it, for it now, Dave. They're, everyone's going to be filming. Everyone's going to be watching. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's just crazy to me. The whole result was flawed, even Anderson. I mean – um, and, and Rogers kind of has his, his, his feet on both sides on that. But at the end of the day, I like Rogers' interview on Vital. I think it was it, it was an argument for a reasonable doubt. And I think, you know, the AMA flagger, I, I think, messed up more than Ryan did. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, to do what they did is wrong. And I think I think both the officiating sides, uh, I, again, they, they, they just, uh, I think they tripped over their shoelaces. And I think... I think that's sad because it is a professional sport, and you don't see this in a lot of other deals going on, and and you know even right down to the dirt that they're racing on. I mean, guys to this level don't get flats like that, and it just it, it's just hello, there's a problem there in all these divisions. It's not the tire guys; the dirt needs to be sifted. Guys shouldn't be running moose tubes and supercross. And I'm on the outside getting all revved up about this because mm-hmm. I think it's it's embarrassing. And I think their calls at the events are embarrassing. They still need a consortium of what I call a think tank. So they don't shoot first and think about it later. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Ryan's going to go down and probably win the title. But then again, I hope he doesn't get three flats in a row and then hands it to somebody else. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm like all you guys. I think that was flawed. And, uh, you know, nobody likes the school teacher when they told us to sit in the corner, but I mean, this kind of stuff, in the history of everything with this, it's just it's just very poor officiating. And I like all those guys. I respect them all. But you know what? If I drop the ball, then point the finger at me. If you guys drop the ball and screw up, then you should get criticism. I mean, this is crazy that, that, that Ryan Dungey especially is the most even Steven, you know, white glove kind of a guy to do something. And, and, and he can mess up. I'm sure he's got a parking ticket or a speeding ticket or a spit on the sidewalk. But at the end of the day, the whole that whole event was flawed, mm-hmm. and, and being a fan and a guy in the know, I just think it's embarrassing for us. It's terrible. Well, the thing is, is it's the the whether it's the AMA officials with the red cross flag or the volunteer guys with the yellow flag. Every single weekend, I see horrible no, flagging. You know what it is? You're a professional. You go to the races. I was a professional. Chad, Lars, all my old guys, everybody, even some of these guys on your show that have a pro license or mechanic license. At the end of the day. They got rena flaggers, and and they should get guys that treat this seriously. And look, the guy wasn't in the right place at the right time, so the flag doesn't work the same. It's not the same deal. I right. mean, these guys have to learn. It, it you know, I, I've gotten upset and gotten gray hairs over this in the past, uh, even on two two with things that happened with with. I'm not going to name any of the riders, but you're you've been around too with the blue flag or this oh, flag yeah. or that flag. And it's never a perfect system, but you know what? This cost Ryan a lot of points, cost him a lot of money, 
And I think the only reason uh, Roger didn't make even more noise is because it volleyed over next door. You know, yeah, if it would have been a I different agree. color, husky, I think you would have seen Absolutely. a lot more racket out of them. And and it's just crazy that this goes on. Really, it's again for me, it's embarrassing because I've been in this as long as Bevo's been out there, and it's and it's and, and it's again, it's just embarrassing. Yeah, I, I just think. That if they're going to do this, everyone's going to be watching now, and now they want now. There's going to be so many people who want two spots from all these guys that can't see a flag and jump a small little jump or whatever, and we're they're opening up themselves. That's great. They want to enforce it. That's great, but it didn't affect the race one way or another. But just get ready to enforce everything. That's my that's my yeah, point. I, you know? Yeah, it's just you know. And then Roger made the comment. The only comment Roger made I didn't agree with is that the AMA has pressure on themselves to. To, to be the do-gooders. Yeah. Who's putting pressure on them? Is it the FIM putting pressure or Phelps yeah. putting pressure? You know, I, I think that part of his statement was a little silly. They just need to be, you know, it's like the principal of a school doesn't walk down every hallway looking for things to uh, uh, call infractions. I mean, you know, and again, Dungey's the guy that, that that is not doing that kind of stuff. You know, I don't want to name names on guys we know that, that do it every weekend, but but you know, it, it, it was just a sad state of affairs, and, and and again, I think it was just flawed across the board. Um, and I mean, look at the message boards; it's it's all over the place. And I think, you know, for Ryan, I'm I'm sure it's still a win-win. He had a pretty good points lead, and he remains so. So, so I think he's kind of got it. But, but now, yeah, like I like kind of joked before. I mean, are they going to start running moose tubes in Supercross until they figure out what's going on with the dirt? They need to sift the dirt. I mean, I talked to some pro mechanics that I know you know, Steve, and I'm not going to name their names because I don't want to get them in trouble, but I still talk to some of these guys. Mm-hmm. And, and and they said a lot in the whoop section, they're looking at the tires, and their tires are getting cuts. Yeah. Not uh, not rim lock pinches. Or no, yeah, flat. it's cuts, it's right. Cuts. That's yeah. what I heard in yeah. Toronto was it was so sliced. little gerbils yeah. in the dirt with, with switchblades cutting everybody's Pirellis and Dunlops. And that even makes the tire. I'm surprised Glover and, and the Pirelli guys aren't raising hell because – when you're on TV and it says three guys got flats or two guys got flats, mm-hmm. it makes them want to go buy a Maxxis tire. I mean, that doesn't look too good. Yeah, or or how so about the or if it's been a rough year, you want to talk about the gate malfunctions? Like, come on, guys, figure it out, figure it out. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, you, you know, know, look. Um, the only thing I, I've always joked with some of my guys, maybe you've heard me say it, that you know, it's the circus and we're the clowns in the circus. But again, <laughs> you know, you got to treat everybody right. And you can't slap the animals around, or, or otherwise they'll get loose and tear everybody to pieces. And I think, again, you know, as many as much as they're doing with this chase thing and all this NASCAR stuff they want to bring in on us, I think at the end of the day they got to they they got to double knot their shoes first. Yeah, they got to straighten up and fly right, but before they bring in something else. I mean, they're not even doing what they do normally right. It's. It's incredible to me, and I don't want this to just be a negative bash on Supercross guys and everything else. Uh, interview Dave Osterman here on the Pulp Mech Show, but it's incredible to me. There's literally millions of dollars at stake for riders, for teams, for sponsorships. Millions, millions of dollars. You just touched on it. Millions of dollars, and there's stuff in the dirt making. <laughs> right, you know, right, exactly. The they do a phenomenal job. Right. They've got a series that everybody digs and wants to be part of. It's a great show. But the officiating shouldn't even just be chasing Dungey doing this or, or, or this guy doing that. Mm-hmm. They should also be saying, hey, this dirt sucks. You know, yeah. pro tennis plays on a great course, pro golf, pro bowling. Anything that has the word pro in front of it 
deserves up, upper-class treatment, the finest of fine. They sifted, remember, Steve, you were around. They shifted the dirt years ago because it was, it was so rocky. It, it, was, it, it was dangerous. And then now you've got stuff, foreign stuff in the dirt that, that's causing miscues and malfunctions on the tires that's, that's just unfounded. When's the last time you saw so many bikes in so few weeks getting flops like this? It's, that's the next thing. But the mm-hmm. officiating guys should be on top of that with Feld saying, hey, look, maybe you got this dirt for a handshake, but, but you know, yeah. let's, yeah, let's yeah, clean yeah. it up. No, there's, everyone's making profit from Feld to, you know, the dirt works guys. Everybody's making profit. So let's, let's make it and, you know, run this right, thing right. It, can't cost, it shouldn't cost the show. No, again, no. Stranger things have happened. I mean, uh, I mean, Ryan could go out there next, the next three in a row and mm-hmm. flat. Yep. And there goes his points lead. So, um, and that that would be just a terrible thing. And they'd never get rid of that in the press. That'd be like Tylenol years ago. You know what I mean? I mean, that would really taint them. Uh, so. And what do you – so, Dave, you, you know Chad Reed well, obviously. We saw him get a couple podiums to start the year, put some pressure on Dungey. Then we uh, he got he went through a bit of a slump. He came back at Atlanta, got a good result. What's your take on the 2-2 season so far? I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm still a fan. You know, I see Joel is back driving, and I think that's cool. And Goose is out there, obviously doing what he's doing. I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know Ellie's been flying in a little bit more to kind of slap him around, so to speak. I mean, look, I think he's a senior guy out there, and I think you know it. If everything clicks like this weekend, he he got a four. So I think I'm still one of those guys that still thinks he has a race win in him. And I said that when the season started. I mm-hmm. haven't seen it yet. I've seen him come close. I mean. Uh, there's no hate in me on on the guy or his situation. It's just the team, the yeah. team went one, you know, went another. But but uh, well, like I said, I follow it, and uh, um, we've chatted a few times about this or that or the other thing uh, in as many months, uh, you know, uh, once in a while. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, for me, it's all good. I, I <laughs> again, I wish him well, and and uh, I, again, we all know he's that guy that that if everything clicks. And uh, he doesn't get a flat. He could get lucky. Mm-hmm. So, because there is a lot of luck in this. So, so yeah. uh, you know, there's what six more to go, I think. Or yeah, yep, uh, six more. But yeah, so uh, see, I'm up on it. I even knew how many more were left. But, but uh, <laughs> uh, I can't believe you haven't been to the races, Davo. Come on, go to the races. Hey, well, first of all, I don't get all the free coffee that you do. No, I'm telling <laughs> you, the wife and I discussed it. Look, I'm a passionate guy. You yeah. know me for a while. Yeah, and. Look, I'm again. I'm happy for all my guys, but but going there. Look, if I showed up at any of those rounds, there's nowhere for me to go. There's no, you know, everybody's full. Well, you can you still know? go and around not, and I'm say really hi busy. to people. You know, go say yeah, hi. You know what? Every, everybody's busy working on. If I if I was going to go at all, I should have gone on some of the Fridays on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I was I was not truthfully. I was knee deep with my folks. You can right. My wife's sitting right here. I was knee deep with my folks. I followed it on my phone because between you and the other couple guys on my phone, it's almost better than being there. Because even <laughs> if I miss something, yeah. no, seriously, you guys do a great job. Ask the wife. Even if I miss something, looking to the right, you picked it up or the other guy picked it right, up on the, right. on the hook. Sure. And I'm totally informed. And when I talk to my buddies who were even there, sometimes I know more that went on than what they saw. Right, right, right. So, so I've been following every week. I just haven't been. Because, you know, look, 2-2, two, two, 
was a once-in-a-lifetime deal. I've been on other great teams, YOT, KTM, uh, Pro Circuit. I've been very successful even in my own career as a mechanic. But T2 was special, and, and it, it, you know, it, it, the dream team, whatever they call it. But it was a special deal right down to all the guys that were there. And that five years was magical. So, mm-hmm. you know, when that ended, it's like, you know, it was like eating ice cream every day. And then all of a sudden when it <laughs> ended, I didn't want any more ice cream right away. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just, it, it wasn't a bad taste in my mouth. It was just, I, I honestly thought, again, with the job that, that we all did as a crew and the team and our success and the years and our presence, I actually thought I would be getting some phone calls. But it was it was pretty next to, let's say, like a flat line in one of those hospital shows. And <laughs> I didn't really take it personal because, yeah. again, you're in it. It's just opportunity. There's a lot of good guys in those spots now. Nobody's stepping down. Yeah, nobody's giving it up. No, for sure. No, no. Yeah. So, um, and and it, you know, if there's a if there's a B level team or any of these other teams, look, I'll talk to anybody. But uh, you know, when you're in it, everybody shakes your hand, and when you're out of it, it's like those hands aren't there so much anymore. So it's just uh, so you know. Look, I'm just doing what I'm doing with my folks and uh, seeing what happens in the future. But, yeah, I'd welcome, like I said, I'd right. welcome to talk to anybody. Yeah, if anybody's listening that wants to get a hold of Dave-O, uh, email the, the website, and we'll, I'll pass you on Dave's contact information. Yeah, no, that'd be great. Um, that'd be great. Look, uh, i got a lot of guys, all my crews looking out for me. Yeah, for sure. I still well, in touch with people as much as I can. And Whenever I talk to anybody that's been on any of your teams, uh, one thing they say about you is that there maybe isn't a harder worker in the group than the team manager, which isn't always the case, Donk. You've been on some teams as well as I have. The team manager's not always the hardest working guy. Absolutely. And from everybody I've ever talked to that's that's worked for Dave Osterman, they said, yeah, you know what? Yeah. The only reason I don't drive the truck is I don't have a class one or whatever you need to do that. <laughs> that's that's but, one but thing no, that I like. I mean, um, you know what? I mean, uh, that's just the way I've always been, and, and that's probably the way, I mean, my wife's laughing just next to me, but and I, and I like that as a mechanic kind of, you know, on the other side of it, it's it's uh, it's motivating to be around, you know, somebody that, that you're, for lack of a better term, underneath in the team. Uh, it's super motivating to have a guy like, like yourself to, to be putting in the work and, and, and pulling your own weight, own weight, so to speak. And, you know, you know, you know that you can count on them at all times and it's. It's just super motivating, and you give yourself confidence. It's just a better team atmosphere. Oh, I appreciate that. I, yeah. Again, I, you know, if I'm cocky about anything, I'm not really known for dropping the ball. I mean, maybe I should have been a ball player, but, but uh, I, you know, look, I just try, I just try to do what I do, and uh, and that's like I said, I, I think I think I'm good at it, and uh, and I think it shows. And again, it's just you know, it's opportunity. Like like look at yeah. Josh, he got the ball. Will got hurt. Right. Josh got called up. It's not that Josh had too much of an ego or this or that. People say, "Oh, Josh Grant, he should, you know, race for race for for ten bucks an hour." But mm-hmm. no, look, he has a worth. He has, he, he's a top guy, and whatever people say, they say. But but uh, I, again, I look at myself mm-hmm. the same way, and it's just it's just opportunity. <laughs> but again, no managers are stubbing their toes, and, and I'm not getting the call. So it's uh, it's uh, It'll, you know. Yeah. Um, It'll come around. WUSA, built based in Orange County, California, number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services in America. 
Top brands like Talon and Kite, along with DID and Excel Rims. Uh, finest teams in the country like Factory KTM, JGR, Yamaha, BTO, Rockstar, Motorcycle Superstore, Suzuki, Alltrust, WWUSA.com. 15% discount. Just contact them and tell them uh, Pulp MX Show. Uh, John and Kristen and everybody down at WUSA will hook you up. So uh, we thank those, those guys. Those guys are awesome, by the way. They yeah. are absolutely yeah, awesome. Yeah, they're incredible now, racing company. Yep. Being on 2-2 with the guys that I had under me, and working for Chad Reed, and Chad Reed's just gnarly to work for, and mm-hmm. good, but gnarly, and I know, I think you know that, Steve. And so, W handled us on the wheel stuff, and and they they've just been awesome. I know they're they, they work with you guys, but but I've never they were they were one sponsor that I would push really hard, mm-hmm. and they always delivered, never let us down. The quality was there, and. And and trust me, a lot of last minute, eleventh hour stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And, yep. Yeah, because I mean, when you work with Chad, that's just a lot. That's of time the way it goes, is, but, right? But, yep. And it was always just a badass performance by them. Uh, also, Vortex Racing bringing you uh, Dave Osterman. Email Jake at vortexracing.com for a killer deal for the same sprockets that Chad Reed, James Stewart, Blake Baggett use. Um, well, Dave, well, thanks uh, thanks for coming on, man, and uh, good luck and everything. Like I said, no, I'm I appreciate sure, I'm, you having me. Yeah, I'm I sure it won't be it. too long before you find yourself at the helm of another race team. There's lots of new teams coming in, and I think somebody like that could do well to hire a guy like you. To I've always complained. Well, if, you, if you know who they are. I've always, I've always, yeah, com- you know there. I've always, I've like always, put in a good word. I've always complained like teams like WBR, MDK, these guys come in with all this money, these team owners, Brad Williams was WBR and Mark Cormie yep. was uh, MDK. And I'm probably yep. missing three yep. or four other teams. These guys come in with all this money, even Mike Genova, uh, yep. who they, they have all this money. They want a team and they just hire a buddy. Or someone unqualified to run the whole program. I never understood that. I never got that. I always said to people when Kehoe was when Kehoe was out of it, I'm like, call Eric Kehoe and just give him the keys and say, Hey Kehoe, run my show. I have all this money invested. Please help me along the way. And these guys a lot of times hire their buddies or their bros and I just don't get it. I don't understand. Well yeah, I mean it's 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 easier to make mistakes than it isn't. And it, it's not that we're so smart. It's just again, it's just years, experience, experience time. Yeah. And, and trust me, we've made those mistakes. I mean, it's not there's not some book you just pick it up and and uh, but you know, hey, look, it is what it is. You get what you pay for. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but again, you know, like I said, if something comes around and and uh, I'll talk to anybody. Yeah, it just uh, well, it just has to be the right. The shoe has to be the right fit. Well, email me if you want uh, interest in Davo running your program on pulpamex.com. There's a contact form that comes right to me. Or text me if you have my number or text Don, text Taco, Kenny Taco Bell, whatever. Uh, Davo, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. See you, bud. Yeah, hey, we'll see you. Right. Okay, take care. Dave Osterman, everybody. Love this guy right here. He'd be a good addition to a team. Absolutely. Man, I feel... Uh, what? I, well, I don't know the guy. Yeah. So... I know what he does is freaking bitching. Right. I've, he's ran ridiculous teams and everything. But, boy, just from the outsider, just obviously I didn't say one word. Listening in, I don't think that he really wishes that much goodness for old Chad Reed. And It sounded like there's some 
some deep down yeah. beef in the background right there. I like, don't think he was. He's stoked. like, you know, yeah. he still has a talent, and, he, and you know, maybe he'd get lucky. It's like, <laughs> what? you just uh, all right. No, I maybe mean, there is. I mean, look, I don't know. Yeah. It sounds like there's some right, yeah. and there could be, and then that, right. maybe there yeah, should yeah. be. You know, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, you know? I don't know one not, way or another. Not saying against, but right. everything. Like, no, I don't. You know ever what, notice like when someone like really yeah, pushes yeah. the fact of that? Oh, Usually, yeah. it's the opposite. Oh, no, yeah. Like, I don't know one way or the other. Uh, don't get but, me wrong. I but, know the dude but, is ridiculous but it at what he does. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise know. me if Davo was a little pissed. Or like, what he's got to be a little yeah. bit, right? Like, I mean, you, you got to have a little chip on your shoulder about sure. the whole deal. Yeah. I mean, he, he helped. He was very very solid part of the whole uh, upbringing of that whole team to yeah. where they got to at the end. And, I mean, yeah. to just have it kind of, but just even uh, we don't have sponsorships, so we're done. I to mean, feel like, have a little bit of like he says, he's like, where do I go if I go to the races? Everybody would come like, oh, Dave, what yeah, are you doing? Yeah, you know? I get it. I get it. Um, uh, Donk, um, uh, you, let's talk a little bit about Donk. Okay. Um, Everybody just shut their computer off. You. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Excellent. We That's haven't why you we haven't seen you on the show since the Husky firing. We haven't. It's been a you, year. You went back the, home yeah. to Canada. Yeah. I told you you would hate it. <laughs> you had one bay door shop with no air conditioning. I used to text you in the middle of August and say how hot is it in, in your bay door. You can't stay away from this motorcycle stuff. <laughs> you remind me a little bit of myself back in the day. Was that you just love it? You love it, and you'll That's do about it. Yeah. So <laughs> you're back. You work. You got a job uh, for Slayton Racing, KTM for Colton. No. Well, let Clean me let, let me oh, let me what? let me lay it out for you real quick. No, that was a that was a. I thought that came first. No, no oh, get out sorry, of here, bro. No, I okay. I went for him. So you met him when he was working for Blos or Baggett or uh, uh, Bl- Bowers. Bowers. I got my names my B's wrong. No, Baggett never worked yeah. for Baggett. Worked for Blos. Remember Baggett <laughs> and Reacross. Remember yeah, who could forget <laughs> Donk and Baggett Super Team. Um, no, that's my guy. Brandon. So you met him uh, when he was working for Bowers, and then when Vicky <clears throat> came time. No, you'll forgive me for not doing the research. What team is Vicky on? PRB. It's, it's the old PRBC. It's the old Dirt Candy team. No, with no Ronnie nothing Stewart. to do with it. Ronnie no? Stewart's the only thing that stayed the same with that. But it was that team. Ronnie was with those people. Well, right? Ronnie yeah, was that, sponsored by that Ronnie team. Ronnie was on that team, and now it's Ronnie's own deal. Yeah, now it's Team Microbuilt, PRBC. But, but, but it's Ronnie Stewart's team from last year. It's not Ronnie Stewart's team. He's one of the riders. Okay. God, you, you know. The team that Ronnie Stewart Beat team, he doesn't care. No, the it's team. a different deal. Okay. Different right. deal. The Dirt yeah. Candy yeah. deal is entirely yeah. separate. Yeah. That's like saying... I don't know, but that's okay. not it. It's like saying your mom. It's like saying KTM and Husky are the same. Okay. So, <laughs> God, let's not get into that again. Um, so you want you need a mechanic for Vicky, and you said, hey, Donk, there's, well, we, we want he's you. Been, he's been a friend of Vicky and I. Well, uh-huh. been my friend ever since I met him uh-huh. with Vicky. Vicky knew him already, obviously. But, uh, man, uh, he was supposed to work for Way. Way's deal fell through. Yep. First thing I thought of as soon as I heard that fell through. We immediately were like, because we were looking for someone, uh-huh. and uh, immediately we were like, what's Donk doing? Yeah. And Let's well, Donk was here. in one bay door up in Canada, yeah. freezing But I text off. Donk the whole time, like, not even working with us. I'm like, dude, you know you hate your life up there. <laughs> he totally did. Move back down. Me and Vicky Wait, have two extra rooms. Who told you you would hate that life? You did. I did. Thank I don't. You. I didn't hate it. I Thank told you. him everybody I actually had a great him. summer. I had everybody. a fantastic to me. summer. I had a great summer. <laughs> yeah, sounded like it. But no, well, he, never a minute of it. he moved down. Qualified for pro national. He moved down to start doing bike prep, right. start getting ready to go, and he's On like micro built. PRBC. PRBC. Yeah. Can't forget it. Yeah. No. Which is based out of Ronnie Stewart's team. 
just based out of the, the like the, the garage at, at Kenny and Vicky's house. I live with them. Yeah. And we, so the garage is all set up, and I'm working for getting everything ready to go for Vicky. And yeah, because the Nick Way thing fell through. Yeah, yep. yeah. So in the meantime, I put this deal together. And I had another down. job for you, and you turned them down. Oh, motorcycle superstore. Yeah, I turned. Craig Albertson, I, you torn down because you had the Way thing on lock. I turned down several jobs. I was up you in the had air. The way thing on no, not really. Way's deal was always up in the air, but he was super confident. You should have. He should have. No, he should have jumped. Why? I don't know. No, he shouldn't have. Why? Why? What, what's it matter to me at this point, dude? It doesn't matter. I want to go to the races and have fun and enjoy okay. myself and so not have the. At some point, you're working for you're working whatever. for Vicky, and then Slayton calls. No, and then Cole Thompson calls. Oh, Cole Thompson, yeah, himself. And I've worked with Cole in the past. Done well with them. Known the family. In Canada, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Known the family for as long as I've been in motocross, which is, you know, 15 some odd years. Um, always been a great family. Cole calls and says he needs help. The mechanic they had didn't work out. He. This is Monday morning at like 9 a.m. after Ana, after Anaheim won. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, calls shit. me. Okay. And he's like, dude, I need help. I, I got nothing. The, the place that he's renting down here is a condo. It's an apartment building. He has a little tiny garage that's about as because your desk right here, so uh-huh. he doesn't have room to put a bike in, do it, and he doesn't have a pressure washer. He's like, I need help. He's like, can you can you help me out? And I'm like, well, dude, I'm 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 you're done, help, yeah. Helping Vicky, like, yeah. I'm like, but you're doing West. I'm like, I'm sure I can make a deal to like come to the races with you, <clears throat> and you know, make sure everything's good. Well, it started out as that, and then two weeks later, we have an entire Cole Thompson program moved right into the garage, which not happy about. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny wasn't happy about. Pissed me off. Still pissed. And well, did he pay you though? Didn't Slayton pay you? Eventually. Yeah, for, one for day. Garage rental. But it, you know what? To be honest, it wasn't about a money thing. They took my freaking garage. Why over. didn't you tell him to beat it? You could have said well, you're working for Vicky. Beat it, Donk. Well, there there was a time to where it kind of almost was that, but it was never. Honestly, I don't think that Donk's my friend. I have no problem telling him when he's wrong. Or when it's something, but it 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 wasn't supposed to be the way it worked out. It kept to be. escalating, and it kept getting the envelope pushed further and further and further. And 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 what was what was happening is the deal was being taken advantage of. Absolutely. In the beginning, Absolutely. I was going to help Cole get to the races, make sure his there bike was, was good. There was nothing going on during the week. The Slayton team. It was a Saturday it only thing. It right. did, it had nothing really to do with the Slayton team. I worked out a little deal to make sure I got compensated to uh-huh. go to the races with the team manager. But the team never contacted me to to lay out what they were, what they wanted, what the plan was, etc. Mm-hmm. Well, the week after I started, Cole's practice engine blew up, or, and then we were racing on the the ra- or practicing on the race engine. So I'm taking engines out of frame, driving them up to Pro Circuit, taking it now, over here. Now we talked about you yelling at people. Are you yelling at anybody at this point, or no? Not at all. Everything's cool. Everything's fine. Nobody's spinning your wheel backwards. I think he yelled at me. Yeah, that's, you're fine. I don't know. I'm like the landlord, though. Nobody's spinning your wheel backwards. No tour groups are coming through. Oh man, Vicky's garage. Okay, you're a fucking asshole. I'm not. (laughs) What? I'm. I'm. I'm I'm trying to help you. He's been good this year. Yeah. He has been good this I've year. I've been good. Turn over new leaf, okay. man. I had to go back to Canada and get donkey, Canadian again. Donkey call me. <laughs> donkey call me. I donkey you. call me. So, okay. So, yeah. So, it kind of turned into something more than what More you, than what yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I, if, like three, three, four weeks in, I'm taking race engines out. I'm like, I'm framing a bike 
And you're like, wait a minute, wasn't this supposed to be a Saturday job? Yeah. (laughs) I'm framing bikes all for a month straight, just engines in and out, taking it here. Oh, well, they are not getting paid by so-and-so, so so they don't want to do the work. So I take it back down to this place. Well, well, we can get it. We can do it, but we don't have parts. So then I have to go to KTM to get parts. And, like, I'm super thankful that I have a great relationship, even though I got fired from Husky. I have a great relationship with any every single guy that works there. But I thought they're two different companies. They are, but the building's directly beside each other. Oh, okay. I'm still walking on their property. I had your back right there. It's amazing that like some of the pistons and, and camshafts fit. Uh, <laughs> new, yeah. Oh, I already said that it's the same power plant. <laughs> fucking splitting hairs. Yeah. So, so I have a great relationship with all those guys. Walk into KTM, I can walk into Husky and get anything that we needed for the bike because Cole rides for KTM Canada, which mm-hmm. is an affiliation of KTM North America, obviously. So, thankful for that, and I got Cole some parts that maybe Cole Thompson isn't necessarily supposed to have. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he's aware of the parts that he, he got. He's not, but I mean, I'm like I said, he's a good friend of mine. I helped the kid out as much as I possibly could in the situation in the cards that we were dealt with, yeah. and tried to give him the tools to make him capable of doing what he's capable of doing you know and, and at times he was good at other times i was wondering what, who was on the bike so did, same exactly yeah, yeah he 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 had up and downs he had confidence issues he had health issues he had fitness issues and 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 the whole time his his uh i don't know how to say this politically correct but a lot of the time there was uh, people in his corner saying that the bike sucked the bike was never good enough for him and first off a ktm 250 comes as the fastest bike in the class. Yeah. Um, yes, I understand we're racing AMA Pro Supercross, and you do need a very competitive bike. But the bike comes very competitive to begin with. Well, was JSR helping out? Canadian <clears throat> team manager? JSR? With, was with, he OEM, to... with OEM parts and motorcycles. They couldn't get you any of the uh, SXS stuff? He was supposed to have factory services engines. Yeah. That deal fell through. That's the whole reason why Cole's racing the 250 class in Canada this summer. Yeah, that's a dumb idea. Well, the part of the deal is, is right. that here, Cole... You want you want good stuff to race Supercross? Okay, well, we're going to keep all that good stuff, refurb it, and we're going to use it for the summer. So now is he going to go to 450s again? I don't know. I don't yeah. know how that deal is working out. Because he um, never got the motors. So never got the motors. Right, so, yeah. But he did have suspension. The KTM Canada did purchase two sets of suspension. of yeah. the. But that the, works on 450s, too. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah, the WP Cone Valve stuff. I think one set's from TLD. Maybe both sets are from TLD from last year. So we got gotten that. I kind of helped, you know, hey, can we help my guy out with a you know a test day maybe? So yeah. we had WP come to the track with us, give us some options. You know that worked out good, and you know like I said, I tried to tried to give the kid everything I in that I was capable of helping him out with, yeah. and, and give him a good bike. And I mean shit, we had factory suspension, we had clamps, you know the we we had wheels, you know we weren't lacking anything that the bike next to us on the line had other than the fact that he wasn't given a, a factory services motor. We had a pro circuit motor that came, came to the team on Tuesday, uh, right before Anaheim because the motors didn't come through. Cole had to drive the bikes up to pro circuit and Mitch ported ahead, put a special piston in that they, you know, basically made for him and mm-hmm. sent him racing. And, you know, yeah, he didn't have, a, a factory motor but he had a, a competitive motor we had a good ignition right. in it you know they they wrote a program for coal you know what i mean they they yeah. they tried just you're giving them three days before it needs to be raced you know i mean so you're but you're done with slayton now now i'm done yeah uh i got them to the break in <laughs> in dallas and yeah it was just what, uh, did you yell at anybody did they yell at you no it was donkey call me man i'm canadian kenny was it yelling involved 
No. I, I will say I this. I like Kenny, think... Kenny took a lot of my fucking... Yelling? No, not yelling. Oh. Just just frustration with the team. And he was he was being a friend more than anything. And he, and both him and I chat about everything, let alone what's yeah, going on with the team. Course, and, yeah. and Buddies. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he took I a think, lot of I think the whole thing. And... I think the whole thing absolutely sucked. <clears throat> and I'm definitely from from Vicky's boyfriend to his friend to being part of our team mm-hmm. working for Microbuilt PRBC I'm happy all the way around that <laughs> it's over right and 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 just like I said I mean what what it started out to be and what it turned out to be I think was a uh, well, few different things it, I like Cole you know I don't know Cole but from what I know of him he was always a pretty pretty nice kid to to me and you know, like super, you know, he was always very thankful, it seemed like. Yeah. But I think all the way around, everything turned into something that it just wasn't supposed to be. It wouldn't be the first time that a B team, let's call Slayton, you know, things went sideways with money, things went sideways with support, yeah. things went I mean, God, that's the story as old as the hills. And, I mean, and for I've me. Been, I've been in that situation with teams before, Velocity 3, where I wasn't getting paid. Um, I didn't get as deep. Uh, near as deep as I did with that team with the Slayton team, and I, I wasn't yeah, so- I wasn't paid for for a couple rounds, and the the agreements that we made weren't the bills weren't paid. Yeah, and at at the end of Dallas, I gave them a week to come yeah come through with those. And, and again, and- this is coming from a guy that was burned from Velocity badly. Very, you, you, yeah, yeah. And it, it, I gave I gave it a week. Nothing nothing happened, and so I, I made the call like on the the flight home that following weekend yeah. from wherever we were racing Atlanta, and uh, I said, "Hey, I'm done. I'm done with the bullshit. I'm not chasing money. I don't want to deal yeah. with all the all the nonsense that's going on. I don't have time for this." I'm, yeah, you, I've had been, a, you I've have a regular job. Been here, I've Golden, been yeah. here before. Yeah, and I'm not trying as, to walk down yeah. this road again. Yeah. So. See ya. I'm done. And at that point, I had basically washed my hands and and basically written off the fact that I was owed money. And I said, Yeah, you're like, I'm never gonna get. I it. said to Kenny, like, like part of the deal was they were to pay for the for the basically the shop use yeah. of of being in you know Vicky's garage. Like, I mean, it's yeah, a, it's yeah. a three car garage, but damn, dude, we have thirteen bikes in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I have my own bike there. Kenny's got three of his own bikes. Vicky's yeah. got four bikes. You know, like Cole had. Three bikes in there at yeah, one point. Yeah, it was supposed to be like one bike, like <laughs> yeah. on like a Thursday to rebuild it and get it ready. And so then... I mean, it, it just it got to a point where like we're fed up, and I said to Kenny, I'm like, dude, I'm not sure we're getting paid. I don't know, but you did get paid eventually. We did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, credit, did. credit did. to Slayton for eventually absolutely. Through, and right. and as soon as, and and I will say this at the <laughs> uh, Bruce and John, as soon as uh, you know the checks showed up in the mail, I did send an email. I called them. I said thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, because and some it's teams, a lot of respect. For, some I, I, teams yeah. for sure would be like, "Don't absolutely. quit. Yeah. We're not. We're not paying them." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Write that off. I well, not some teams. Probably majority teams. A lot of teams. Yeah, would be like uh, and that, uh, exactly. You know, yeah, and that's we don't why have to pay this guy absolutely right. and that's why i i made it a a pretty substantial point to let them know that yeah. you know thank you you know i yeah. mean at least you know you stood by your word it took, <laughs> it took you a know while. a little yeah, extra yeah. longer than what you said but you know so had you been paid would you would you still be going working for coal or no nah probably not probably just not. everything else that was going on yeah, yeah just just too much yeah it happens can we talk about the other thing or no yeah you want to you want to hear funny slayton stories yeah I got a pretty good one. This isn't anything we talked about earlier. Oh, yeah. This is a oh. really weird story. So, Microbuilt team. Yeah. I came on. They gave me a job for setting the rig up and tearing the rig down. Okay. And in that, 
they take care of me and get me to the races, mm-hmm. cover my all my stuff. Rad deal. So before East Coast started, West Coast, I'm do, I'm still going. I got the job. You know, I'm yeah. doing I'm doing this because the team had to be at all, all the rounds. We had yeah. a rider. Well, we the, we had a fill in rider West for right. for West Coast. So San Diego to it's uh, pit party's over. Like the races are going, whole deal. Slayton steals a bathroom every weekend, put a lock on it. And they steal a, a porter john every John. weekend. They put put it behind their gigantic truck. Yeah. Truck. Yeah. Set up so they still have. unlock it, whatever. Donk tells me that they have one. He's like, hey, if you ever you know need yeah. to go, let me know or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet. And keep in mind that our truck, the, the Slayton We're truck. We're parked next the, to each other every single weekend. Every weekend. Yeah, yeah. we parked right next to each other. So I walk over. I'm literally about to piss my pants. I'm in the middle of tearing down our tent. I walk over, and I find this guy. Don't know who this guy is. No clue. But I see him every weekend. I know he sees me. I mean, uh-huh. look at me. You can tell I'm a good-looking dude. Everyone notices me. <laughs> Hair is beautiful. And and I go, I go, hey, man, can I get your key so I could, you know, rip a piss real quick? He looks at me, and he's like, no, it's private. And I go, yeah, but... You know, the pit party's over. Everybody's gone. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I got to take, I'm about yeah. to piss my pants. Yeah. You know, San Diego pits, yeah. the two different ones. Yeah. It's, a, it's a crap show. So I'm like, I'm like, I know, dude, but Donk, your head rider's mechanic lives at my house. He told yeah. me, don't worry about it. If yeah, I need yeah. to take a piss, yeah. go ahead. He looks at me and he's like, no, dude, it's private. And I go, are <laughs> you private fucking, I go, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So I. I don't know where I'd go with this story if I keep it going. <laughs> I'd leave that part out. Yeah. So I'm like. I really hold true to the story before. <laughs> yeah. You pissed on their truck. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I doesn't take a wrong Absolutely. Side. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck you, dude. So then I'm sitting there in the next week, obviously. I'm Kenny Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. Well, not so even. The, He's my friend. And I mean, so, even no, if he wasn't. Not to mention, right. hey, fucker. Every single thing of your team is in my fucking garage. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even pay me. Yeah. Well, they're, like they're, at that time. The team doesn't communicate. So, like, the owners of the team had no idea was the it, deal well, that we had even made. It was made. through Ryan Clark, the manager? It was through the manager. Right. And as, as far as I'm told, the owners were unaware of 85% of the deal that had been made. So you don't know where your, your riders' bikes are at? Come no on. idea. But... So then the very next week, we're setting up, and we're in Phoenix, I think. Phoenix or yep, yep. Dallas, one or the oh, other. Phoenix. Yeah, we're in the next round. and, and he, No, it was Dallas. Okay. And he walks up to me, and he, he goes, hey, man, oh, well, yeah. I, 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 didn't know, I didn't know who you were. I'm like, what's it matter? I have a team shirt on. We park next to each other every week, and well, it's 730. Credit, and I credit say for I the apology, I guess. Credit for the apology. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care. I don't know. You burn me once, you're done. That's just the way it works. <laughs> So can we talk about the email or no? That's not that's not my deal. I mean, I just think it's so stupid. I think it's super stupid. I mean, certain- okay. So yeah, so Donk Donk's gonna work in Canada this summer for OTSF Rockstar Yamaha. Red off. Are you working for Gurky? No, I'm gonna work for Brett Metcalf. Yeah, so Metcalf, uh, Gurky, and that's it. That's it. Oh, I thought yeah. there was a third no, guy. Two number, guys. Yeah, number so, one and three. Yeah, number yeah. one and three. Great team, great opportunity. You worked for these guys before, right? Yeah, 2010. Yeah, back in the day. So you're going up in the summer to work for Met, work with Metcalf, and it's going to be a great team and everything else. You quit Slayton. Somebody sends an email to Andre at Rockstar. OTSF that says you're basically and, a, sh- and, and a shitty person. Andre is the owner of oh, the, the owner. OTS- OTSF. And this email says basically you quit the team, you suck balls, you're a horrible person, your attitude sucks. Yeah. 
And the email beyond anything that you could really imagine to right. put on paper, and which is funny because Andre knows you. Yep. Like your Canadian motocross is a small scene, Absolutely. family. So it's a Slayton Racing email. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're like, what? I wasn't getting paid. Well, for, yeah. First off, Andre Andre calls. Well, he, oh, Andre calls you. Andre yeah, and emails says, me and hey, says, like, "Hey man, give me a call." So I, I call him and he's like, "Hey man, uh, so got this email from from the team. At this point, we yeah. think it's the team." Saying all this stuff, and I'm Slayton like, racing, I'm yeah. like, okay. Well, yeah. and I told him the deal. I said, yeah, I was owed money. Yeah. I, I, I said, you I'm, gave I'm him done. a week. You gave him a week. Said you, I'm yeah. done. And I mean, I think that would be about the only thing they're mad about. And he's like, okay. He's like, yeah. Well, I mean, it's saying some pretty gnarly stuff, but you know, <laughs> I, I saw through the bullshit right away. Uh, I just wanted you to be aware. Everything's cool. I know you. And he, and, and one thing that really that he said that really stuck with me was, was you know. If, if if I got rid of or fired or did whatever to to an employee of mine every time that they got fired up about something, I'd have nobody working for me. <laughs> and, and and I was like, oh, you got a point there. Yeah. And and uh, he said, it, no worries. He said, I know who you are. I know what you're about. He said, I know I know you work with passion. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'm like, I'm sorry that you have to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, it's okay. I just want. But you, you. were probably a little mystified. Yeah, and uh, and, I, and I said, uh, he said, I, I just want you to be aware that this is happening. So, so I got off the phone with him and immediately called the team manager, and uh, he immediately said, no, that, I mean, that doesn't really sound like them. We had a big, the, him, the team manager and the team owners had a big conference call the day prior, and nobody brought anything up. Yeah. Um, everything seemed fine. With, uh, and you're like, why are you me? trying to destroy me here? Yeah, and, yeah. and he didn't have, he didn't have, he couldn't come up with a reason as to why that would happen, and uh, so he said he would call the team owner, and, and uh, so I got off the phone, and I took it upon myself to call the team owner, and I brought it to his attention. He was immediately apologetic and was saying, you know, man, we didn't this do this. This is John? This is John Slayton, yeah. which is Bruce and John are our, our father-son. They're uh, one th- two-thirds of the, of the ownership of the team, and uh, immediately said, you know, this isn't, this isn't us, man. We're sorry. You know, uh, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't do this and didn't do this. Yeah. At that time, I'm still a little hesitant. I'm saying, okay, well, now things are starting to get confusing. And in yeah. the meantime, yeah, Andre... You're like, you're like, own it. If you said it, own it. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, Andre, Andre forwards me this email, and I read it, and I'm just... Thrown, it's, it's bad. Thrown into my chair. And, <laughs> I read it. And it and, it's, uh, it basically put, says Donk is Satan. Oh, man. You don't want to hire Donkey bad. <laughs> donkey Satan. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, I mean, I know I'm I'm not the best guy. I don't, I don't think about the words I'm saying all the time. Yeah, you're emotional. I do get fired up, but right. I'm, I'm, I'm more passionate about my job than a lot of these guys that are just out there to earn a paycheck. I mean, but damn, dude, <laughs> it cut me <laughs> up. Oh, man, I was like, holy did. fuck. Yeah. And a lot of the... I read it a few times, and when I, when Andre sent it to me, I was driving, so I had to I had to get to where I was going, and I read it again, and I got looking at it, and it, the more I read it, the more I looked into it, and it just seemed fishy. The wording was weird. It, mm-hmm. it wasn't professionally written. At the bottom, it wasn't signed anybody. It was signed Slayton also, Racing. Also, too, how does Slayton Racing know Andre's email? Well, here's, Andre's the, here's, here's the giant kicker. Um, after or one of the things that uh-huh. I thought about after is that not one person of the management group or ownership group or employees of that entire team, which they have several, yeah. knew what I was doing for the summer. Yeah. And yeah. if they did know, how would they know to single out the owner of the team <laughs> yes. who, who, who really doesn't have any association with it other than the fact that he owns it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, that, he's in a situation, fortunate enough to be in the situation where he, step, he can step back and let 
employees of his do do the work and you know to to single out the owner of the of the team and to have his email is pretty fishy so i looked at it some more and i looked at it and i and i realized that the email address of slayton racing was not the email address that i had ever been in contact with right. the team with and i brought that to well immediately the team brought that to my attention and uh, they were saying, "Hey, this email isn't, this even, isn't us. even ours." Yeah. And immediately I said, "Oh, okay. Well, that makes some more sense." <laughs> and once they said that, I was like, "Okay, you know, I think that they're they're being truthful. I mean, they wouldn't yeah. do this." Yeah. No, they, they you would own it if you got an email. <clears> yeah. Like, so yeah. I mean, at that time, there I got the, a call from the other team owner, the other third of the team owners, and he was said saying the same thing, dude. We're, uh, by then, the email had gotten around to the, all the all the people of the team. And they were just apologetic and really professional about it. And, I, and I'll say that very professional about it. And I do respect them a lot for all that. The way, the way that. All the way to the point that Slayton Racing wrote, uh, yeah, they, wrote they, the new team a message. Yeah. On the, yeah, Slayton wrote Andre an email and said, that, dude, that's not us. That is not yeah. us. Not so us. And stating you know, how, yeah. how I was for the team, what I all did. Yeah. and bas- Don- Donkey professionally. Yeah. yeah. Donkey so good. Donkey so goody. <laughs> Donkey goody. Donkey likey. Donkey goody. <laughs> likey. Um, so you... I would have never thought this. You punched in the email address. I didn't. The team oh, brought this. The team did it. Brought this to my attention. I, Very smart of them. I would not have done that. They, I, I would have been like, they googled. They googled Slayton Racing at Hotmail.com. And, and who comes up? Boom. I'll let the people do that on their own. I'm, I'm I'll a, tell I'm you a, who comes up. Cole Thompson's girlfriend comes up. And I don't... That's not proof that that's her. Absolutely no. not. Because it's her Twitter handle and something else or whatever. But nobody else's name came up. Thank it ju- you. It just, pu- Thank it you. just puzzles me. Well, yeah, one thing about Marty Smith comes up because he was a oh, prior okay. team owner. Yeah. Or team manager. Team manager. Um, Cole Thompson's chick, we think, wrote this email under a fake email, which, hey, is, not I'm only, telling you. which is not only dirty, it's fucking probably illegal. Yeah. Oh, it's illegal. I'm telling you. You can get the cops probably he tells me. He tells me this as it's all freaking unfolding. Well, and like the thing I'm is, reading, the thing I read is, I'm every in, single email. I'm in Toronto this this week that it happens. I'm at home visiting yeah. my folks, and this is all going down while I'm in Canada. I haven't seen Kenny all week, so well, I, I don't. Te- we're we're texting back and forth. Yeah, so I'm kind of lightly, you know, letting him in on what's going on and all this shit. And uh, there's I, serious I, shit going on with those guys. <laughs> that was a good I, one. I say, I I read every single email that has went back and forth. With everything from all parties, yeah, throughout and all the bullshit during the, the everything, team. and like non-biased about anything. And like I said, I like Cole. Do we think Cole knew about this? What do uh, we think? I, oh man, God, you would hope not. Man, you, I, you I, hope I, not. I, that's where you know what you, I feel like. I, I really, really, truly do. Just for all mankind, honestly, like, I hope like not. but God damn it, if he does. And this comes out, oh, I, and it'll never come out any more than it so already is. So she's but. pissed because you left him when you were old I money? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But let's put it this way. I don't know. The other day, you he came yeah, over to yeah. his house to pick up the rest of his stuff from my garage. And before this, God, I, I, I like got two Cole. things. I like Cole. I, I hope do, he too. Was not I do, too. I hope he she's was not sitting involved. in her car, though. When he's picking stuff up, she's sitting in the car, keeps honking the horn, sitting in front of my freaking house. I'm like... The, what the, what, is somebody like hitting their alarm Here's or something? Here's the thing why I wanted to bring this up. Because I was a victim of this 10 years ago, 12 yeah, years only, ago. I told you the story. Yeah. And it's the lowest fucking thing someone could do. I don't give do. a shit who you like, are. Like, like, 
I was I, this almost cost me a job. It didn't cost me a job, but someone yeah, f- from thankfully, a, thankfully for yeah, and somebody know? pretending to be someone else. This I mean, is how dirty shit this is. And again, not only dirty, probably illegal. It is. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. illegal on several different accounts impersonating, or whatever you want to call it. impersonating somebody the defamation like, of character the, the defamation of business and, it's it's and I guess illegal on several and i guess we don't know that it was uh her i'm not i'm not pointing the finger at anybody but, but it I comes mean, up with the google why why and all right. the all the email addresses in the world and why the, all the so, people in the world so why do those two names how can up? we yeah that's all i'm saying there's got to be some moto dude that's listening right now that's super damn smart that can call in and tell us how to find this out Travis probably can. He's super nerdy and geeky. Well, the, the only the only thing that, that I'm just saying, the I, only thing that we've tried to do is we've tried to track the IP address, but it's it's hard because it's I got forwarded the email right from Andre and I didn't get sent it originally, so I don't I I don't know how to track that. Like I obviously Googled how to track stuff, but it 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 tells you how hey, to track it hey, if it's wanna, sent to you, not it, it's forwarded. It's just it's this just is, a shitty thing to do for yeah. sure. Shitty thing hey, to do. And so when all this happens and he and Dunk quits. And his stuff had still been at the house or whatever. He comes over, and I wasn't at the house. I, I was out running some errands or something. And I come home, and he's there, and Vicky's in the garage, and Donk's in the garage, and Cole's in the garage. And they're all talking. And the first thing he says to me, and this is when this is when we, we are owed money. He's like, Kenny, I'm so sorry. I had no clue. Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, I go, honestly, dude, I go, it's not really my deal. Your deal was with Vicky yeah. for this, not me. Like you guys figured out, obviously if Vicky needs me to do something, I'm the guy that's here to do something. And it was kind of one of those deals where he goes, look, we worked out a deal. I'm not allowed to wash bikes at my house. Can I give you guys like 50 bucks or something a month to wash my bike and my boots at your house after every day or something after riding? Like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, he asked for the next day he comes over when all this happens and he goes, Hey, uh, and he says it to him, not us or something. And he goes, Hey, can I get that 50 bucks back? <laughs> you, fuck, you fucking uh, guy, dude. Yeah, I, oh, and that's just, that's wanna, just I, extra stuff. I don't want to, I don't want to harp on this and spend too much time talking about it, but I wanted to bring it up cause it's a really yeah. shitty thing it's to crap. do to somebody. It's crap. And, uh, so if it's you know, not them, whatever, but yeah. it, it, they just, still, it just super pissed somebody, me off. Somebody made yeah. a fake email pretending yeah. to be Slayton and talked mad shit on Donk to try to get him fired from his other yeah. job in Canada. Bullshit. That's what bottom It just is. super pisses me off because yeah, my whole, my whole career basically I've been, I've been surrounded by controversy, whatever I say, a lot of shit that I shouldn't say. I'm fucking truthful. You do? Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm fucking truthful and people can't handle that sometimes. People in this industry like to be fucking buttered up before they're slipped into something. Whatever. That's not who I am. I don't blow people to get places. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Got into my house. God, I, I hope. I hope Cole didn't know anything about it. I hope but this was just. I, it, I it really just do sucks too. that. I really it sucks that too. I got brought into this because, like, I mean, <laughs> as much it as we joke about it, to happen, as man. much as we yeah. joke about it, like, I've obviously I've been. I I'm well aware that I fucking say a lot of shit that I shouldn't. Like, I get fired up in situations, so I'm I'm aware of it. I try to work on it. I try to think before I speak. You know, whatever. And, like, I have been. I mean, the whole situation with this Slayton team, I'm pretty sure I handled it pretty well. The situations that I got put in, mm-hmm. not getting things that I was told I was getting, not be, just being in dumb situations at the races and stuff, like, I'm, I feel like I handled it the best I could for what I was dealt with. And, you know, like, you joke about it all the time. Like, I didn't scream at anybody. I didn't yell at anybody. I'm not yeah, mad at anybody. I'm, I'm bummed out and on like, myself that I'm, when I'm, they when he sat me down, because he asked me before he even asked Vicky, I wish I would have just said, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. hindsight's now, always twenty twenty. I mean, now your so. friendship with Cole, who you got along with pretty well, and you won some motos with him up in Canada, it's affected. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, it just sucks because. Uh, yeah. Power of yeah, pussy. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, Derek, what's going on? Welcome to the Pulp Mech Show. Hey. What's up? Um, actually, I got one suggestion and one comment on this. Uh, suggestion would be for the Moto 60 show. I think you should stop, either stop giving stuff away or stop telling people that you are or when. Because there's people that are calling in just like, you can tell they don't want to get off the phone. They're like, come on, give me, give me, give me, give me. And, like, there was one guy this week that was just terrible, right? And yeah. Maybe just don't give – there's no prizes listed. Just run the show mm-hmm. and have your prizes. If you decide something good enough, hey, here's a prize. Right, right. right. So that – because the show is getting long and not much is getting said. And then uh, I don't kind of actually got it here. I was just going to say, like, man, I've heard so many stories about him on the show and from people. <laughs> like, it always seems like it's not his fault. But he kind of just said it this minute ago. Like, he knows he's got an issue where he says stuff he shouldn't, and he's trying to work on it. So that's all I just trying to, trying yeah. to, try, We're all trying to be better people. You're right. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. Yep. Thank you, man. Okay. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. This guy's been on hold for a while. Um, Caleb? Is this Caleb? Caleb, you there? Caleb was over. Caleb wanted to talk about neck braces. Uh, Atlas Neck Brace uh, is one of our sponsors of our show. One of the things he wanted to say was people are switching off of neck braces, but Donkey's got Atlas. I got Atlas. I think if you don't like the way a neck brace tries or fits, you should try an Atlas. It really yeah, you don't absolutely. really notice it. We They're, just had this conversation the other day. Yeah. yeah, you're like Kenny, you don't wear one, huh? And I'm like, no, I wore one of the very first ever ones. Dude, they, they were, were horrible. Yeah, they weren't so great. Horrible, right? And it just bad taste. And he told me he's like, I want one too. But check this one out, and he was showing me and everything. I don't know. I just don't yeah. think I have a neck to wear. Well, well, and the only thing with you is, like, like you said. I mean, you tried one when you were a freestyler, and I mean, you can't. You need your range of motion, your full range of motion with your neck. <laughs> but some people run them. I know. Yeah. like you said, well, like Nate, Nate, Adams Nate wears one. one. I mean, and if you can, you can. But do the Atlas is it. as slim as it comes, Absolutely. as low as it comes. Yeah. Yeah. It's still some real science maybe, behind it. Maybe you should tell them to uh, send the chubby kid one, and I'll try it out. Oh, we can, we can do that. He's probably tired with the Atlas guys than I am. Oh, I actually, I actually just uh, spoke with Chad last week about See? getting a, getting a fresh yeah. one. Atlasbrace.com, please check them out. And uh, if you want a deal from Atlas Brace, email the show. I'll see what we can do. Email the show at pulpamex.com. Uh, before we take a commercial break, Race Tech, Race Tech suspension. Uh, are you pissed off at your air forks? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Go to uh, go to uh, Race Tech. They've released their spring conversion system for show attack forks. It's an easy way to convert your attack fork from an air to a coil spring. The kits for KYB PSF1 are out there now. Log on to Racetech.com. They've got motor stuff going on, too. 65 years of championship-winning engine building. Look, if you don't want to get rid of your air forks and you don't want to get motor built and everything else, just get your goddamn oil changed, okay? Get your get your spring rate right for your for your weight and your uh, your size uh, and your speed. Like Racetech.com, they can help you out. Here's the emails of the week from Nancy. Uh, a few shows back, Kiefer was talking about some awesome pants to use with knee braces. The Asterix Zero G knee brace pant took advantage of the code and and got some, and they are awesome. Do you wear those things? Yeah, I got them. They're awesome. And do you agree with Kiefer? Yeah, they keep great. your braces up. Well, yeah, they keep your braces up, and and when you're putting your pants on, you're not getting all hung up. And even when, and the worst is when you're, you know, you're done for the day, or yeah. you can't lift your left arm because you're <laughs> right. out of shape and you're a mechanic. Uh, you're trying to take <laughs> your pants off. <laughs> you're trying to take your, your your riding pants off, and it's getting all hung up on your knee braces and stuff. And you're about ready to just cut your pants off mm-hmm. with the with the asterisk zero brace pants. Well, um, 
These things are awesome. Slide off. This guy, Kiefer, way, Kiefer talks. I, I paid for mine. I didn't, I'm not promoting them by any means. I'm just saying they're Did a good, use the pulp good, code? good product. No, I bought them straight from Asterix. Uh, I got some free ones. Mike said, hey, big uh, deal, I'm just a mechanic. <laughs> Mike said, hey, guys, myself and some friends were disagreeing with each other regarding the possibility of a points reset in the series. And has it led to discussion regarding bike equality between the riders and the teams? Are there limitations as to what the teams can do to the bikes? Is there a dollar limit restriction for spending on the bike? Would there be a way to make it harder for a rider to run away with the points without a points reset? Uh, there are rules. You have to use a stock um, swing arm, stock crankcase, uh, stock geometry uh, on the frame. Um, Money-wise, no. You can spend as much as you want. So, Stock swing arm? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. You can't, like, but you can mod it a little you can bit? Mod, you can add the weight to it. Yeah, they just don't want you to. Right? You can yeah. take the stock one and make yeah, modifications I'll, I'll to it. So right. that's not... Why is the word stock still in there, right? There's not one factory bike on that line that, under those yeah. words, is legal. Every swing arm is modified. Every frame is hugely modified. Yeah. What do tabs. you mean by that? Tabs. Oh, yeah, ta- yeah, that's tabs, not, gussets. That's not what they're talking about. Extra gussets, gussets removed. That's fine. No, that's no, not that, fine. That's removing material from the no, frame. No, stop it. I mean... Well, that's a rule in the rule book. Yes. Uh, are you talking about like a, like shaving away like material? Yeah, you're not. You're not allowed to remove. I don't know how many people to do grinding that, because frames. technically, do, yeah. technically, and polishing, I don't know whether polishing the frames. Yes, I was going to say right. I don't know whether this is true or not, but um, I was told by the people on, you on can't, the green team you can't, you can't. You're not allowed to buff your frame. You can't cut the head head off and then reangle it and weld it back up. You can't do that. Right. You can't right. move the shock position. There may be a team that's oh, done that. Uh, believe me, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I heard Honda. They share the same resources. <laughs> when Honda came out with their 97 aluminum frame, apparently Yogi said that it was a different frame every single week. Yeah, I've heard so, of that. So heard it, of that. It, it's the AMA. Anyways, uh, Scott Arsenthesen, hey, Steve. So Barsha and Tomac did not like the Honda and both mentioned publicly that the starts were part of it. Trey Kennard has also struggled immensely with starts as well. So answer me, why in the hell does Roxon think jumping on that bike will get him better starts than he has the last two seasons? Is Honda promising they will have a starting problem fixed? Did Roxon not get the whole shot in his heat race? Uh, anyways, am I reaching? Thanks for, as always, Skylar. Yeah, Skylar, you're reaching. I mean, a bike, I think there's no doubt the Yamaha and Husky and KTMs are badass off the starts, but... It's still rider technique. I mean, a rider could still get a whole shot on, on anything. Still a paycheck. So, um, John Synthesin, I've been following you on Twitter for quite a long time now, but I finally bought the Pulpamex app. Thanks, John. One ninety nine in the App Store. Travis <laughs> is going to come up with a new one any Coffee day now. Money. Maybe tu- maybe Tuesday. So does that mean I got to like repay? Or? No, no. Okay. Just be an update, probably. Will people uh, have to repay now? No, we no. can just go through the same account. Right, we'll be good. I just want to say thanks for all the content. I'm addicted to some shows and even started playing fantasy this week since I listened to that show as well. Kiefer is great as a co-host. Mm. He wants some stickers since Nick Way is coming back. More Pookie on air would be awesome too. Pookie. Thanks. We love Pookie. Johnny Max, send if you want stickers. If you want stickers, I want listen stickers. up, assholes. Hey, assholes out there. Use the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll send you free stickers. Put your damn address in there. People send emails. They're free? Can I get stickers? They're, they're really free. Yeah, we send them free. I even spend money on postage. It cost me $170 yeah. on postage. Yeah, maybe if you start so, charging 99 cents a sticker, I get a raise. I'm just saying, like, you can't ask for stickers. Yeah, we would have got a flight up here instead of having You can't <laughs> ask for stickers and then not put your address. Like, that's so dumb. Yeah, for sure. Put your damn address in there. Say, hey, Mathis, I heard about free stickers. Here's my address. Basic. God. Okay, here's an interesting email. Ready for this? Put your phone down. Are people check. Right. No, a guy uh, messaged me on Instagram and said he could track the email, so I'm sending it to him. 
Uh, Francis sent this uh, in. Hey, Steve, as you always mention that one can hit you up with any subject, here's one perhaps that not many people asked your two cents about. The Omerta, O-M-E-R-T-A. What does that mean? Omerta? Everyone looks at the smart guy with glasses. Yeah, yeah. what's up, glasses? <laughs> hey, smart I don't guy. Know. I don't know what that is. This guy says the Omerta about homosexuality in SX and, and MX, and it's actually the same in any sport. It's like welcome to straight people only world, a world where absolutely no one is gay. Every male athlete has a girlfriend or wife, and those who are single are just not looking for anything serious now. While I'm sorry, but I don't buy it. It's just statistically impossible that there isn't and never was one gay person ever in the MX Supercross Circus. I agree. I mean, sure, I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, I know um, so uh, a rider that had a, had a gay mechanic. Whatever. Really? Yeah, it is what it is, man. Well, I heard about a gay Suzuki rider back in the early 2000s. You ever heard that rumor? I think okay. I Nick Way has a wife, dude. <laughs> and she's uh, hot. So this guy says, it's dismaying to they see that in, kids. that in the year 2016, people still feel obligated to pretend being someone they're not instead of assuming. I understand that it's hard to stand out and dare coming out. It is, especially in this sport. Because obviously those mechanic sports and many of their protagonists and fans are all pretty macho, even bordering on misogyny and homophobia. But it's a shame that in this industry where most of the athletes want to look like they act manly and want the fans to believe they have the guts and they are tough guys, so no one got the balls to speak out. Uh, so if you really are, just be man to the max and say you're gay. And if not, try to open up and accept that you're living in a modern world. Stop calling dudes gay on Instagram when they show some kind of sweetness or any feeling. I didn't write gay. I wrote keyboard faggots, right? Oh, is that what we're mad about? Yeah, we can't use the F word. I can't. No, no, we can't. no. And no, you know why you don't know? Good. Listen, I'll what? tell you why right okay. now. Because I have gay friends. Like, well, guess what? What? I have. They don't like it. We have two girls that stay at our house every weekend. Take care of the dogs. And take care of our house and our dogs. They told me it is totally fine. <laughs> oh, the two I don't girls, think it is. The two girls are huh? lesbians. You forgot to Yeah, I'm, I assume that. But yeah. I don't For think sure. it is. Well, they told me it was, so that's what I'm going with. Poogie, well, the, the, no, Poogie, the, the problem Poogie's, with that Poogie's is that... gay friend is not, would not be pumped. The it's problem not is that is they're someone. all people. They're offended by... Some Some people are offended by this word. It's like some the N-word. Aren't. It's like the exactly. N-word with, with, with black people. They Some people are like, cool, man. Yeah. Other people are like, do not use that word unless you are African-American. I think it's how you use it. I'm not like you uh, two gay people. What's your opinion about all this? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Thanks for taking the time to read. Look forward to your response. Uh, I love your columns and Pulp Mech stuff. Bravo. Keep it up. I mean, the guy's right. There are gay people. There has to be in the sport. Really? Yeah. Who cares? Be yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Care. Yeah. I do re- your thing, man. I, I really don't care. Yeah, whatever. Uh, if you do want to come it, out, though, and if you want to come out on the Pulp Mech show, that'd be great. <laughs> You're fantastic <laughs> for ratings. No, I mean, it, honestly, if I was on a team and... and Three weekends in, uh, somebody tells me, hey, man, did you know the mechanic you're working with and rooming with is gay? I'd be like, okay. Yeah, it yeah. gives a shit. I think, shit. That, I think people look into it way, way, too much. way too much. Nobody cares. I don't. I'm just like, yes, one less person going after what I'm going after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, Let's I mean, <laughs> there was a rumor. There was a rumor. I'm not kidding. When I was a mechanic, that there was a Suzuki rider, not a factory guy, but just a Suzuki rider that was gay. And he was going to come out at riders meeting. And for like about a month, we all ran to riders meeting because this guy was going to come but, up in front of everybody. But why? Like, why do you got to single yourself out? Why do you got to make it such a big yeah. deal? Just be yeah, gay. Just then. be gay. No. Oh, yeah, I know, big but deal. yeah, you don't yeah. need to come out at riders. That meeting. was just <laughs> the AMA trying to get people to come to the riders. <laughs> Good on you, right there. I so like you know, I mean, just do it was thing. it was uh, yeah, it was pretty exciting for a little while about who the gay guy could be. But uh, yeah, who cares? Whatever. Your I still was I high. still do. You like, do I, like I well, I get a little excited every great while, like when I'm sitting on the couch with Vicky, and the two girls like give each other kisses or something. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah. geez, you wonder why you cool. wonder why guys don't want to come out with Taco Bell and talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll take a commercial break here uh, on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by Fly BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back. We got lots more segments to do. Kenny Taco Bell is going to tell us about some freestyle moves. Talk a little bit of Vicky Golden and how things are going with her, and uh, and much more. Thanks for listening. Yeah, you like that? We'll be right back. Hey there, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerve steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB nerve steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch 
through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Bent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey, guys. It's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike. $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as 
Motorcycle Trader Yamaha, Motor Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda. They have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 
29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W Now that I got your attention... Let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp and Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. 
do it. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercar Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the Paul BMX show. BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Fly Racing. The best gear out there, bro. Debatable. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. You said it, Watson. You said it, my man. I'm trying to get Watson. Watson said... Watson said he can get me tickets to Pearl Jam on Sunday night at Madison Square Garden after the New York Supercross. Stop it. He said he can do it. It's sold out. Can he get a couple? He said, <laughs> I said, get me four. Buy me up for one of those. So, you're not even going to be there. Why wouldn't I be? Oh, yeah, you'll be there. Bro. All right. Come Never on. Mind. All right, sorry. You know what I was thinking. Hey, um, we don't know either. So, yeah, Watson, if you're listening, I know you do. He, he's bros with Bell. That's my homie. I don't know. 
I really want to go. <laughs> it's sick. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, that'd be kind of right. cool. I've never been there, period. You? Uh, yeah, I've been to Frocky Games, yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. It is that time of the show that I don't know about. What are we going to do? What do you want to do? We're going to listen to the rest of this awesome song. Yeah, this is Donk's song. It's Rides Against. Rides so Against it's really good. dumb. They're Canadian band, though? <laughs> it's oh, really dude, dumb. they're from, like, Southern California. I thought they're, great. I thought they're Canadian. Oh. What do you want to do? We can do tear-offs, question of the day, or tweets. No, no. Screw you, bro. You make the choice. Question of the day. Let's do it. Yeah. The N-Fab question of the day. N-Fab.com. These guys sponsor the sport of motocross, whether it's the N-Fab, Ampro, uh, Yamaha off-road team, the JGR team. Uh, they sponsor uh, a lot of ton of people out there. They help out. If you need something for your Jeep, truck, or SUV, steps, light mounting solutions, bumpers, N-Fab.com. Great guys. Thomas and everybody probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. They, they help us uh, immensely, whether it's this or the Fly Racing Moto 60 show on Thursday at noon. Uh, we do one hour. Uh, NFAB has been there, and they've been behind us. So here's the NFAB question of the day, brought to you by Travis Marks. Okay, who will be the next person to beat Ryan Dungey in a championship? In a championship in or a championship? Race? In, in championship. what, Supercross uh, or outdoors either or one. either? Either one, because I'm thinking at this point, the way he's looking, it's... He's got two years left on his deal, It's going to be tough. I say Marv. You think Marvin can do it? Yeah. Kinda I just, do. I picture this 2016, super, 2017 Supercross title, and I just can't see Marvin like this. I, I, man, another can year. You? If the way, look how good he looks Four right now. podiums though, right now, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, He's who, else, whoops, who else is doing that? His whoop yeah. speeds. He finds a way him. to jump through it's any set. Him. He can jump through anything. I don't know. Could dude. Tomac beat him outdoors? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, uh, if he does a whole season, yeah, no doubt. Tomac, I don't know if I don't think he's happy with that bike yet. But I mean, as soon as as soon as it all clicks, I think I think he he's got. I mean, he showed it last year. The dude was beating him by minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, not just you know a couple seconds here. Like his lap time was seconds faster. You know, and. Yeah, he hit the deck, but I mean, he hit the deck in a really weird situation. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like he was pushing. But really I mean, hard, if yeah. he can, if he can make the bike work the way he wants to outdoors, I mean, mm-hmm. I'd say, I'd say Eli, and you know, I mean, obviously, considering all, all you know, barring crashes and, and, if, and stuff, raw speed for sure. If we're talking supercross, I go Eli motocross. If we're talking supercross, I think Jason Anderson can figure it out. I won't yeah. see his photo on Instagram of him winning the title, but I, <laughs> I think Anderson that. could figure it out, man. He reminds me of like like kind of the old days where guys had a, a tough time adapting to the class. Like nowadays, you got guys like Cole Seely. Like, yeah, he has he crashes every now and then, but he immediately had success in the class during his you know his call up days. Uh, I don't know who else, but like you a know, guy like Anderson, he's coming he, up, he's ripping fast, but he's just taking some time. I've said Anderson, and that I, it makes sense. But also on the flip side, Anderson could be Barsha two years ago. Three years yeah, ago, when Barsha won three races, two or three races on the Honda, yeah. his rookie year, I said that next year, I'm like, Barsha is going to challenge Villapoto. He is going to be the guy. He's figured it out. He's done with his mistakes, and he'll figure it out. And he, we're, we're three years after that, and he hasn't really gotten any better. So that's the flip side of Ander, of Anderson's, I think. Uh, I think that's anybody. I okay. mean, it's, it's so much. Barsha's never reached that level since, though, I feel. Anyways. Outdoors. He fucking was killing it last no, year. No, I meant Supercar. In Supercar yeah. yeah. I don't know. Supercross is so much involved in it. Wow, deep thoughts from Donkey. So much involved in it. 
I'm going, there, there I'm, is going like with, I'm going with Marv just because I feel like yeah, no, the Marv, consistency yeah, is, Mar- is there. Okay. And and you haven't seen a champion win a well, you know, I guess that's kind Part of, of being can't a say that, yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know, just being there yeah. every week and and he has that in him like right. to where he'll he'll go get fourth if it's there and yeah. you know, he's like, ah, yeah, okay. just stay right here today. It's amazing that Marv can do it, but fourth. I didn't think I, yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. think, you know. A few races back that mm-hmm. I'd be saying that, but right. damn, that dude. And, like, not watching it on TV, being there every week, and physically seeing him do what he's doing, it's it's not getting lucky. The dude no. is just. That that crash that he had in the heat race this past week. Yeah. Uh, a good one. The lap before that in that section, he did one of those things on a dirt bike. Wheel that, tapping. Yeah. But it wasn't like just the wheel tap that everybody else was doing. He hit it so perfect that it was so fast. And he, I don't know. I mean, obviously he made a mistake the following lap, but I mean, it was just amazing. Like it's something on a dirt bike that you see and you're like, Holy mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. Like it was just so perfect whether he meant to or, all, but right, I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the guys of that, the guys of that skill, I mean, are clearly right. meaning to do it, but it just yep. worked out like, man, he just, peeked off that the, you know the off i guess yep. section and just buttered over the next and just scrubbed the finish line it was sick it was just sick and then uh, obviously messed up <laughs> skippy what's up what's going on man how are you uh just finished up with the poker game how are y'all uh, we're good Thanks did for you win i got second dude i'm pissed dude i'm so fucking mad the guy was just like we had the even out like uh we both had the option of uh either i won 50 bucks or yeah. he won 40 so we just split it 45 45 and after that, I just quit giving fuck. Okay. Uh, all right. Okay. All right. Skippy. Great, great radio. What's up? <laughs> yeah, uh, so you're talking about uh, you know, who could be Dungey for a championship, right? Yeah. The thing is, uh, my question is more so next year because outdoors, the only, in my opinion, Eli is obviously the number one contender. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Roxon's won one, so he, you don't know what he has to bring to the table. But next year, I think it's a bigger question mark than uh, this year. Well, that's what uh, we're talking about. Well, does, uh, yeah, or Tomac in this year's outdoors. Uh, yeah. yeah. Does is Webb going to step in and do work, or because he's got no. so much experience on the 450, is he going to step in and do work? I don't or what? think rookie year he comes in and does work, but he's going to be he's going to be a guy. Yeah, I agree with you. He's going to be fast, fast as hell. But man, is that thing going to maybe get out of his hands a couple times? Because you know, I mean, that thing is. A lot faster than that 250F. A lot but faster. But he is cool, calm, and collected. And I, if, if anybody could adapt to the 450, I figure Marvin would have. And he has very well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he was injured. And now that he wasn't injured, how much better would Marvin have been if he was 100% coming in the beginning of the year? I don't think he's 100% right now. Really? I mean, I... Damn. Have you, Damn. Have you ever broke anything and rode, do you ride dirt bikes? Yeah, that shit sucks. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? I, I the question was who's going to be the next guy to beat Dungey in a title? And while I think Webb can eventually, Dungey may retire before then. I don't see Webb in his rookie year no. doing no. it, but he'll win races and he will win. He will win races. Yeah, I think so. I'd, I'd put money on. Uh, that. Thanks, Skippy. Thanks for calling, man. Party on, Wayne. Thanks. Uh, all Later, right, let's do the uh, X Brand Goggle Tearoffs. It's the X Brand Tearoff segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand Goggles is a choice of champions everywhere. Rapid Vicky Golden fear. wears X-Brand Goggles. That's the first time you've said that. I've been listening for really? the last 
freaking. Uh, I don't think so. Do you know who yeah. else I don't wears, think so. Do you know who else wears X brands? Uh, Donk wears X brands. Uh, Matt Bichelia wears X brands. Kyle Chisholm wears X brand. Brock Tickle wears X brand. You know who doesn't this year, which is weird? Nick Way? Yeah. Don't get me started. It's very sad. Also, to Jesse Wentland. I, I had Wentland for three years. Hey, that oh. dude is and killing yeah, it. Yeah, he is. He's a good and, kid. and he's no longer an ex brand. Tell me about it. Man. Way to drop the ball, man. I'm not doing a service anymore. Yeah, but the service has nothing to do with it. Sure, I was it's getting the, the guys. I was getting mm-hmm. the guys. I was like, yeah. You were, you were on the in the field doing yeah. the work. Yeah. He was servicing the guys. You were servicing, servicing the, the guys. guys. Up cradling. That's why he's got the doggy door in the bedroom. Cradling, I was cradling and suckling and working and massaging the guys. I want to note that you did not have to do that to get me in it. Hey, but you, yeah, no, you, you never I just, uh, uh, took the deal. Last year, you never came over and gave Vicky Golden her goggles. I was there if you guys needed anything, but I was not building Well, anything. how come Frankie brought them over? Last year? Yeah. He did? Yeah. I have no idea. I, th- I was told you guys were shipped everything and you're good to go. Like everything was shipped and you were you were you were dialed. Negative. Oh, okay. Um, I was building. It was her mechanic though, also kind of. Yeah, slash, maybe that so was maybe it. that's why. I was uh, man. I, I was building too many pairs too. I was turning guys down. I had to build some weekends like 40, 50 pairs for guys because I would be one of those guys like Ben Lemay. Yeah, and we can't pay you anything, but I can build goggles for you. And I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? Ben LeMay's a great guy, but I was yeah. building so many sets of goggles. I was like, God. I, I sent Frankie a text the two days before Atlanta. Or no, what was first round this year? Atlanta. Atlanta. And I said, hey, because I asked Vicky, I go, what's your deal for goggles for Supercross? And she goes, not really sure. So I sent Frankie a text, and I'm like, hey, man, are you bringing goggles this week? Or, like, what's yeah. going on? Because last year he built them at the house because they yeah. flew together. Right. And... Um, and I sent him a picture of me because the goggles, the way they came, uh, the ones that she had at home, I didn't like. But there was potential there to swap a bunch of bands and make them right. bitching. Make them look cool. And I, I sent him a picture. I'm like, and he uh, he sent me a picture of a bag already full of goggles. So Frankie has been killing it this year. Pulp MX uh, 16 is the code to save money at X Brand go- the goggles, EKSBrand.com. They got grips, soft titium. Donk, I had soft tedium grips on Project 88. I, don't know if you I noticed that. I did. Remember yeah. I asked. I yeah. said, hey, what yeah. are those? Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. 30 seconds on the clock. Donk, Kenny Taco Bell, 30 myself. Seconds. 30 I, I, I bumped it up because there were assholes uh. like JT that was taking too long. <laughs> All right. These questions submitted by Corey Moser. And we're not familiar with him or his work, but he sends us questions every week. <laughs> and uh, all right, let's do it. All right, Steve. Given the difficult post-race conditions, what was the number of interviews you expected SwissCore to get? Um, better than fucking none. <laughs> Did he uh, really get zero? He got zero. Oh, sweet. Honestly, oh. it's a super hard race to talk to guys, and it is cold, and the pits are janky. Four to five. He should have had four to five interviews, without a doubt. How many you got? I would have got four to five. Yeah. So, so you expect him to get the same amount that you're going to get? Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't he? Oh, I mean, you're just bullshit. going to truck to truck and like bugging the yeah, dudes. Yeah, but you're you. What, what does that mean? I'm me. Most guys don't even like me. He can talk to Jason Anderson, yeah, for example. Not. Jason Anderson ain't going to talk to him. Sure he would. Does he know? No. Then why would he talk to him? Because it's media stuff. I don't know. If you no just way. Inter- if you just not a chance. It. Not a chance. Yeah, you know how many dudes well, come up and say, I'm, I'm with the media? I think, yeah. I think there's lots of dudes that are with media that I'm like, huh? And the riders are talking to him. You really don't have a choice if it walks I, up. I would not compare yourself to what that is. There's no way. I'm, I'm media just like them. I don't think he should have got zero. I mean, come okay. on. Okay, thank you for at least submitting but, that. But not what you would have got. Okay. All right, next question. 
Kenny, what was the worst Taco Bell experience you've had? <laughs> well, I'd say I guess it was the Del Taco one, but <laughs> uh, yeah. pissing on Aaron Ansel's truck and yelling yeah, at the, the... yeah, I'd say that uh, worst Taco Kenny Bell Angie. experience. Hmm. I had my jaw wired shut. I went there for my second meal to eat. Once I got my jaw unwired, and I couldn't open my mouth wide enough to stick my shit in my mouth. Oh, Pretty terrible! Shitty. Terrible. Shitty. Twenty-four <laughs> seconds. Good job. That's awkward. I'm not doing the sounds. My bad. Yeah, everybody wants a raise. You want to give him a raise? You can't even do the freaking tariff sounds. <laughs> I'm doing more important things than the tariff sounds. That's for sure. Donk. Hi. What? If you could buy any bike and and cost wasn't a factor, what would you buy? Uh, uh, for myself, obviously. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably like a KTM. I just think they're sick looking, and I know how to work on them pretty well. I'm done. What's what year? Like? What year's your cow? You got a new cow or no? I no, my notice. cow is a twelve. Yeah, twelve. Yeah, bro. Last year on the on, bro, the on the spring forks, dude. I just rebuilt it. It's sick. you got to step up. Hey man, yeah, I don't like what you did to your bike. Too much black. Yeah, well, yeah, I did have, hey, I did have all. He's green. living in the yeah, militia. I'm, house. Dude, I'm he, in the militia. militia. Right. <laughs> hey, but it's way more white now. Yeah, I you should have seen it before. In. It was all green plastic yeah. before. I like the green better. All right, next question, Steve. Uh, which team do you think Donk would be a good fit on? Slayton Racing. I, come, <laughs> I think a comeback is in order. I think a comeback is in order. Oh, yeah. that's a dick answer. You have no cool little button to push over there for that one. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there should have been something. Yeah. We got a lot. Like a, a like, a, like a fuck you one? Uh, is there a fuck you one? F you, dude. There yeah, it is. There go. No, we got a fuck you one on there. Oh. Being charged. All right. Uh, Kenny, assuming you weigh 200, 210, how much heavier do you think you could weigh and still backflip? <laughs> oh, shit, man. I, These questions are by Moser. I so. just I just read them. I yeah. would say uh, no, no doubt. I'd say uh, I don't know. I feel like it's all in your head. You I feel like I, you can backflip it any. Yeah, I think I can. Yeah. I, don't, I think I can do another at least seventy five. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Waiting for the Guinness Book of World Record one. <laughs> when did you? How long have you been flipping for? Oh shit! A long time. Uh, I think I started flipping in. Are you like one of the originals? So hard did it in like ninety nine, ninety eight. Yeah, I think I started flipping in like oh five, oh six. Okay, yeah. Where'd you first pull the first one off? First one I did was at Jesse Olson's house in Grass Valley, California. Okay. I seen video of the first mini uh, flip. Not not into the pit, I mean. Yeah, no, that's the okay. first place I did yeah. it to dirt. Right. Yeah. Donk, who do you who did you learn the most about wrenching from? <laughs> he stumped. Kenny Taco Bell. No, I learned. I, I was super fortunate. To, my first real team to, was was actually Blackfoot, uh, Blackfoot Yamaha in Canada, and those guys were a super professional group. Um, won a lot of championships, and I learned a ton there. And I I've basically taken what I learned there and just applied it to everywhere I've went. And I've learned. I I try to learn every everywhere I go. Thirty every seconds. Day. Thirty seconds. Oh, shut up. And I, I try to learn everywhere point. I go and. I, I don't know, just always learning. So, I mean, the most would be there for sure. Yeah, you never really stop learning. I found uh, myself learning, learning. learning, you know, all the time, like the, from Yamaha guys and the, everything else. The, mo the, the rider that I learned most from, even though Nick Way changes a lot of shit, I learned a lot from uh, Bowers. He's a really, really smart guy. When it comes Back to off, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. All right, next, next question. Steve, 
which project bike build did you enjoy more? 88 or uh, Project 90? The Cowie. The Cowie. 100% the Cowie. Hey, you were angry at that Yamaha. Huh? It's just, it's built shitty. It was shitty to build. It had shitty parts. Um, you have a shitty attitude right now. The, the bolts, like, I had to replace all these bolts that Yamaha used stock where they would just use uh, Phillips screws with a washer, a That's loose at least washer. I just, I'm like, oh my God, this thing. There was the rules are 15 seconds. <laughs> Kenny, who do you consider the GOAT of freestyle motocross? Oh, man. That's a tough one. I would say, uh, like, shit. I'd say, like, Nate Nate Adams is, but he's still going. Travis is, yeah, he's ridiculous. Um, Man. I don't know. Because everybody does different different shit, you know? Like, well, we need an answer, Kenny. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Nate the Destroyer Adam still staying on it. How old is Nate? 27 seconds, by the way. How old is Nate? I think he's well, I think he's a little younger than me. I think he's probably 30. Oh, that, I thought he'd be older. I thought he'd be even uh, older than 30. No, yeah. I think I'm one of the okay. older dudes. All right, next question. All right, Don, class one. What has been your favorite and least favorite job? Not specific to motor or anything. On the bike? No, not specific, not to, specific moto. to moto. Oh, I thought I said motor. No. Um, I don't know, man. All I've really done is moto. I mean, I worked at a truck shop uh, in one of the winters before doing Supercross. I worked a uh, weekend shift overnights, 6, p- 6, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. as a truck mechanic. <laughs> that fucking sucked. So did what Kenny did on the mic right there. <laughs> he does that all the time. Um I worked uh, four days a week, 10-hour shifts, um, 11, no, sorry, four to two, or whatever that is, four to three. Math was never strong. Welder's assistant, well, we had a lunch in there. <sighs> welder's assistant, which meant a guy would weld a handrail, a 12-foot handrail that you would, like, use for, like, you know, if you walk up a handicap ramp, you yeah. know, that guardrail that's there. Right, right. So he would weld that with all the, with all the round tubing. And I had to grind it all smooth, oh, all the joints. Man. So <laughs> earplugs and yeah. sparks and shit. Yeah, I did. I hated that place, yeah. man. And that was a four p.m. to. That's a shitty. Oh, job. it was a shitty job. It made yeah. me realize I want to be a, like a race team mechanic. I'm like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. This is not working out. This is not what I should do. In yeah, life. I, had, I had one of those moments last summer where I was like, even you're gonna fucking love this, but I was just like. Working on something, and I was just like, what? "Working on a quad, a farm quad." I don't even he think told it was, me this story. I forget what it was, but I was just like, it, "It just hit me." I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Like, I'm sitting here working on some old trashy piece yeah, well, of shit. Maybe you shouldn't have yelled at that tour group. That had nothing to do with it. I didn't yell at a tour group. Well, you yelled at somebody about the tour group. <laughs> no, I didn't fucking yell at anybody. God, oh, see, Donkey Angie now. Well, donkey stop. Angie, donkey I, blood I pressure you... going up. It is going up. Donkey <laughs> angry. You donkey don't realize calm. how many people He's like that the you Incredible Hulk. To. He's like the Hulk right now. We're trying to keep him down. Stop fucking don't pressing turn my buttons. Green. You have don't turn green. Stop um, interrupting. No, I, I, uh, yeah, your. It was I told his you time. That. that job sucked. It didn't. The you, job you, didn't suck. It was just a situation where I was like, like. I'm not to be conceited, but like that's not where I belonged at that point in time. You don't deserve life. to belong on an 87. I, d- I, d- I don't want to. Three, it's not that I don't two, deserve two. or what I deserve or anything. It's just I don't want to do that. I have uh, have a skill that yeah. few people have, and I I can do better for myself. And right. I just had the realization that I should not be there. All right. All right. Is that it? <laughs> 
X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Use code PulpMX16 to save big at xbrandgoggles.com, eksbrand.com. Choice of Vicky Golden and many others out there. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. The Pulp Mech Show presented by PTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Use the code PulpMX10 when you're checking out at PTOsports.com. And you can uh, say big. So um, let's do uh, the voicemails. Let's do that. 702-586-7857. Call in any time. Leave a voicemail. I appreciate the half a dozen Kiefer After Dark voicemails. Keep those coming in for the next time Kiefer's in the show. If you have a problem in the bedroom, a problem in your relationship, please keep them coming. We got some super weird ones. I need to listen to this. I didn't listen to it. Last week? Yeah, it's near the end of the show. If Vicky calls in, I'm going to be pissed. All right. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, just uh, keep those coming in. We'll save them all up for uh, Kiefer when he gets here. But as it is, here's the normal ones or semi-normal ones. Uh, The best of the best. Let's do this, Trev. He's pulling a bonk. Seven news, dude! That's what he's bringing to the Those table. Those are our fans, everybody. The That's kids it. just watching the, watching the uh, Supercross show from Toronto, and I'm looking at the main event, and Eli Tomac is on the line with no goggles on, and at the very last minute, uh, his mechanic drops him some goggles. And I'm thinking... The reason you get condensation on goggles is when the temperature outside your eyes is higher than the temperature inside, which is bound to happen when you put on cold goggles and you start uh, you start racing and sweating in them. So Man. what the hell? Shouldn't they either warm up the goggles or give them warm goggles or make them put them on faster? Thanks so much. Bye. Yeah, oh, they don't know shit. That was come fucking come painful. on, expert yeah, goggle guy. Listen to you. Go ahead. That was fucking painful. First off, but it's the opposite. You're usually you're usually sweating a little bit on the line, or you're at least your face temperature, body temperature is a lot higher than what the outside temperature is. So what you actually said is backwards from what's actually going on. So when you put them on, because you're sweating on the inside. It'll start to fog up, and you that's why you put them on at the last minute so they're not fogged up. You know, if you put them on and the 30 board goes sideways and all of a sudden you're fogged up, you don't really want that. So that's why you wait till the last, very last minute. There we go. Wise words from Donk. Listen to your review at 5 o'clock in the morning. Uh, haven't got to listen to the show Monday night yet, but uh, you did bring up the gate flinching and that you did not see it, and we you obviously need glasses. You had all those monitors. How could you not see that? I don't have a 4K TV that's curved or anything, but <laughs> I could even see that the gate moved. And, yes, you did have to watch the replay 100 times, but if you focused on the the monster logo on there, you can see it moving after Blake or right before Blake Baggett dropped the clutch, as you said. But, yes, it did move. And anytime there's that many guys that jump, there's usually an issue. I mean, I'm going to have to take their word for it because they're feet from the gate as opposed to, you know, hundreds of feet like we are. So, Yeah, I, I, I couldn't see the gate moving on that restart, but you could see the guy in the box, like, jump on it a couple times, and then the guys went. So it's not a coincidence. I didn't know anything about it until you posted that thing. Yeah. And, like, obviously something happened when yeah. you all that. But I didn't see it because we were coming up from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't see the first one. Right, right. <clears throat> I watched your video when I got home on Monday, Sunday night. 
or Monday, whenever you posted uh-huh. it. And it, there's, I mean, I don't know what the argument about is. Yeah. It, it fucking flinches. Yeah. No uh, doubt. Yeah. And the guy right. swings at it twice. It is yep. what it is. All right. Hey guys, this is Megan from Tennessee. My husband and I, we love your show. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Pilton Love the show. Have to ask. Why, including Steve Mathis and the announcers and everyone, why is everyone pronouncing Shane McElrath's name McElrath when it's MC? There's no Ackle at all. Yeah, I was just wondering if you guys are pulling a Devin or if you guys. If that's just how it's pronounced and spelled with. Cool. Love the show. Um, Travis is killing it. Keep up the stats. I love the stats. It'd be cool also for the stats to see if you can see what rider um, has gotten past the most in the last, let's say, three or four years. I'm going to definitely guess it's Mike Alessi. Gets good starts and gets past more than any rider I've ever seen. Cool. Love the show. Uh, keep up the good work. Um, yeah. Matt will pass. What the hell? All right, bye. Yeah, we clarified it. McElrath. Boom. Is that what he said? Because I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> yeah, he said McElrath. <laughs> I don't know. He just called in a little. Okay, little. so the, the the baboon or the hyena eats the zebra and the and the baboon? You've never seen this. No. I don't even That's know right. what this is. What it's is a it? life of pie. It's just oh, on yeah. the TV, and I'm just very confused. How come you tell me I can't look at my phone, but you are completely I, looking at your 65-inch screen the, TV the the movies watching it. the life of pie? I thought that it was a dude and a tiger, and then all of a sudden I see a zebra, a baboon, and a hyena. He saved some animals from their zoo. On their crew. Well, it didn't really they work were out so well, ship. jackass, when the hyena eats <laughs> okay. everybody. I'm the one with the fucking ADD here. Let's, let's focus. All right, okay. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Uh, <laughs> hey, I just want to hear the motocross yeah. stuff. <laughs> hey, Steve. Uh, after listening to an, an awesome Kiefer After Dark, I uh, He's I all another up. podcast. It's a classic Love Line, which anybody who lived in you know L.A. or anywhere listened to Love Line when it was on. And uh, you can go back and listen to all the episodes from the 90s. And uh, I don't know how many super fans there are, but there are a few episodes in their archives with Jeremy McGrath in there and just uh, thought some of the listeners may find it interesting. So if you listen to Classic Lowline podcast, you can find it. Anyway, thanks for the content. I actually do listen to Classic hey, Loveline a little. What? I know you had a falling out, but did you ever listen to the one when Mace was on Loveline? He was on Loveline? He was on Loveline. Oh, no, I didn't know I that. I listened to that one. We didn't have a that falling out. That was pretty good. So that was as, pretty good. We didn't have a falling out so much as he kind of was a douchebag to me over nothing and then never apologized. Well, I don't, I don't care about that. Yeah. All I'm telling but, but we, if we you want to listen to a love line one, I had no, listen to the Mace recently? one. It was good. Like no, oh. this was probably like a year and a half ago or something. Oh, but without Corolla on the show. It was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah it was Dr. Drew. Yeah, but they got rid of Corolla. What's wrong, dog? I'm just stretching. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Downward dog over here. How do you to blow himself? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Hey, Steve. Love the show. Listen to the Racer X podcast every week. Uh, Good stuff. Normally, I agree with you on about 99% of things, but on one issue, I don't see eye to eye, and that is the chase format. I know that neither one of us are going to be the ones making the decision for it, but I thought I'd voice my opinion. So here's why. Number one is I love the sport. I've been around it for 20 years. Race Loretta's (laughs) multiple times. Got my pro license. I watch Supercross every weekend. But even I think that I will stop watching those oh, middle rounds stop it. after A1 and after the... Okay, first of all, no, you're not going to stop. You're not going exactly. to stop watching. Stop. The, I've yeah. heard some guy called in last week and said that to you, too. 
remember yeah. hearing that. Yeah. I listened no, to it on the plane. You're not going to stop watching. You stop are, it. No one's listening. It's only going to get better no for No one fans believes you. you. No one believes you. The if, only reason they're doing that is to bring the fan. Yeah. If, it, it makes it more if, entertaining. If they're even doing it. We don't know for sure. If I've been anyone's going to be pissed off and stop, it's the racer. Yeah. yeah. It's not that. Anyways, God, right, you're let's, blowing Let's it. keep going. We don't, the, and the chase, those middle rounds, I don't see myself devoting four hours every Saturday night to watch uh, races that I know that the points are going to get reset anyways. So as big of a fan as I am, I still don't think I'll watch every round. You're lying. And number two, why? Why are we doing this? Has NASCAR seemed like an explosion of growth yep. since they implemented the chase format? Yeah, Has actually. Arena Cross seen an explosion of growth? Like yep. people just can't even get tickets to Arena Cross because it's so popular now? I don't think so. The only <laughs> reason why people talk about Arena Cross around the track is when Jacob Hayes takes out Kyle Regal. Nobody still cares about the championship. So why are we going to use that as our system? And number three, you keep saying, well, if it doesn't work, we can change it back. If we don't like to chase, then we'll just change it in a few years. Okay, but they've had the same point system for 30 years or something since the 70s. Is, Is that right? Maybe I'm wrong. But if it took them this long to change it, what makes you think they're just going to change it back willy-nilly? Um, I'm all for change to keep it more exciting and more interesting. I just think that Chase is a dumb idea personally. I think that maybe getting rid of the heat races on on TV and doing two main events, two 15-lap mains for the 450s and two 10-lap mains for the 250s, I think that might be a more exciting way to get people to keep watching and get rid of the heat races and LCQs on TV. But keep up the good work. Love the show, like I said. And uh, thanks, Steve. Man, look. Hey, Mathis. He's he's obviously got something mad about. It, let's change it out. Like, I mean, come on, come people. On. People get so upset it's, over this. Like, you know what? If it doesn't work out. The, and, and if he has got his Supercross license, he should know that a Supercross track doesn't have a lifelong band of practice heat races two main events and yeah. you know it, the track doesn't have it in them yeah. nor do they have the time not going to happen i think uh i think it's something cool and uh you're wrong right mathis uh just had a, su- a possible suggestion for the show i really like the, the key for after dark hour that thing <laughs> that's a lot of fun and some good stories on there. I was wondering if you could do like a pulp after dark where you could tell maybe some of the stories from the nineties or whatever, you know, later on in the show, uh, I'd love to hear some of these stories that you guys constantly mention, but say you can't talk about. Obviously I know some of them can't be told because a lot of people are still in the industry and might get you in trouble, but you know, like the, a while ago you guys told the story of the J law story and his party and about his partying and all that. I thought that stuff was really cool. And, It'd be cool if we could get a small segment, you know, at the end of the show that uh, where we could discuss some more of that stuff. Anyways, just a thought. Keep up the good work. Appreciate all that you do. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't tell those stories. People are married. Well, isn't that Watson's podcast? I don't know what's happening with Watson's podcast. Is it coming back? I don't. I don't uh, know. Well, aren't you the guy? No. I mean, didn't he do it with you? No, he just came up and used my equipment, and then I said, hey, if you're going to make some money on this, can you give me a little bit of it? Because you're using all my equipment, and I'm editing and processing your shows and everything. just clipped it? And then he was like, yeah, sure. And then he's like, next thing you know, after I said that, he's like, I'm out. What did he do? He did three of them? I don't think he really wanted to come to Vegas either, you know? Did three of them? Uh, I don't two, two, I think. No? Three? There was one with Villeman that never got aired. Uh, Oh, that'd be pretty good. He left the recorder on, and then he kind of... 
said that the show was shitty. He meant the show was shitty, but Villeman thought they meant that he was shitty, and so Villeman said, you can't run that. Lose my number. Got really awkward and weird. All right. <laughs> hey, guys, please play this on the air. Hey, I was trying to get in the other day on the Motor 60 show, and some guy named Steve called in, and he was rambling about Bassett Hounds he and was. Nationals that no one yeah, ever heard he of. Was. Tim Ferry in 97 winning the title without winning a race. Um, some interview with some guy that Steve tried, and the guy just kept rambling on and on about 125, 250, 500. The guy lost a, a front rotor, and he tried to give him a rotor off a different bike. Look, dude, Steve was trying to hang up the phone and get to other callers, but you kept rambling and rambling. Tits, you should probably come up with some sort of outro to get rid of people like that. And then the dude begs for tickets for uh, Detroit. Uh, I'm not. I'm not feeling it. I'm sorry. I was too nice. I was trying. I, I mean, I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? Did you listen to that? Yeah, I heard it. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I was a really nice, older guy. Yeah, he was just didn't really understand he, what Twitter man. He was excited to be on. Yeah, and talk about yeah. Old school I mean, he just doesn't know. Yeah, I could have been a big dick and been like, "All right, later, bro." I and mean, I wanted to. Uh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, you do it every other time. <laughs> do you filter these things, or do you, do you listen to them, or do you just hit play? On these ones? On the yeah. voicemails? No, he goes through them before. And I, I go through them? I hit play, yeah. yeah. These are your picks? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> My Sorry opinion might have just changed on you. Uh, <laughs> all right. I was trying to get in and ask the guys uh, what the tire guys were doing after McElrath and a couple other dudes popped tires up in Toronto if the 450 guys were uh, – you know, scrambling with the Dunlop folks trying to get moose bibs put in or whatever. But uh, Steve was rambling on about all that other crap. Anyhow, dude needs to not be so selfish and relax about it. Just hang up the phone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Steve, you were being too nice. Out. (laughs) Let this guy know the world doesn't revolve around him. Are you not excited, though? Like, that guy just said, hey, Steve, be a dick. Yeah, yeah, he gave like, me permission to it. Yeah, yeah, but you don't yeah. want to say that because then you'll go full dick. and you, <laughs> Full dick. <laughs> when you go full dick, shit gets weird. I don't go full dick, dude. <laughs> Let's talk to Boogie about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right, next. Let's go. Steve, man, dude, that 88 Yamaha looks bitchin'. Thank you, you killed it. Uh, shout out to Travis, the new producer. He's killing it. No, he's not. Uh, you know, you know who it is. It's Gibbs. She's actually giving Killing me a raise. It. <laughs> I just want to call and say I'm just listening to the. Uh, yeah, like really, guy. Like you really got to just clear your whatever. throat like that. You guys are calling it, showing it, cracking me up, deeper in his his advice, his wisdom. His wisdom. It's a good time, man. You say it's not going to sponsor. I think it's amazing. It's one of the best things I've ever heard. Do you think he's going to get a sponsor? Maybe I'm, go- maybe I'm going a little far with that. You think his magazine might sponsor it? No. Sponsor good. No, I do not. <laughs> Over and out. That would be sweet. Though. I like when people hey, get Steve, all hopped up on shit and call. That's funny. Mm-hmm. Welcome back, show. This is Rich. Um, I would just call my own little version of observations here. Um, first of all, I think Travis has been doing a great job. I really appreciated him. Um, second of all is sometimes when you guys are talking about, oh, did you see so-and-so's tweet or Instagram? And then the other person goes, oh, yeah, I saw that. And you guys talk about five minutes for about it. And nobody ever says what the tweet or Instagram was. Um, so some of us don't always have the chance to catch all those and 
So anyway, if you could explain what you're talking about sometimes, it might be a little helpful for the listener. Um, also, you kind of do that with nicknames sometimes. You, know, you talk about somebody's nickname, and I might not know who they are. So anyway, that's just my yeah. little observations. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Take them or leave them, whatever. I'll listen to the show anyway. So uh, thanks. Appreciate it. We, we probably do that. We I, probably I know sure. that I do that. I do that yeah. all the time. No, I think we do. For sure. Uh, Mar- Marshall, welcome to the show. You've been on hold for a while. What's going on, man? What up, cousin? What's up, bro? How are you? Oh, James Marshall. What's hey. happening? Hey, what's up, man? No, it's all good, dude. It's, yeah, freaking listen to you guys. Chitter is kind of over there on the online, and <laughs> I'm over here just listening to all these goddamn voicemails. Oh, man. Yeah, they're aren't they? Well, they're kind of, they're... We got to get Donk and, uh, and Kenny Taco Bell on the road here, so we're trying to hurry things along here at the end of the show. Oh, God, dude. If he hits Taco Bell, you know he's not going out many times, too. <laughs> I, I truly, oh, well, I, honestly, I, I don't give a shit. I, I'm giggling over here. Was it was no? It was, it was Del Taco. Del is it, Taco. Is it the four <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Del, Del Taco went ugly with him and Aaron Hansel. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure that that place bit me uh, after one of the Anaheim's. Uh, I don't think we raced that night. I think we just went to spectate. Yeah, but that place uh, place got me too. So yeah, I feel you, bro. That, that happens. Uh, it happens. It happens to the best of yeah. us. What's going on, man? <laughs> Oh man, just chilling, dude. Just just hanging out. Just dude, cruising in my van, bro. I'm about to go. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, today I just got a uh, me and I. It was funny. Uh, my buddy Brian White, B White. Well, uh, we just got off the phone a little while ago, and we were talking about a rap that we're gonna do on it. So um, awesome. The guys, the guys at Bonehead Graphics here in Houston, mm-hmm. they're gonna hook it. They're gonna hook it up with a pretty sick rap. So yeah, just uh, yeah, kind of chilling and working oh, cool. on that. Yeah, yeah that's getting things ready for that. Good, glad to hear, man. I'm glad that it all worked out. You know, that's cool, dude. It's unreal to even think, like, like, man, like, who would actually do that? Like, damn, <laughs> damn. Dude. Yeah, it's awesome, Bobby, I mean, Bobby, and uh, and Thomas and uh, Coy. It's awesome. They stepped up. Yeah, they did, man, in a really, 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 really big way. So, hey, man, what is up with Marvin these days? Like, like the past, like, what has it been? Like three weekends. That dude is freaking killing it. Four, four podiums right. in a row, man. Yeah, four podiums in a row. Oh, God. Yeah, there you go. Sorry, yeah. Marvin. I missed No, him. yeah. He's been killing so. it, man. He's doing better than I ever thought he would, to be honest, for sure. Dude, and then, dude, the Baker's Factory, those guys own the podium. That's ridiculous. I know, I know. It's but, um, it's not a coincidence. Alden's not giving him magic potion. He's not, you know, doing something that other trainers don't know about. But the combination of the confidence you get there, and then the thorough uh, training program you get, just takes you to another level. I mean, if you're, if you're Marvin, you're you waking up, you're going with Anderson and Dungey, and vice versa. It's just a, they raise their level all the time. Like, yeah, I think I think you you nailed it right there. I I don't think that it's. I think he's got those guys in shape. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. They're not getting tired. Yeah. But when you are riding with the champ, whether you like it or not, Dungey already knows that he's going to be up there every week. When those guys are lining up, they're lining up. Anderson's lining up, and he goes, I'm going to get this start. I'm mm-hmm. going to win this race. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and, and a lot of guys don't do that. They might say that they do that, but yep. Sealy ain't doing that every day. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's tough, man. Uh, it, it, those guys – and. Alden's got the Ryan Villapoto, you know, and before that, yeah. Ricky Carmichael yeah. and, and James Stewart. Even James was a winner when he was with so, Alden. It, I think, so. I mean, I think we all know, you know, confidence is shit, man. 75% of it half yep. the time, you know. Absolutely. All right, James, we got to run, yeah. man. Thanks for calling, though. We got to wrap this thing hey. up.
Dude, wrap it up, man. I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, thank you, man. Love Thanks you. for calling and stay, be, be well. Cheers. Always, man. All right. Peace, brother. See ya. All right, let's continue on with the voicemails here. Why have you not done this before? This is amazing. Absolutely amazing. I muted the TV. Can't stand listening to Ralph Shaggy. Thank you. <laughs> That was the uh, Pulp Mex show, Detroit Supercross show, uh, podcast uh, show. Thing. It was good. It was fun. Went by fast. I enjoyed it. I felt like it went okay, and I feel like the responses have been amazing. Like, I didn't think it, the responses were better than I think the show was to me. I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I kind of feel like you expected too much, but it was like kind of low key, chill, relaxed, and I think that was yeah a big part of it being so good. I think so. People people are stoked. Yeah, maybe it's a way for me to not go to the races anymore. I already saw that coming. I saw. <laughs> what did I tell you last week? You yeah. did say that. Yeah, that. you did. I skipped two out of the last three, but I'm going to all the rest of them, so I'll be at everyone. But all right, Mathis calling from California. Just got done listening to the last show and really have to ask what the hell is up with all the yeah, no's. I mean, literally, the Nick Schmidt interview. Every single time he answered the yeah, question, it no. started out with yeah, no. <laughs> even to the point where he said, Tell me even yeah, no, purpose. for sure, yeah. definitely. Okay. And Mathis, you're guilty of saying that once or twice throughout the yeah, interview. Yeah, no, too. I am. What the hell does that even mean? I am. No doubt about also, it. No doubt about it. I've been watching uh, the last race as well. What's up with all these flats? It'd be interesting to uh, uh, shit the dirt. Pretty, 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 pretty have, simple. You know, hear him hmm? bitch about shit all the, the uh, low tire pressures. Um, hopefully, this makes it on the air. I'd, I'd like to hear your feedback on on this sudden increase in flat tires, as well as what the hell is going on with all this yes no shit. Uh, uh, thanks. I'm guilty oh, of wait, saying that. Oh, by wait. the way, yep. Keeper After Dark mandatory segment from here on out man that <laughs> shit is funny as hell so please keep that going every time he's on the studio it'd be awesome Thanks. Uh, Bye. thank you we will um read david villeman's column on pulpamex.com about flats he's got his own theory it's villeman he's very passionate about it so read that theory other than that we think we covered it a little bit and i do say yeah no <laughs> i do say that but i'm sorry i do hundreds of hours of programming a year and little ticks or things that i do are going to show up just like they would for you too so Beat it. Hey, uh, Miss Chris, and I just wanted to um, say congratulations on your accomplishments. Um, far as a mechanic, been four times, and you know, just making the sport just um, a greater thing to be around you, JT, Wygant, you know, just everybody, including the um, new producer, uh, Travis, he's doing pretty good. And um, my question is, is that out of all the success that you had, I just graduated high school, and I want to be inside of the industry. I know it has its ups and downs, but hopefully I could have a pretty good conversation with you. Um, you could take me under your wing, and it really doesn't matter where I go in this uh, in this country. Um, I just want to be around Moto, and, you know, just, just not just Moto, just everything about what the sport has done, you know, um, it's, it's, a, it's a passion. And um, so just hopefully you can play this on the air and we can sit down, have a cup of coffee or something. Um, Are you buying? You know, and just get the talk and see what Going I can to do. Starbucks. All right, Where thank you. Uh, yeah, getting in the industry, Chris. Uh, you want to get in the industry? That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of connections. It's a lot of who you know. 
You're not going to make jack shit for money for a while. For um, a while, forever. <laughs> hey, I saw yeah. stuff, though. Like, Tedder was looking for someone earlier in the year. Yeah. There's all kinds of people. There's all the things time. to do, man. How if bad? you pay attention, I've actually been kind of surprised how much you see a lot of job offers that pop up here and there. You just but not really, be- not really compared to the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the amount of like jobs for I don't know something you actually go to school for compared to the amount of jobs that like you, a, a mechanic. I mean, they're 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 one to you know. You have 100, to be willing to maybe have a bit of a shitty life for a while. Oh, fuck yeah! If you're not, if you just want to like get off at five o'clock and you want to make decent money, it's not going to happen. Go to college and get a good career, and then go do this. <laughs> I don't or go know, yeah. go get a good base. This is all I've ever. This. this is all I've ever done. I yeah, well, uh, it's, it's a special deal. You got you. Not everybody's cut out for this. It. Is my twentieth uh, year of either being a mechanic or being in the industry. Yeah, I mean, twenty shoot. years of Look just, at you. No, just I'm not bragging. I'm just like killing it. I'm like actually, you're killing it now. What the fuck are you doing? You're I don't know what now. I'm doing, Tony. I don't know. <laughs> Tony's bullshit. I know, Tony. Stop it is. Yelling, it's Tony. bullshit, Tony. So yeah, I mean, I just tell I tell people that all the time. Like I've told I've told my story over and over. Like I had no address for three or four years. I lived at a gear bag. Nothing. I made three hundred dollars a week. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like you just people don't want to do that. You know, they just don't want to do it. It's, and Fuck it's, and it's, you. It's, that's it's what different. People say. It's different now. Like I mean, it wasn't that long ago that you were doing this stuff, but I mean. Yeah, it's, the, it's, it's the, probably better now. The light, no, I mean, life is different now. Like, you can't live off of three hundred yeah. bucks a week. Yeah. You're like, fuck, like, yeah. No. But the, the flip side of that is that people still expect you to. They only want to pay you shit. And the shit, the, the stuff that I'm that bums me out a bit is that like there is these kids that do come along and and, yeah. and sounds like this kid who have the passion for it and want to do it, and they say, oh, okay, yeah, I'll be a mechanic for three hundred dollars a week. And then I come along who's been doing this for ten years and want thousand dollars a week because i know i'm worth mm-hmm. it and no not 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 ever would we ever pay that and it's like yeah okay well yeah no have your linkage not fall off in first practice <laughs> yeah no exactly hey steve jake from michigan hi jake um State i was at detroit this weekend just wanted to call <laughs> kind of uh clear the air on a few things okay mainly the live announcers uh according to Irv, we've Ooh. been saying Martin Davalos's name wrong all along. You can't. It's uh, actually Davalos. <laughs> Who cares? He said it that way two or three times. And we all know that he never screws up these riders. So I'm sure the entire world says it wrong. Uh, second of all, the chick that they have on the floor, I don't remember her name, honestly. <laughs> Jenny? Uh, is Ashley interviewing Phillips, Mookie, and she says, with Red Bull Honda. Uh, and plastic across at the all front of his shirt time. is the word Geico. Hey, man. Everybody around me is going, what? what the fuck? She screwed it up. Oh, my God. So, yeah. It's the end of the world. Again, well, setting the bar really high with those on-floor announcers. Ashley's, anyway, it was yeah. a, good night of, a good night of racing. But, uh, I knew you'd get a kick out of that. Look, look Ashley Phillips does a good job. She, she does doesn't. She doesn't job. screw up much. She, everyone's going to screw up once in a while, including yeah, myself. In this on. gig, it happens. Live announcing's not easy. You've got to keep now, in mind that as they're talking on the mic, they have somebody screaming in their ear in their little tiny earpiece, yeah. telling now, them having, where to go and now what to having, do next. Now, having said that, Irv is fucking terrible. Yeah, he is. Irv is senile. 
<laughs> Do you think that Nuts. he just has something on somebody? That's why he stays there for so long? I have I mean, no idea, but I know if you were not really following a sport and you listened to Irv, you'd be more lost than ever uh, before. You'd just totally. be sleeping. I cannot believe this man is employed to talk to millions of people, hundreds, like it's elevator hundreds of music. thousands of people about the sport because he's so off so Good. many times. I knew I really and I know him. Irv hears about this, and I know he doesn't really like me. I'm sorry, Irv. Fucking follow the sport. You said Arno Tonis last year was on Teddy Parks Racing. That's what you said multiple times. Okay. Right. You okay? Fine. Okay. How many of these things do we do? Of, we all love A lot Irv. of people call. Yeah, well, later. Uh, 56 messages this week. Hey, Mathis, quick question for you guys. <laughs> Everybody talks about how fast the KTMs, the white KTMs, and the Yamahas are on the start. And, I mean, yeah, we see it. They're pulling all the whole shots. All right, n-fab.com, JGR check-in. We do that every week, um, and uh, we've got a lot to talk about with those guys. Now, I usually do some original content for this thing, but I thought that being as how we did a Pulp MX show, Detroit Supercross viewing party show podcast on Saturday, and we called Phil right after the semi-race. That's pretty that cool. That's really cool. I think um, that's rad that he Mike Phil who? You have to explain no, yourself. No, Phil Nicoletti. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. You're right. And okay. uh, Williamson, too, before the Who's race. That? Who's Williamson? Mike Williamson. Who's that? And uh, Monster is... Energy Kawasaki. Okay. And so I thought what we would do is maybe package Phil's call into this NFAB, n-fab.com, uh, probably built in Houston, Texas, Jeep, truck, SUV parts. Uh, I thought we'd package this call into that, into the show on Monday to give you guys an idea, because I thought it was pretty cool, Travis, how it went down. Like, it was no, interesting. Yeah, I, I, it was good, because, you know, like you said, he just came he out of the semi. He was on TV, yeah. and then he qualified third, and then we called him, and he picked yeah, up. And that's rad. I think that was, oh, okay, all right. That's that's what we do now? We we Our phones aren't outside? It was, it was off earlier, oh, I promise. Okay. So, yeah, phones are off. <laughs> Dude, it's his you wife. Can, you can dock my pay. Uh, all right, let's play the NFAB. Here's Filthy Phil from Detroit. Filthy Phil! What's up, guys? How are you? Good. What's going on? You had the lead for a second. Oh, man. I know. <laughs> No, I didn't. No, I don't mean it like a bad way. I, that was good. Yeah, I just uh, after the Supercross trip, we got that left hand bowl corner, and then yep. that three in. I gotta, I gotta let the balls drop and just sack up and hit it. I don't know. Maybe I'll wait till the first the main. Yeah, why not? You know, but that's uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Where I'm just losing half second, three quarters of a second right there. Um, but yeah, it was okay. You know, it was cool to have uh, Weston win it, and then yeah. uh, Greedy got second, and me third, so three Yamahas, which is a bonus. So yeah, but uh, uh, Clayson leads the LCQ. Nick Way, uh, White, and Archer. Jeff Alessi is fifth right now. Everybody's keeping keeping everybody up the tabs. Um, yeah. And Way, Way's motor blew up in the heat, so he's kind of had a bad gate pick for the semi, so hopefully he can get through here for his hometown fans. Oh, and Way goes into the lead. Uh, Phil, and you're jumping that quad in the rhythm. How is that? Is that tough? Um, no, it's not too tough. I mean, it's uh, it's actually pretty basic because uh, the takeoff's so big and the landing's big, so it's, uh, you know, it's, it's really not bad, but there's not much room for error. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to hit it as fast as you think, which I'm glad I followed Dungey off of it in practice because if I didn't, <laughs> I would have booted it right into the corner. So, <laughs> That's going <laughs> That's the move, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah I'd rather follow somebody than me gauge off of it because mm-hmm. that might end up badly. So, uh, yeah, it was good, though. The whoops are really tricky. Yeah. Um, 
super, super slick. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's going good. Hopefully it would be a long 20 laps, that's for sure, and I'm sure a lot of people will be cartwheeling themselves in the woods come, uh, come the main event. So. I think uh, a, little, oh, a little bit of riding. Uh, yeah, Clayson makes a mistake, way he gets by. A little bit of advice for you, Phil, for those whoops. I think going a little, a little bit wide and then sweeping, sweeping them and getting your momentum is better than like kind of, kind of staying tight and jumping um, through them. What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Um, the hold on, I'm reading a text from. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. Oh, uh, Archer, Archer and Clayson no, both. No. Archer Clayson down. Looks like Cody Gilmore's oh, going no to his way. first. Looks like Cody Gilmore's going to his first main event. Oh, and Nick yeah, Way's going to win. Stevenson's boy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick mm-hmm. Way, Jeff Alessi, White, and Gilmore. Guess who's going to be just short again for like the tenth time? Raper. Jeez. Uh, um. Anyway, so last week. Yeah, that's true. He did. So yeah, uh, it like it's almost seems like guys are going tight and then jumping through the first set and then blitzing the second set. Yeah, I'm just I can't get in the pocket to roll in off the starter to go three three oh. in the first set. Um, I don't know why. I just uh, I feel more comfortable. I mean, this coming from me mm-hmm. skimming him. Right. Um, so I think that. I might stick with that. Obviously, going double or tripling through the loops is a lot more efficient for 20 laps. Right. But, um, I think skimming it's actually maybe a little bit faster. Um, you know, but I don't know. Like it's, it's just going to, man, the track's not going to break down much. The loops are just going to get a little more cupped out every lap. Um, it's going to be brutal. So, yeah. But, I mean, the, the loops totally threw everyone off guard. They kind of look pretty mellow, but mm-hmm. come practice, like, it was just like, it was a yard sale. Um, and then people, people were everywhere, but uh, it's okay though. And then, hey, they didn't really roll them for the night show, right? Um, no, they kind of just you know dragged over them a little bit, made them a little bit tackier for the first two heats, but mm-hmm. then after that, it went back to being iced. Um, yeah, there's man, there's not much traction. You know, we tried to change a couple of Pirelli tires to um, see if we get some more bite um, mm-hmm. on straight drive through the whoops. Um, but yeah, we uh, made some right calls. Might uh, slow the rebound up a little bit um, for the smaller set of whoops. Try and get it to stay lower, um, and see how it is. So go from there. I don't know. Well, Phil, this, this is your be a long twenty laps. That's all I got to say. Phil, this is your last Supercross. So if there was ever one to, to win or to go on the podium, it's this one. I know. No, well, don't I mean, do that because then they're going to put them in for the next ones. Yeah, right. coming back. I wouldn't Sounds mind racing more, but um, you know, I want to get one good last, you know, a good result in this year. Uh, right. You know, obviously it's been a little bit rough, but yeah, like I said, twenty laps, consistent, no mistakes, and we should be dialed. So awesome. Well, cool. <laughs> we'll hey, th- uh, thanks for picking up. I really appreciate it. We're yep. doing we're doing no a live show. So thanks, buddy. Awesome. Yeah, remember that next time you badmouth me, right? <laughs> I will. I, I will remember that. You have a credit now with me. All right. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate Good luck. It. See you. Right. Later, Phil. See you, boys. Filthy Phil on the NFAB JGR check-in. I think that's pretty darn cool. It's pretty neat. It worked out all right, I, I mean, got to say. I don't know anybody we didn't else do that's like, talking to yeah. riders in between besides yeah, we right had, on the box. Uh, we had know? J-Bone. We had Mike Williamson. We had Filthy Phil. We had uh, Zach Osborne. J-Bone? Jeremy Albrecht. What's he do? Okay, never mind. Stop it. Uh, People don't know, man. No, but uh, the Jeremy Albrecht was enough. I'll have to listen to that one. I haven't listened um, to that yet. We had a bunch of guests. Yeah, Zach Osborne, Will Hahn. Um, yeah, that's sweet. I think he's Donk. I saw we, Will. We called uh, Donk. Oh, we called Donk? Called Donk. Yeah, I forgot to call Yeah, we called yeah, Donk. I saw Will have a post today. It's, he's like, said something. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to. What, what's wrong here, Pookie? What are you doing? Why are you okay? looking? okay? What? I'm going to bed. Hey. Oh, okay. I'm trying to get these guys out of here. Short show. Yeah. 
I know, they gotta drive back. Considerate. I'm sorry, we got shit to do. We had to listen to Donkey. Book Nation. Yeah, Book Nation. Book Nation. Um, Thank you for the treats. No, but I saw I saw something that Will posted today. It's like something about sitting on the sideline. He's not poor me, but yeah, shit, this sucks. Yeah, I, bet, I mean he's gonna be out for a year, man. I feel for him yeah. so bad, man. I do. Um, before we wrap it up here, we got the BTO Sports tweet at Travis coming up uh, here on the show. But also, I want to talk a little bit about Vicky. Yeah. Um, second year attempting Supercross. Yeah, uh, the only female out there. At times better than last year. At times worse than last year. Yeah. Uh, some weekend she's riding great. Have you been happy or how's it been going? Uh, I mean, it's it's been hard, man. She's she's not healthy. Oh, okay. That sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is I she going to miss time or no? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I hope not. She got Epstein-Barr last year. Yeah. Had it the whole year. Never knew about it. Found out sitting on the airplane on the way to Jersey, which I believe was maybe the last round. Close to it, yeah. And then there was Vegas. Yeah. Something like that. So she found out then. Numbers were crazy high. Seems like everybody's got Epstein bar now. It's one of those things. Yeah. But uh, she did nothing all year long. Got it down. Was going to Costa Rica. Went to Costa Rica. Ended up crashing one time real bad. Took like a minute and a half nap. Fired the Epstein bar back up. Oh, did it really, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, she almost yeah. kind of had it gone, and that right. that just rebooted yeah. everything. But, uh, no, she's, uh, we got something going on right now, and I we, we don't really know what it is. Oh, okay. Like, no the, energy? Like, no. She's like getting just... super nauseous and okay. can't eat, and when she does, she wants to puke, and she's oh, getting dizzy, yeah, and, yeah. and it's, like, straight up unsafe kind of thing. Um, Time for some blood tests, huh? We did we, that. We I sat in the hospital all day yesterday. Oh, okay. That's that's like where it's we, at. Like we, we literally got home from the airport yesterday. I went and laid in my bed for about twenty minutes, and I got up and I had to go to the grocery store. And I text Kenny. I'm like, Yo, where are you at? Because I was yeah. going to ask if we need anything. And they they had already left to go to the hospital. We yeah. got home. They they put their bags on the table and left to immediately go to the hospital. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's yeah. we're we're trying to f- figure this sh- this shit out, and it's. Uh, we don't know if it's the Epstein bar still, if it's something else. I'm on the kick of she takes no freaking joke right now. There's probably 15 different vitamins that she takes every single day. And I'm like, I told her today, actually, I'm like, let's stop this. Yeah. Let's try to Why let her body. Why so many? Because every fucking that? doctor tells her to take right. something new. Right. And we've just been fighting it and. And Dr. Navarro has been helping her, and, and dang, he, he is killer. He, the dude is killing it. He goes mm-hmm. out of his way every single day to help her. But um, at the end of the day, she's still sick. We're trying to get it. What, this was our fourth round? Third yeah, round. fourth round. Fourth Four round. round. Yeah. Fourth round. First two, she didn't make it. First round, she was pretty off. It was what it was. I think it was a combination of it was a sick week, feeling like crap. Mm-hmm. First round back. Think a little nerves, the whole deal. Second round, go straight to Daytona, which is not Supercross. Yeah, I don't care who you yeah. are; it's fairground racing at its finest. She actually did pretty good. She wasn't that far off the pace. Mm-hmm. Went to Toronto the next week, straight up qualified, made it in, qualified pretty decent. Had to do, had a good time. She qualified thirty sixth, thirty seventh, I think. Mm-hmm. But from thirty sixth, thirty seventh, wherever she was, to like thirtieth was like the same times. Yeah. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she could have easily right. been in twenty ninth. Yeah, yeah. Uh rode really good. 
when we went to the track that day, we started track walk. She literally did half the track walk. We walked off the track walk because she's like, I think I'm going to puke. Jeez. That's how bad this yeah. is. And she went out and she fought through it and did her deal. Everyone's got shit to talk. I don't know if everyone goes, oh, she's rolling shit. Do these people just not have a clue? Because you don't just get to race Supercross at nighttime. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to qualify during the day. Yeah. And, and it just blows my mind. Plus, near crash in front of her. She rammed him. Couldn't start her bike for a minute. Whatever. Is what it is. Last chance qualifier. Did okay. Didn't do bad. I mean, let's be honest here. We all know that everyone's like, oh, she's going for mains and stuff. We're still a little ways off that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, right now we you want to night show. We're trying everybody. to make yeah. night shows. Right. It is what it is. And uh, I like know, that lower key approach you guys are taking this year. Yeah, you know, and we're I doing. Really, uh, I don't really like what Feld was doing, and and, 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 and I and, listened to what you said something last week. You're like, if I was her, I would have said, no. "Screw you, I'm not doing it." Yeah. Well, as much as everybody thinks everyone's making all this money, we ain't making shit. Yeah. And that's well, what it is at the end of the day. But how does well, money affect that, though? Well, what do you think? She Last year, right Feld was there? paying for everything. They paid? That's how we did it. She rode for Hanson Racing last year. Feld paid? Feld, Feld paid. Motorsports paid. That's how we did it. They paid for our flights. They paid for our hotels, entries. Really? Everything. Oh, some people are gonna, not going to be happy to hear that. Well, you know what? I don't give a shit because <laughs> no, they clipped her. Yeah, yeah, hey, you don't so care. they clipped her this year. Right, because they said unmarketable. They said you're unmarketable because you made it in Vegas. Huh? Yeah. Well, because they 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 rightfully so, but they used her, which is what any rider is. But they used her as a as a marketing tool to promote the girl. You think that all these other riders aren't getting paid from film? No, I don't think they're getting paid from film. Oh, you're on crack. Who? Who's getting paid? Everybody. I don't know. Oh. What? Stop it! Who's getting paid, and what do you think they're pay- getting oh, paid? Oh man, for? dude, there's every now. If you want to tell me money. like some guys are getting money to do Monster Cup that may be on the fence, like a Coy Gibbs who is on the fence, if he's, maybe he's getting some gas money paid for. You think I can that, go with that? You think but, that Stewart, when Stewart comes, he's not making no money? No, oh, no, I man, don't. Stop it! From Feld? Oh, for sure. No, you no, I, I honestly don't I, know, but that wouldn't surprise me because if you look at the other other events or sports, whatever you want to call them, that Feld does, they own everything. They yeah, own but, everybody. Yeah, they do, but not in this sport. I, I don't know that for sure. Well, okay, just, so put it that way. But okay, okay, so I'm very put it that surprised way. that Feld paid Vicky. They weren't paying okay. her cash. They were getting her there. Yeah, but it's still something. So yeah, they, they still, paid her yeah, flights. No, paying expenses. Yeah, yeah, they paid that stuff. Well, no, we couldn't do it without it. Knowing we're, that, we're, how do we? Yeah. How, how can yeah. we afford to go to the no, races? You, I don't know. You had a team. I mean, I know it was a team. It wasn't a unquote. team. Right. They yeah, still yeah. owe me money. Yeah. I bought Frankie flights last right, year. Right. Right. They still Hanson Racing. If you're right. listening, screw you. You still owe all of us. Yeah. They owe Vicky like five grand. Yeah. There's not nothing new there, bro. Yeah. With teams. Right. Yeah. Exactly. No, for sure. But uh. But you know, but when you do then, that, but okay, like I didn't know that, and I'm yeah. very, very surprised at that. By the way. Yeah. I will be talking to people tomorrow. Like I can't believe this tomorrow. Yeah. But okay. I didn't know that. Well, Denny was the man. So not knowing that, um, I just think that when you were doing those shows and getting extra practice and getting press, 
inviting all that press, it was just putting so much pressure. Because there's already going to be tons of haters. Oh, we had it's be to. There's going to be 100 there haters. Was, there was no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. If you're getting it paid for, yeah, no, yeah. I get it. We wouldn't have went racing no. yeah, without yeah. it. Right. I get it, it. I get it. Because you, they're paying your way. They're paying expenses. You have to do what they want, which yeah. is cool. I get it. Yeah. I just think, like I was saying, like you invite, you invite scorn on yeah. you. Hey, you, you know, just Vicky, come in under the radar. Vicky hates people more than I do. <laughs> like, oh, wow. like she does not. You know it. Wow. Am I lying? Nope. Yeah. You, you do. Yeah. No. And you know, this year there was, <clears throat> there was supposed to be. It was supposed to move forward. It really was. And they kind of pulled out. And luckily, because she made Vegas, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Though that's exactly what the exact what they said. They said straight up, she's non marketable now. We already pulled the card, what we pulled. Yada, yada. Yeah, we used, we kind of got the blood out of the stone that we needed, and so, like, let's go, right? So but. Vicky got the deal with uh, Microbuilt mm-hmm. PRBC. Good deal. Pretty kick-ass, yeah. it really is. I mean, it's a new team. It's got, a, it's got a long ways to go. There's no doubt about it. It's a brand-new team, but they're doing yeah. the best they can. Uh, I mean, they started the team out with their head rider, Ronnie Stewart. <laughs> yeah. He's hurt, He's still out. not yeah. riding. Yeah. I think he's shooting for St. Louis, I think. I just, yeah, like, you know, there's going to be haters for chicks who ride and try all that. And so, like, why invite all that? But now I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't wasn't an option. And, you know, uh, this weekend we went there super sick, ridiculous, rode first practice, like, half of it. Yeah. Pulled off, came in, and and we were done. We didn't even ride time practice. No, I know. I saw know. that. Um, you, you just she went get, straight. She went. She went. Get handled, right? Yeah, she went straight to Asterix. Um, she sat in there. They gave her an IV. We do all you, know the deal. You, you think, poke her. She's yeah. done. Do you think you'll be at a uh, uh, Indy? Uh, I, I, I would say that I don't see us not being at Indy because Vicky is such a gnarly human being, like girl or boy, like it doesn't matter. Just the kind of person yeah. that she is. Uh-huh. I don't see her really stopping. We spent all day at the hospital yesterday. They ran every blood test, everything. She's not pregnant. Found that out. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, was I, pissed. That, I wanted to be an uncle. My, my mom asked me bullshit. that. My mom asked that me that. That came to my mind, but I was but, hoping uh, you would rule that out. Yeah, yeah no, they ran everything, and, and it's Fuck. just not coming up. She did have a... Uh, like a couple of years ago, she had a lacerated. Yeah, I do a lot of cocaine and eat some pills, mother. <laughs> no. no, that's what I do. Uh, she had a lacerated spleen and yeah. a couple cysts on it. Okay, back in the day, we're kind of thinking maybe that's what's going towards it. We're trying to get a CT scan, trying to get her in. Is is you know, it's not as easy. It's the, not like uh, you can just go. The way that one. the way that things are going with Vicky, the, the, like he just said, she's so fucking stubborn that she just does not want to give up. And one of the things that she said in the in the Vicky Golden Project uh, episodes that uh, Brianna's doing is that she's as a motocrosser and as a rider, you you grow up basically in this sport. You're you're taught to just ride through pain. Like you yeah. can you can ride through pain. Yeah, yeah. You do what you do whatever you got to do to keep riding. Whether it's you know tape the thing up, right. stitch it up, do whatever you go. And and the whole thing is is that she's just so stubborn. She just she's just riding through it, riding through yeah. it, and, and just hoping that it'll comes a point though where well, you just that's, yeah, you that's just what it was this yeah. weekend. We both looked at her. Donk we, Donk pulled me to the side, and he goes, "Dude, you know, like I think that we shouldn't ride." And I said, "Well, shit, man, you go tell her that." Yeah, because I'm scared of her. she's not really and i told her that and it is what it is but yes i i do not see us missing a single round i do not think that 
we won't make it into every. I, I think that we'll make it in every single round from here on right. out. I straight okay. up do. She's riding better than she ever ridden. We got a good bike. We got a pretty decent mechanic He's over here. Right. Yeah, depends on what you know. Depends on what kind of cake. food I make him during the week. But uh, <laughs> oh, Kenny makes such good food. Not, right. not even joking. Uh, at btosports.com, whether you need for your bike or body, they've got it. btosports.com, use code PULPMX10 to save yourself money. Let's do it, Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from btosports.com. What is this? Here's the tweets of Travis. God, that's what it is. Submit your questions to at PulpMX Show on Twitter, and Travis picks the best ones for myself, Kenny Taco Bell, and the Donk. And uh, since we do got to get these guys out of here on On the Road, let's keep it short, Trav. I think at this late, at this at this point it's fine. Just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. Nick Blacklaw wants to know what's faster, trying to change a tire mid race or just trying to finish with a flat. And if Dungey got a flat, do you think he'd pull in? Oh, they'll pull in for sure. Uh, I just yeah, we talked about this earlier. It's on dangerous. Our podcast show. It's dangerous riding with a flat because <laughs> dude, you fuck. can ride with a flat outdoors. I would not want to ride a supercross track. You're fine. Uh, <laughs> pull in it, dude. It takes fucking. Uh, you're done anyway. 20 seconds. Yeah, you're done anyway, so. Nah, if you're in first, the leads that Dungey has, pull in, take it. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess pull, if you're Dungey. Yeah. Pull the fucking wheel off, you're back out, you're in fourth. What, Stewart got six? Are they going to start practicing like twice? NASCAR pit stops? I know, right? Uh, we quick, we practice them. Quick, quick I practice them before. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's good to know. Uh, Laser801 wants to know. Laser. <laughs> I'm sick of these hard pack tracks. Can these shitty. Laser, 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 laser. <laughs> Can the shitty quick. Quick Creek dirt be saved, or is the only hope new dirt? Here's the thing: the dirt is way soft or way harder than it used to be. If we if we had laser, if we told laser, okay, let's go back to 2003 dirt at Indy, at Atlanta, at Toronto, laser would be going, what the fuck? Because it's so soft. They couldn't build. It's rutted. They couldn't build the tracks that they're building. Yeah. So I I get what they're saying. Yeah, the dirt has changed quite a bit in the last uh, five, six years. All right. Uh, Jason Sargent wants to know who is worse on TV, Miss Supercross or RC? Oh, man. I don't mind Carmichael on TV. I haven't haven't watched too much of the You know what the one thing that bugs me about Carmichael is? The dude's got the biggest herpy on his lip always. <laughs> Every time he's on TV. Never he's I think like, it's just a big freckle or something. Yeah, well, that's yeah. on an outbreak. Or... I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't stare at his whatever Miss Super. I said it earlier. Miss Supercross is definitely new to the game, but I thought this week she did better than I really she has enjoy done. when she's walking around during the day. I'm not going to lie. Okay. It's nice. Drees Monkey wants to know, does Emma get kickback from sponsors for mentioning full race team names and stuff? No, no, not uh, at no, all. That's but just a courtesy. Just told they're to do that they're getting better at it. He's yeah. get, he never used to mention jack shit, and it would just piss me off. Yeah. I'd start yelling and screaming because Jimmy Albertson or whatever would, would be beating Ryan Dungey, and you wouldn't even get him team mention. And like I used to say, like if you were Chris Crossland back then, you're like, why the fuck am I going racing? Yeah. Yeah. My Absolutely. guy manages to beat Ryan Dungey. It's incredible. And these announcers don't know my team's name. Like it's pathetic. And anyways, but they've gotten much better at that in yeah. the last few years. So no kickbacks. But of course, Emig's on the payroll for Cowie. He's on the payroll for uh, Shift, and he does his own grips with ODI and everything else. So there's some. But I don't. I don't think he takes advantage of that by any means. Like I, I don't. I mean, yeah, I obviously, I, yeah. obviously, I listen. Yeah. When he says it, and, and I think Carmichael did it at the beginning, but he he cooled he, it. He cooled it down yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Hargrave wants to know: As far as getting a good ride for next year, do you th- do you think it may have hurt or helped Dino to instead of opting 
for surgery right away to try and rehab and strengthen his knee and stay out there? He got surgery. Well, I mean, oh, no, no, he's, he's saying, saying he should have stuck it, it out. No, it no, he needed it. No, he, it was uh, bad. Yeah, it was not good, so. Um, any truth to, this is from Tom Townsend, any truth to the rumor that Yamaha and CR22 pro- protested RD for jumping, and what would they gain from it? I heard they didn't protest officially, but they brought it to the attention of the AMA. Yeah. And whether the AMA was already on it, AMA, FIM, fell, who the fuck knows if somebody, but they were on it beforehand i'm not sure but yeah yamaha brought it to their attention and yeah it didn't really help chad he didn't uh, gain a spot at all but they were on it is it always a two position rule or is it sometimes it's, more it was Remember, two for anderson earlier it was two this for year. anderson but yeah. sometimes it's been time yeah. sometimes they're like oh, d- oh um ryan won by seven minutes uh it's a five minute penalty we're gonna dock you five minutes wasn't well, you know? i thought it was a five position penalty during the whole rv one there back in uh, yeah, I don't know, bro. Because maybe yeah. they maybe they could have thought that and it's changed five so, spots. Yeah, it's that puts changed Chad on the so podium. much. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. We'll leave. We'll we'll, we'll end with that. Keep it quick and All short. Right. BTOSports.com. Use code PulpMX10 to save yourself money. Bike body in the you need. They got it. Gear. They got tons of shit. Get a bunch of shit from uh, uh, BTO and save big shit uh, using the code PulpMX10. Do, they, and, do uh, they sell Fox gear on there? Yeah. Oh, sorry. yeah. It's good stuff. I don't know if the code works for the that. The code though. doesn't work for Fox, though. Oh, it doesn't? No. It works for Fly, though. Flyracing.com. It does work for Fly, yeah. Fly, we got to give some gear away. It works for a motor. <laughs> motor. If you're still listening, the fifth, the fifth caller right now at 702-586-PULP gets a set of Fly uh, Kinetic Trifecta Mesh LE gear. Fifth caller right now, 702-586-PULP. We'll see who's listening. We'll see who's the hardcore listener, Travis. Uh, fifth caller right now. You should just give all five of them <laughs> gear and be listening at this point. <laughs> well, we got people from... It's only uh, eleven nineteen on the west here, so there's more people than that in the chat room. Yeah, good point. Um, all right, everybody, I think that's it. Uh, we got to get you guys on the road back down. I'm sorry to rush the show at the end here, but uh, Donkey went too long. We probably spent too much time with Donkey's uh, uh, terrible uh, deal that happened to him. So, but no, I felt like just, we had to talk just, about just it. Just blame me, man. No, no, no. I just felt like we had to talk about it. Yeah, that's <laughs> your I, it's such a fucked up thing. It gets me mad. It is. I can tell. I agree. Well, I had the same thing happen to me, and like, it almost cost me a job. And I'm like, that person's lying. They're they're lying, you know. And and so, yeah, it sucks. Um, Thanks to our guests, Dave Osterman, Josh Hill, Shane McElrath, uh, Tyler Bowers too, picking up on the Gear Alloy cold call. Uh, Thanks to all of our sponsors, uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, Yeah. fun. Yeah, it was cool. I'm glad. Come back. Come back another time. Yeah, it'd be fun for you to come back. Uh, I'd like to come back after Supercross. Do you do it during the outdoors? Or? Yeah, we do every Monday night. We do like yeah. f- 45 shows a year. Yeah, I'd like to do it when we're... God, man. I mean, you do the show at your house, but shit, I f- I'm beat from... Because I did all West Coast, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't get to skip a couple like you do here and there, <laughs> you know? I've told you, you should... Uh, there's a pod... You can do a podcast. I tell you, you can set up a podcast. 500 bucks. You can set up a really good, decent podcast setup, and you should do a freestyle motocross podcast with all your buddies. Maybe I just come here one day and... There you and go. Take you to a five hundred dollar dinner and or, or just use the equipment. Call um do come up here for like six or eight hours and do like uh ten shows with ten of your buddies. Um you can't have Biden though. He's a douchebag. But anybody <laughs> What's else? wrong with Biden? I don't know. Biden doesn't like me. Uh, I have no idea. I don't you even know. know exactly that. why. No. It's it's all about the takeout thing at X Games. Who took who? Out? I t- well, he. You took Biden Mason out. Mason was pissed. Well, that was the whole thing, though, because that, at that time, Mason. Is was that your what dude. it was against me? Yeah. Mason was the one he did it. Mason was pissed. I brought it up. I, what do I know? Yeah, but it's it's all they're all best friends again. Yeah, but that's fine. I, it was a big so, news. 
Yeah. Mike was legi- Mad Dog was legitimately pissed about that takeout. What happened? Which he should have been, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's kind of a dumb move. This is I mean, the part it, where you guys are talking is, about stuff they don't aren't explaining. Okay. Well, two years ago well, or something. This is where I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, shut up and let me tell. I was talking to him. Mason <laughs> and Biden were in a race going for speed, speed style, style okay. for X Games. Let me get there. Hold on. And hey, we got our winner, Biden, Travis. Biden okay, we got, we got our winner. Everybody, stop. Biden calling. went in, took out Mason. But everyone was like, Mason's the king of this, so we should just Biden should let him go. But it was a little dirty takeout. Fuck yeah, yeah, it was okay. a big deal. Yeah. Oh, shit, it's arena cross. What do you oh, think? Okay, all right. You so know. Mason came in, and I'm like, holy crap, dude. Like, Biden took you out. I think it was wrong, but at the same time, shit. So I, but all I did was talk about it. I didn't, like, say. But that's that's the whole thing. I don't oh, know. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't think know. he's still bummed on you. He liked my photo today that said we were coming here. Yeah, no, he, he's Biden's been, cool. He's, he's not a douche. Yeah, no, he's been a real douchebag to me on social media. So he's he's banned. <laughs> I think I actually just blocked him. Did you I block ne- him? I never blocked anybody. I think I'm just oh, like I'm man. done with this dude. So, anyways, we should unblock him. And back to your podcast. Him. You can do yeah. Come in, do a bunch yeah. of freestyle. I think you. Saying, I don't think that freestyle is going to do. Dude, I anything. think you saying, "Hey, Patch, bro, remember when we were in Spain and fucked up and those chicks and the coke?" Patch, Patch Adams. Oh, I yeah. think people would like that. And then I drive home and the. Doors are oh, locked okay. up. Yeah. Videos. Okay. So ne- m- minus the chicks and the coke. <laughs> I don't do that. So, well, I do the. Se- yeah. No. What? You, okay. Oh, what I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm totally joking. No, but, I know. I but know. the stories that you yeah. have, you you have with these dudes. Yeah. I'd like to do it, but yeah, I, I don't think that freestyle is the way to go. I think people will be into it. I for sure. I'll try one and see some numbers. You know, and then you just be like, because you know all these dudes. Yeah. And like when Mad Dog was in here, we heard some funny stories and, you know, things like that. Like it's an interesting life. Yeah, and I think so. So just, that's what I think you're I don't think is. people can honestly handle the reality of a freestyle motocrosser. Honestly. I think, uh, that's awesome. I think people want to hear it. There's, there's a hundred out of a thousand people that would get it. And then the other would be like, oh my God, I'm not interested. I'd love to try it. I would. I just. Yeah. So no, line no. up five, six, seven of your buddies, come up here to Vegas, and you can have all this equipment and record your show. Shit. Deal. Right? Yeah. I won't charge you next Don't time. bring him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thanks for coming. Yeah. Thanks uh, for having us, And Donk, man. thank you as always, buddy. Uh, I'm, I'll take your apology. No, I'll take your, you were right, Mathis, the whole entire time. <laughs> <laughs> just for granted. You don't oh, need no, to yeah. say it. I'll just take it for granted. I, I think I said it during the, the when we talked about. It. I said, "Yeah, you never right. no, but in private, you've never reached out to me and been like, "Hey, man, it's Donk." Yeah, I'll, I'll text you, know, you later. On our hello, yeah. hello, hello. Is it's it you me. I've been looking for? <laughs> I was just wondering, after all these years, if you'd like to meet. Hold on, Vinny. You've been on hold a long time, and you're Vinny. angry. Yeah, Vinny, what's up? Angie, Vinny. Hey, a uh, long time listener, first time caller. <laughs> you couldn't have opened any better. Yeah, yeah. Hey, tell Taco I said, uh, I, I used to FMX tracks like 12, 13 years ago. I met him back then, and i uh, always been a big fan of his. Hell yeah, brother. Hey, um, so you guys, what do you think about Trey Kennard in his riding? Or maybe, I don't know, if his riding or his riding style. I mean, he's landed on several people the last few years. Everyone's getting injured around him. Uh, 
Do, do you think it's, uh, you know, I know God is his co-pilot and everything like that, but, you know, do, I hate to see him get hurt or someone else, you know, their career ended because of his crazy riding. What do you guys think? Ah, no, I'm not with you on that. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think so. He, he, like the, the Baggett thing, I think he probably should have backed off this weekend. He didn't have it. But Trey's not scared to do it. I, I, I don't. I mean, the trade, the and the Chad Reed move was kind of dumb when he got when Chad got the black flag. But for the most part, Trey's, uh, you know, he's just aggressive. He goes for it. He's Anderson's the same way. Yeah. Um, Brayton can be that You've way. Gotta be that way. You, you know? have to be. Like, if you want to make shit happen. Well, if you want to fix I don't, something, I, I don't think he's out there intentionally trying to put people on the ground or hurt them by any means. But he's just, he just wants it. He's had some incidents, but so have a lot of guys. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like he's uh, okay. Ryan Dungey doesn't have the incidents, or Ryan Villapoto, for that matter, doesn't have the incidents that Trey Kennard has. Yeah, but put it, put but, it, put a position on paper, and what what is the average position yeah, of yeah, RV no, and, no, and Dungey versus Kennard? What I'm saying is, I don't think Trey's totally guilty, but he's not totally innocent, like a Dungey or Villapoto or yeah, whatever. He's in the middle, you know. I agree. So yeah, um, I, I just you know like for instance, like when he broke his back and everything, I, I think you know he had that tough flop cover stuck on his peg. I mean, do you know you and then trying to go for a triple with that thing, you know, hanging off well, the peg? Don't you think no, you should, you no, know, no. do something about that? That was a mistake. It was also like six years ago or five years ago or whatever. You know, I mean, yeah, he probably should have not jumped it. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. I know what you're saying. I've heard the same thing. He follows closely to me out on the track. He follows I, dudes right like, behind them. I like Kennard. Yeah, I like that he goes for it. I like the intensity. Yeah, but all these guys follow each other closely, yeah. and all these guys have a trust in one another to. That's like saying trust their abilities to to follow that closely. It's like saying Roxon's in the wrong in practice for trying to beat Dungey off the start and get ahead of him or yeah. follow him really close in practice. Yeah, what's what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. Those guys. Everyone goes. Remember the big joke back in the day was like, "Yeah, well, I might have done shitty today, but I won practice." <laughs> Dudes are straight up trying to win practice. Yeah, now. well, with times, yeah, they're gnarly. But even yeah, not yeah. even on the board as yeah, much as yeah, like, yeah. if we take off next to each other, I want you to think that, oh yeah. fuck, or, this guy's or, got it tonight. Or you know, just people getting in the way of hot laps and they just flip yeah. out on, yeah. on them. Well, no, Vinny, I get it. I don't totally under- agree with you, but you're welcome to your opinion, and uh, you know, I, I see what you're saying. It's not like I'm saying you're crazy. No, I agree with half so. of what you're saying, for sure. He might need to make some more calculated risks, but at the same time, more, you know, he's in a pretty hard situation as long as the rest of them are. But, I mean, I don't know. I think he's just doing his thing. Now, now with K-Rock going to Honda next year, what happens to Trey? I don't know. They're going to keep Seeley or Trey. So. Sounds like Se- it sounds like Seeley's staying to me. And that Kennard is moving on. I've heard the same thing, yep. I've heard Kennard might go to Cowie. So, um, <coughs> we'll oh, see. No. See what That's happens. Or maybe Honda keeps three guys. I don't know. I think Kennard makes more money than Sealy, so he's an easier guy to cut if you're right. going to lose a guy, you know. Cowie, Cowie but, has that kind of money. To do but I do, think, I do think when outdoors comes, Kennard is going to beat Sealy. Fucking smoke Sealy. Yeah. Well, I don't know about smoke, but beat. Sure. Straight up. Yeah. I, I'll, I, I think he'll yeah. beat him too, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, Vinny, thanks, man. Thanks for being on hold for so long. Thanks for listening. All right, hey, thanks a lot. Great show, guys. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Travis? Yes? You've put in uh, eight and a half hours of pulp work this week. It's a good job. Overtime. Two days. It's overtime. Uh, Easy on that. (laughs) When's my app going to be done? Tuesday, Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. When you uh, give like, him a raise, like bro. September, probably. (laughs) uh, He writes code for Vegas.com website. Like, he's super smart. 
then he deserves a raise even more. He could build you a website. I don't need a website. DonkeyRenchy.com. Don't need it. Okay. Donkey I got happy. an Instagram page. What? Donkey happy. Donkey happy. <laughs> I might uh, make that one just for fun. <laughs> it's going to be weird what actually pops yeah. up. <laughs> Freestyle motocross legend, uh, Kenny Taco Bell, uh, here in the studios, along with Donk, my buddy Donk. Scott Donker's good mechanic to the stars. Riders like Chris Blos, Nick Way, Vicky Golden, Tyler Bowers, Mike Brown, uh, Soon to be Metcalf, Cole Thompson, Metcalf. Cole Fasciotti, Kyle Beaton. No, yeah, nobody cares about the Canadian guys. I blah, do, blah, but, blah. But, yeah, and exactly. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. We're off next week, We're taking a holiday. Thank God, and uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening. Check out sponsor deals, uh, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do. Playgirl magazine and I did it I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine I, I mean spread man I pulled my butt apart and stuff and I was totally nude and it was weird I I mean you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho but I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me if it got into your brain somehow that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho